Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Pingree, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show. It's Monday and we are live in Las Vegas, not far from the lines. Then if you listen closely, you can hear them being fed. Thank you everybody for listening on this Monday night. Bud's Creek just happened. We're going to talk about that. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and of course, Tits Legendary's favorite company, Optrix. Uh, thanks everybody again. Buddy Antonez, Michael Lessi, Jerry Robin, the guy who qualified for Loretto's on a 1985 CR250 is on, and Zach Osborne. So very exciting. Uh, looking forward to having a great show. Jason Thomas will be on in a little bit. Thanks for listening, everybody, on this Monday night. We appreciate it. Numbers couldn't be any better. You can get this show on iTunes, Stitcher, on the Pulp MX app. You can listen live, support our sponsors, pulpamexshow.com. Check it out for deals. Uh, if you're buying something from Amazon, click through the Amazon banner on pulpamex.com, and we get a little slice of that because Titch's salary is getting more and more outrageous all the time. With me on this Monday night to break everything down, provide his usual insight and humor. Uh, he's back. Folks, uh, popular demand, uh, none other than the runner-up in the 2000 and 2000, 125 West Coast Supercross title, David Pingree. Yeah, and what number up? one here in the Pulp MX uh, Con- voting Congratulations. Booth. That's right. Now, we ran a vote on PulpMX.com for favorite co-host, and Ping, we mean... Almost, uh, you know, almost a million people responded. <laughs> yeah, it seemed almost. like it. it seemed like it. At least three hundred. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you won. Yeah, beating out David Villeman. Took my, Tony Matt, Berluti to the hole. You did. Suck it, Tony. <laughs> Congratulations. Beat you by like Look, fourteen votes or something. You you, uh, you lost out on Supermoto. You lost out on Supercross. But you won this. Yeah, well, it's hard to break a bone in a online vote. <laughs> yeah, good point. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for coming in. We know you've been busy with the fire department. That's cruising along, and uh, you know we don't have your services as much as we'd like, but uh, we're going to try to have you on once a month if it works out for your schedule. We'll have to see it, but um, the people have spoken. Indeed. The, the people have spoken. 199 of them, I believe, um, according to this little article right here. <laughs> uh, hey, taking your calls, producing the show, handling things behind the scenes, generally um, providing us with tons of knowledge about Optrix, none other than the Tits Legendary Tits. What's up? Sup? How are you doing? It's good to be back. Yeah, no show last week. Yep. And you didn't make the Fly Moto 60 show. Correct. So Feels like we haven't seen each other in a long time. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I've been missing it. I'm sure. Um, hey, how do I hit record on this thing? What, which button is record? It's just like a camera, the top button. Assuming it's turned on, it's hit the top button to record. I didn't hear it. GoPro beep, is not working out again. It was on. I keep forgetting. I don't know what's going on. Um, all right, so yeah, we got a jam-packed show. Um, paying your appearance here. Brought to us uh, by Brat Bar. Brat your, Bar. Your friends at Brat Bar help get you here, and uh, we appreciate that. And BratBar.com, new paleo bar. Very yeah. exciting times. You've been pumping this for a while. 
I have. I, uh, you know, I just actually got, he's got the first run of them done. Yeah. Sample run or whatever. And he sent me some this week. I tried them and, uh, it's been a long time in the making waiting for these things. Yeah. And, uh, there's a big demand for them. I mean, uh, if you don't, if you're not into nutrition or whatever, you have no idea what it is, but, uh, people who do are, um, CrossFit nerds or just That's very me. health conscious. They, me. they really put, I know it's you. CrossFit nerd. I know. Yep. I know it is. So uh, that's why I know you're excited about this paleo. Oh, very out. much. Uh, you know, Andrew Short is probably excited about it. He is. He actually uh, is very excited. Yep. He, um, uh, Dr. Lauren Cordain, who's endorsed the bars, one of the founders yep. of paleo and that whole movement. So uh, he's he's behind it, supported it, helped do the research to get the right ingredients in. Um, it's going to be good. You can get Brad Bar through A10 Solutions. You can. One of our uh, sponsors. Um, they will ship to you uh, free over a certain amount of dollars, I believe. Um or brotbar.com, and you can look it out. And we thank those folks for providing us with David Pingree. And and the Paleo Bar will be uh, available shortly in different places. But yeah, uh, we're still fantastic. On the, the the first production run for sale. So that is fantastic news, isn't it? Um, well, Ping, how much how much have you uh, been paying attention to uh, the Nationals? How's that going? What, what, oh, yeah, you... I follow everything. All okay, are you? Everything. Are you surprised? Okay, this weekend. So Ryan Dungey won this weekend. He did. Tits, congratulations. Oh, just kidding. Thank you. Yeah. Um, are you surprised at Dungey and Villapoto how much better they are? I am. I am. I. I. I like I mentioned to you earlier, I really expected to see Canard uh, up there. I expected Barsha to be up there. Uh, of course, you know, I thought like Millsaps was racing, so I thought he'd be up there. <laughs> um, they were. They're so I, much better. They're. They're. they're just in a, a whole lot other better, level. yeah. And if you're Canard, Barsha, Michael Lessi, uh, Jake Weimer, um, you're going. What, what I mean, they're James Stewart. They can't touch them. They're literally know. like MC Hammer. They can't touch that. Yeah. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I wish I had the the solution because I'd sell it to all those other guys. Right, right. Make some cash and move to an island. But no, um, I'm surprised that it's that that it's that that big. Um, we, David Villeman finished third in the co-host voting was in the last show and DV in his entertaining way did not believe the field was deep, uh, right now. He, he said the same guys are winning and the field is not deep and it's never been deep and you it's know, never been deep. It, uh, it wasn't deep. What, you know, it was deeper when he raced. I don't know. It was quite humorous, but uh, what's your take on that? Um, I mean, I think. Nothing says, like, okay, the Ryans are on another level. They can go from, you know, 10th to 1st. But, you know, Justin Barsha gets 3rd in a moto, then doesn't get a start, and gets 7th. Yeah. That tells me the field is deep. The field is deep. I think it's uh, <clears throat> it's good competition, but mm-hmm. you, in, anybody, I think it's probably pretty normal for people to say, ah, the field was deeper when I was racing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, you'll, get, you'll get a lot of that. I mean, I, I don't think, like, McGrath could say that probably too much. Right. He had a couple weeks years where like yeah larry ward was getting second on a sizzler no lean yamaha <laughs> yeah yeah but um you know you go back to like those races in the gosh what was it ladies what was that race in atlanta where like wardy and 90, 90. yeah i mean th- those races to me that's yeah. still the deepest field ever it was it was because like right now where you've got yeah. dungy and villapoto just gone whole nother level yeah it just wasn't like that that year those couple of years i mean RJ and Wardy were maybe a little more consistent, but right. there was other guys who were 
just as fast, capable of winning. I mean, he just doesn't think he up. just doesn't think this year is any deep deeper than it's been. Um, and I disagree, but it's good to know that you're on the side of me. Great radio. Well, I, I think that. Uh, <laughs> There he is. I could picture him with a big old dip in his mouth. Uh, feet up, beer, yeah. dip. Uh, Fancy sweater, ski sweater. <laughs> no. You know what? He has not brought that sweater back since that time. And I it's, miss it. It's, it's summertime, though. And I miss it. Yeah. Talking about Le Black. Le Black. Yeah. He wants to name it Le Blue for his love of Yamaha. I, I think that um, I just had a brain fart. Anyway, I, I think this season – this class, there is some depth, but it's yeah. from it's from third to twelfth. Um, That's where the there's a good group mm-hmm. of guys all mixing it up, all similar speed. Yep. So if we can just get rid of, we can just get rid of the make them go away. <laughs> right. We'd have some great races. Well, maybe we do. Uh, you know, Nancy Kerrigan's uh, shotgun to the knees. Yeah. Blow their kneecaps off. Why me? Off. Why now? Uh, I gotta hand it to you, Ping. I might even owe you an apology. Oh, all right. You said in a pre-race podcast before. Right, probably right after you said David Millsaps is one to watch. <laughs> you, you said I was a little off on that one. <laughs> you were I, all right. You said Marvin Muskin is a real going to be a real surprise. Yeah, and you know he's won two nationals. He's won the most most nationals of the year so far out of everybody. He is uh, he went two two at, at Muddy Creek. He went two uh, one at, at High Point for a great ride. You saw it. You called it. I mean, I knew he'd be good. But if you had told me after five races he's going to have two wins, and I'd be like, no, you're crazy. Yeah, see, I told you, sucker. Okay. And he's consistent. His worst moto is actually this weekend at Bud's Creek. Yeah. Yeah, he admitted on the podium, second moto, he got tired. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which, I mean, there's no breaks for there's live TV. Yeah. It's four motos in a row, about an hour break for the guys. Was it hot back there this weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Bud's Creek, bro. Well, I know. It's, it's yeah. always hot back there. Right. But that, that was, uh, I'll tell you what. You could probably go back and look through these results from Butts Creek and just from that alone find out who was in shape and who's not. Yeah, yeah. Because guys that I know maybe aren't in such great shape, uh-huh. you can look and be like, oh, yeah, hell no, you're not. Look yeah. at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's uh, – well, I mean, one of your guys, Cole Seeley, who admitted, said, I, I got worked. I, I got tired. Lost six spots in the last six laps. Yeah, he's fast enough to be top five and yeah, went from fourth to, what, 13th? What did we say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – um. Oh, tits. No, not that number. Hold on. He switched up his training program. I'm not sure it was the right way to go. Keep talking. I got to. I gotta. Just keep talking to myself. <laughs> yeah, just, just I got to get tits this number. Jason, oh, you do? Jason sent it to me. Okay, all right. Never mind. Um, all right. So um, enough about Muscan. A guy you worked with, Adam Cien Cirillo, uh-huh. made his debut at Buds. What'd you think? What'd you think? Um, I will say this. He's shockingly not a big guy still. Like, See, the, I, I haven't seen him since. Uh, I think whatever. I saw him at Anaheim or something. That was the last time I've seen what, him. Whatever muscle I, he put on before, you know, he got sick. I think it's gone. Yeah, I think he, what he said, he lost like 14 or 15 pounds. Dude, there's not much to the dude. I know. And this, this is what I'm I told him. I'm four of him. I'm four <laughs> of him. At least. You could eat him for dinner and be like, meh, I got room for dessert. I mean, I what do you got? I could probably pack down a bazooki. <laughs> you could pie. Uh, I told him back, you know, when they were kind of kicking it around back, way back, you know, Monster Energy Cup time. And I said, dude, your only issue is you've got to physically grow. Yeah. You, you're not, you're going to get bumped around. You're going to go down and break. You've got to put some muscle on. And I, I don't know what he's 
been doing down there. You know, like I, I he and I haven't kept in a whole lot of touch because I've been busy and yeah, he's doing his thing. But I just said, dude, eat, eat everything, eat as much as you can oh, eat. I thought you told me to do that. I no, oh. no, we've got damn it bad communication. Is this what's gone wrong? <laughs> damn it. Uh, anyway, I, I I think you're right. He's just he's got to put some muscle on, but you know it'll come. I, I think as long as he um, can just stay positive, not let these kind of rough motos. I say rough motos. I mean he he did all right. I think he learned probably learned a ton this weekend. Like I told you, he started one race from the front. And he started one moto from the rear. So he's kind of seen now what it's like in both situations. I bet he goes into this weekend yeah, a lot more he comfortable. Almost pulled the whole shot in Moto One. And then I saw photos look like he did. Who snuck yeah, around? Someone got him by a little bit. Um, Will Hahn? Will Hahn? Yeah. Um, went, went backwards, like fourth for a while. But there, you could see like a bunch of guys behind him. Whenever they got by him, they gapped him. And then he's holding everybody up a little bit. And they, you know, slowly. Yeah. And he told me like once he got to eighth or ninth, he felt like, hey, I can handle this. This is doable. I can do 30 minutes at this speed. Uh, and then he fell. Mm-hmm. And with 14th. Isn't it funny though? Like uh, AC, his debut. Cooper Webb has his worst race and finishes right behind him. If yeah. You're Cooper Webb. You're just like no. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure Cooper's dad was in his rig afterwards, punching the wall, um, just because. I just sent it to you, tits. That's the. I've got the number. Well, check and I'm your trying, phone. I'm trying to call through. Great radio. Well, you're, bro. A, you're asking me for a number. I got it to I you. I know. I have the number. Fellas, are we doing a show him. here, or what the hell yeah, is going on? I'm calling on? him, and it's ringing, and then going to voicemail, and then I'm texting him, and he's like, it didn't ring. So I don't know what's going on. Both of you gave me the exact same info. This is great. Crap! All right, never mind. Um, hey, how do you – so how was this debut, Adam Cincerville? Like, terrible, fine, I think it was modest, average. but I think it okay. was fine. Yeah. I think there's nothing to be panicked yeah. about. I, I think it's a shame that people are talking crap. And there's even some guys at AMA, you know, like industry people that I know making jokes. I'm like, yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Dude, he, he's so awesome to talk to. Too. I, don't, I don't know like, what they expected. You yeah. know, I, had a, bet, I had a bet that he'd be top 10. I figured 7 to 10. And maybe without the crash and without a really terrible start in the second moto, he'd be there. Clearly capable of that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it'll happen. He'll get a top cost 10. Me, in the cost next, me $20. He'll have a top 10 finish in the next two motos. There's no question, I yeah. think. Okay. Um, I know that at the Monster Cup back then, he was really, really nervous for yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. And then put an injury between then and now. Everybody's no yeah. racing. Yeah. He hasn't raced, well, maybe some local stuff in Florida, but no. I mean, like, no big racing. Yeah, he raced a little bit in Florida. He yeah, did like, a couple right, of right, local. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Medaglia, a Canadian guy, beat him. Okay, well, anyway. Bink. Um, I mean, he had to be the same way, just right. a ball of nerves. Yeah. So it's, and it's a whole new thing to try to learn. I, I'm not concerned at all. He's going he's gonna to do great. Okay. All right. Give him some time. Um, Blake Baggett won this weekend. He, we finally saw Blake Baggett that we saw last weekend. Chupacabra was back. He went 1-2. Uh, Eli Tomac in that second moto. Ridiculous. At one point in the second moto, he was four and a half seconds faster. Than anybody else in one lap, mm. four and a half seconds ping. I thought he was. I thought he was cheating. He went around Durham and Baggett. Did he pull a Deegan in that back section and just cut the <laughs> no, horseshoe off? I, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. But the best part was of that. Yeah, the Deegan denying it and then they're showing the film and he, and he told Duke to f off. Like after he got oh, shown. What are you gonna say? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Ah, <laughs> suck it, dude. Whatever. Um, Wilbur came back strong. Yeah. That was surprising. I, it's tough to come back from an injury 
and you have your fitness there. I don't care how much you're cycling or working out or whatever. Yeah. To just jump back into racing and be competitive I, is tough. I was he pretty. Did it. I was pretty. Uh, pretty surprised by that. I. I figured Wilbur had five to ten speed in him. He was better than that. He yeah. was stronger than that. Yeah. Good for him. He uh, had that little dirty Sanchez mustache goatee thing going. Maybe that helped. <laughs> I don't know what you looked at. Yeah. I saw a picture. Uh, I don't uh, know. It looked uh, like he uh, stuck his face in a bowl of pudding. Hey, welcome to the show, Jason Thomas. Thank you. Jason, Tom- Jason Thomas uh, brought to you by WPS, uh, the uh, owners of Fly Racing. Fly Racing USA brings you Jason Thomas here. And uh, the gear of choice for many of the top riders out there. And JT, when is 2014 Fly Stuff coming out? When? Uh, when? We're releasing it to the to the world uh, the week of Red Bud. I can't wait that so, long. Okay. Well, I don't know. So you can, if you fly to Boise, I'll show it to you. How about that? Okay. Um, Why would he go to Boise when he's got Vegas? 100 degrees. He doesn't even live in, he doesn't even live in Vegas. That's true. Hmm. That's odd. My address does say Vegas, but I guess not. I guess I'll start telling people I don't live in Vegas. You really don't, though. This uh, is just where you sleep um, sometimes during the week. Uh, JT, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, we had a little bit of snafu. Tits couldn't figure things out, of course, but, you know. Um, Hi, JT, by okay. the way. Hi, Ping. How are you, brother? I'm good. We missed you. Yeah. You're much better than the other co-hosts. Oh, yeah. Uh. JT and DV fighting. Oh yeah, I heard. Oh, I heard you guys. <laughs> Big. They were civil last show. It went okay, but then they got into this argument with the deep field. Someone might have even said your mom's deep. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Like so, it was awkward and weird. They hung it. They, they both were good though, but it was tension. There was tension. Tits. There was tension. That's putting it lightly. Yes. Can we get Can we get Ping's opinion? We did when you were trying to connect. He, okay. he, he thought what, it was. was it? He, he thought it was deep. He thought it was deep. I just don't even know how you could possibly think otherwise. Yeah, all I said was it would be it would be a good field and good racing if you just got rid of the Ryans because those two are next level. So it doesn't yeah, appear they to be deep because one of those two is always going to win. But behind yeah, them, there's I, I, good I just kind of think if you look down the field, like where are the weak spots? You know, like there's not there's not many. That's no, all no, I thought. No. I really I've looked at years before, and I'm kind of like, eh. yeah, that guy's not that great. That guy's not that great, There's and no- myself included. You know, like I look, I look at it objectively, and right now I look at it, and I'm like, these guys are pretty damn good. Yeah. There's no so, number uh, 66 out there. You know, it doesn't drop off after 10th and go to some three-digit jackass no one's ever heard of. Which right. In the which past, certain years, to. yeah, it, it has been that way. Three-digit jackass. Well, you know what I'm saying. Um, no, I know. I hear you. Um, hey, R- Race Tech Suspension does sponsor our email segment, and w- we will get to that in a second. But I wanted to get this. We don't have JT on for that long uh, to start with. So I wanted to read this email w- I got. Um, Tits, you might want to pay attention to. I was listening to your High Point wrap-up show with JT and Weege where you were joking about the ruining our sport comments from RacerX emails. The usual stuff and still funny. But then I thought about it a bit more, and I said, wait a minute. We have two washed-up ex-motocross racers who never got to the level they really wanted to, and then there is Weege, who works at Racer X for minimum wage. I'm, I'm flattered the guy said I'm washed-up motocross racer. Um, of course you would be pissed and jealous with the stars of the sport who make squillions for just doing what you used to love. Let's face it, the only person there with any real credibility is Tits Legendary. He is the only one with a bike, for God's sake. 
He has reasonable knowledge of all things moto, even though you constantly mock him. You other guys may have more knowledge, but you are bitter and jaded about our sport. Team tits all the way. I can see it now. A new motocar, a new motocar show, the tits show. Who wrote this? Uh, a very wise man. J- JT, can I get a response to that? Uh, I got my response. You got my response via email, and it was uh, I. Did you? I hope I don't ever me? meet this person because uh-huh. I'll be dumber at the end of the conversation. Can I read your response? Um, sure. This guy can't be serious. We devote our whole lives to the sport, and Tits doesn't even watch the fucking races. Oh come on! <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> this is Moto Man. Moto Man sent it in. This through our co- our feedback. Anyways, I thought that was pretty funny. Called called us washed up motocross racers, JT. Oh uh, well, I mean uh, he's got a point there. Right, he does have a point there. Before we before we get, to- I don't think I'm bitter at all about the sport. I love it. Yeah, I don't know. Either. If I didn't love it, I wouldn't go to every single race, even though I didn't race. Still, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Hey, before we get to Buddy Antones, um, Adam Cincerillo's race, JT, we just talked about that a little bit, but I wanted to talk to both of you, Jake uh, Ping. Your first national. What do you remember? Where was it? What happened? Steven, the year was 1993. <laughs> uh, times, times were great back then. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> back in there the, was a, a bunch of friends <laughs> came on TV. Back in aught two before the big war. Uh, no, it was 1993 at Glen Helen when they did the one 40-minute moto format. Yeah. Uh, DeCoster was kind of pushing for it, it was to try to get a, a put a TV package together, something mm-hmm. that could be more marketable to television. So they did one 40-minute moto at Glen Helen in August. July, it was hot. It was just hotter than a crotch at that place. And uh, <clears throat> my bikes were terrible. I had the worst bikes ever. And went out there and uh, was in probably like 12th or 13th for most of the moto. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I thought I was going to die at one point. Pulled in. Because, you know, 40 minutes is a long time in that heat anyway yeah. when you've never done that. Right. Pulled in. I told my dad. I'm like, I, I'm done. Like, I'm dizzy. I don't think I can keep going. <laughs> Get your ass out there. <laughs> he, he gave me the full on, you know. Very safety uh, conscious. Yeah. So uh, I finished 15th. So I got scored for 15-15. Oh, that's right. Yep. yep. And uh, however many points I earned got me the national number 90 for the next year. Uh, good times. JT, your first national. Uh, my first national was a Gatorback, which was the last time they ever raced there. Um, oh, yeah. Rock, yes, said, what's up? <laughs> and, uh, what year yeah, was that, I JT? just remember being incredibly 97. nervous. 97. 97. Yeah. Yeah, 97. Yeah. Being incredibly nervous. Uh, my qualifier, I did really good. I think I whole shotted maybe out of the top five and then finished third or fourth. And then my first moto, I almost hole shot it. I can, like, if I watch the race on TV, I can actually show you where I am. I almost hole shot. Yeah. And uh, I, the biggest thing I remember, which was not too much different than what kind of happened to uh, Michael Adams and Cirillo this weekend, was I just got shuffled back, like, incredibly fast. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't believe how fast those guys were going at the beginning of the race. That yeah. was what was... And and it was nothing like it is now. The intensity was nothing like it is now. Mm-hmm. And I still was just getting blown by. Um, for a few laps, and I kind of settled in and kind of found my spot, which was, you know, between 20th and 25th or so. Uh, and I really didn't get that tired. I was always in pretty good shape as far as that went. But, uh, yeah, I guess my biggest memory was just like, man, these guys 
from the from the drop of the gate, they are like ready to go to war. You know, like there's no messing around. Do you just remember? Time to go. Do you remember paying? Thinking the same thing? Or just do you think it's just too hot? Uh, it was just too hot. <laughs> you just it's it's just overwhelming. Yeah, you got guys. I don't know. It's just like everyone around you going ape shit. You know, and you just <laughs> whoa. You just kind of get all balled up. You know, until you get kind of right. settled in and comfortable with it. But um, hey. JT, did you jump the elevator in 97 at Gator Rack? Uh, oh, yeah. You had to. For sure. He was on a 250. Was, oh, JT's, you were on a 250. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I was on a 250. Yeah. The 125s weren't really doing it, and and Ricky did it. So yeah. I had to jump it. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to follow you. From the grass, like, you know, way back yeah, by the yeah. fence, hit yeah. this thing. It was like LaRocco's Leap, dude. It was scary. It was big, yeah. yeah. I, but then when I went back there in, like, 99 with Ryan Morris, Stewart was doing it on 105. Oh, so they but I think it. they changed it and stuff. They, they, they There's no it. way you right, did it on a right. 105 um, in 97. I, I did it early. I did it uh, in, at a Gold Cup race in, like, September of 95. And this was, I mean, it was big back then. Like, it, it would just, they just started doing it in 94 at the National, and then, you know, I was probably one of the top first, like, 10 or 20 guys to ever do it. Like, it was big, man. Everything you had on a 252-stroke, like, literally everything you had. The, uh... And who finished right in front of you, JT, in the in the first moto? Second moto was uh, Ty Birdwell. Ah, yes, that's right. On a Mathis tuned yeah. KX250. 20th... Well, um, yeah, I wouldn't say it was tuned, but you definitely twentieth spot kept it from breaking. And a young Jason Thomas, twenty first. The f- not the first time that Mathis would get it. You know, be one up on you in the rivalry. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. All right. So okay. Um. Hey, uh, we got some news this week. Jake Canada on the Motor Concepts team, he quit or got fired. You talked to Jake, uh, he quit. You talked to Motor Concepts, he got fired for refusing to do a drug test. We were going to have Jake on the night. He wanted to come on the show, and I try. I confirmed with him today to come on, and he said he'd rather not. And he actually said he's thinking about just quitting Moto. He's just quitting Moto. Wow. and. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I tend – I like Jake. Uh, he's a good guy. Wears X-Brand goggles, by the way. Um, I, I tend to find it hard to believe that he would just quit the team. You know, like Moto Concept story makes a lot of sense. JT, what, what do, you, do you know anything more or do you know? Um, yeah, you hear rumors. Yeah. But who knows? I, I'm not going to – I don't really want to comment on it because I wasn't there. I'm just completely um, – it's it's just weird. Hearing rumor. It's right. hearsay. You know what I mean? Like right. that, that's not really fair. Well, no, no, no. I mean, Motor Concepts did put a press release out saying that they, you know, yeah, Jake, but they didn't really they didn't really expound on it. Well, know? no. I talked to Mike Chernova. So. He he asked me to say this on the air. He said, "Let people know this is what we, you know, I mean, of course he could not be telling the truth, but that is what he told me. They asked him to take a drug test. He refused. Okay. Well, so. I've heard rumors of similar situations going on. Yeah, that would corroborate that story yeah yeah it's, it's unfortunate so. because the guy's talented he he had a great you know some great rides in supercross he's definitely talented i feel like he's probably never been on great equipment uh you know his, his equipment's been probably okay at yeah. best yeah and um i know he works hard i, I yeah i mean it's, just, it's sad to me you know to see a guy like that with that much talent potential just I hope he doesn't quit. I hope he figures it out. But as it is, it's a loss for the Moto Concepts team for sure. You know, smart top racing. It's really, so, it's really harsh in my mellow that he's quitting, man. Yeah. 
Whatever that means, bro. <laughs> Uh, hey, we got emails, we got voicemails, the btosports.com, tweet it, tit segment, X-Brand, goggle tear-offs, NFAB, bang and bars segment, we got all that coming up. We're going to come up with, uh, hey. our first guest would be Buddy Antonis, coming up right away here. Before yeah. we go to the guest, I wanted to add something to the the topic of what we're talking about, like our first national. I don't know if you guys talked about this, but I know the feeling for me, and I was just kind of uh, empathetic for Adam this weekend, is has he ever been in a situation where he was just getting passed, or even in a big battle like that before? Yeah, no, I, I, I really doubt it. Right, yeah. I don't really think so, because I know it was kind of like that for me. Once I got to the intermediate level and then even the A level, like I was mm-hmm. I was better than most of the people I raced with, so there wasn't much racing going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of like, get to the front, and they kind of try to win the race or whatever, but there was never a battle where there was just like 10 or 15 guys in every direction just, you know, like running into the back of me and, you know, and every, every, all the ways on jumps and all kinds of stuff. I, I don't think he's ever been in that situation other than maybe Monster Cup a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. that experience had to be completely different for him and, and a huge education, I would think. Yeah, I think for most amateur guys coming up, they'll, they'll tell you this same thing, is that there's two or three or four fast guys. Yeah. And, you know, so maybe they're racing with those guys. And when they go to a race, it's, okay, I'm just worried about this dude and this dude and this guy. You show up at a national and, you know, yeah, at least everybody's top 15 guy. <laughs> or 20 of those guys are legit, you know, yeah. and you slow down, check up for a second, and they're going to pass you. So that is a whole other world. Absolutely. Um, JT, we're going to get you back on a little bit. Enjoy. Uh, I think you're where, – where are you? Delaware? What? Uh, I'm in Delaware, yeah. Yeah, enjoy Delaware. <laughs> it, is oh, the, yeah. it is the lover's state. Is it? I think that's what they call them, yeah. How the do you what? know that? What, isn't that on their license plate? The lover's state? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. I think Virginia's for lovers. Ah, uh, maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm from Canada. Maybe Delaware's for yeah. gay lovers. Yeah. Um, uh, take I'm it easy. Checking after out of my hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, JT, and we'll we'll touch base with you yeah. again. Later. All right. Uh, that's Jason Thomas, everybody. FlyRacingUSA.com. Um, FlyRacing.com. Check him out. Uh, that's his appearance. Brought to you by Fly Racing. Uh, the next guest, uh, former amateur Suzuki Mini sensation, former Arena Cross champion, ten times or twelve times or God knows how much. Uh, he used to own a boat that was called Suck My Pump. and uh, Jet he, boat. Jet boat. And he was in the studio for the Great Western Bank 100th show reunion. The great Buddy Antonez. Budman, what's up? <laughs> I feel like there should be some big round of applause or something. Get after it, boys. <laughs> uh, David Pingree's in studio thanks. here. So. Thanks, 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 Tank, for the standing ovation. <laughs> oh, dude, I am. I'm cheering for you over here, bud. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I, just, I just threw up some horns, dude. <laughs> Um, yeah, after that big pump up, like something like that should have happened. <laughs> yeah, really. Thanks right? for the thanks for the plug. Thanks for the plug. Uh, I appreciate my, it. I, honestly, I think my buddy, my favorite buddy Antonis story is suck my pump on the back of a boat. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. That, that that boat was legendary. Just uh, it was so awesome. It was, it was awesome. Just the name alone, I guess. Just just um, just. Uh, Good times. But, but man, uh, we were just talking about Adam Cincerello. Obviously, he made his debut this weekend. And I asked Pingree and Jason Thomas, um, tell me about their first national and what happened. Uh, so same question to you. What What about your first <laughs> national? How'd you do? What do you remember? He remembers oh, he had a huge God. mullet. <laughs> tell you that. Uh, yeah. my, my hair was, my mullet was too long at the first national. <laughs> and uh, it got caught in a chain. <laughs> I don't think I had full mullet my first national. It was it was in training. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't quite there. So yeah. it was still working on the, 
you know, combing it down, trying to get it outside the helmet at that time. Right, right. But I, re- <laughs> I remember just uh, knowing I was going to go, you know, three plus two and pounding out the motos at a gnarly sand track. I think Fourth Street thing. Uh, I'm sure, you probably had some motos there in the past. Oh yeah. And uh, in Ontario, and I was hammering, freaking thought I was ready to go. My first national was up at Washougal. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, they used to have the 125, and it was the 500 series was going, and they would put the 125s and the 500s together. They and, did. Uh, I don't remember that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and you get you got like an hour and a half practice or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah, like on Friday, one, on Friday, long practice. Right, right, on Fridays. Yeah. So, and, yeah. No, this is on race day. Oh, okay. On race day. Oh shit. Yeah. So I'm I'm pumped up, you know, feeling it. I get going for practice. All of a sudden, going up horsepower here, they call it now, or where they can horsepower up that thing. Yeah, yeah. Here comes Ward and Johnson just on their 500 flying by me. <laughs> I just, like, clamped onto the bike. I don't think I they had to pry my fingers off the handlebars the rest of the weekend. I was just, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I'm really on the same track with these guys. You know what I mean? Two hip and one. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah, I just, I just could not believe it. I mean, you know, looked up to those guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I ended up having a, a good qualifying uh, race because you had to run qualifiers back then to get into the, the, to the, the 30 the motos. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like I said, I just clamped on. I think I ended up battling with Jeff Glass, getting pissed off at him, flipping him off. I was yelling with him. I was a little uh, fired-up 16-year-old. But, uh <laughs> You know, it just was a, a right. big awakening to me back then, just like as far as just that, oh, that wow factor of um, just riding with, you know, legends that I just looked up to. Yeah. You know? Was that, so, was that uh, 1990, bud? That was 89, Ping. All right. Was that Fro? Yeah, did, Fro I, did Fro make his debut at the same race or no? Uh, Fro actually made his debut the year before, I believe. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cause he, he, I believe, yeah. He whole shot in Ledford a little bit, I think. In his debut. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have that privilege. I was just like starstruck, and I just was like all up in my head the whole rest of the weekend. I mean, it was like I didn't even ride. Like it was like I, you know, I just was in awe and just couldn't believe I finally made that moment. Um, I, I, but it took me about it took me about two nationals before I, you know, got everything going. I think I caught five at, at Buds a few weeks later or something like that. I remember uh, uh, racing. Like I remember, first time I uh, tried to qualify for a national Millville. I go out in the sand whoops at Millville, and I'm hauling ass on a 500 on the sand whoops, and bail. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know, 30 miles an hour faster. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my god. I'm like, Aah! I'm just like, okay, see you later. You're just so Matt, blown away. I got, I got a similar story. I show up at Millville my first time and look at those sand whoops, and I go through the first set on the way down. I'm like, oh, these aren't too bad. I turn left, go back to the other thing, and just. Back it at the end of it over the bars. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, welcome, welcome to Millville. Yeah, really, right? Um, yeah. But, but man, you are uh, you are helping out um, J- Justin Brayton a little bit back east. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm back in uh, back in North Carolina. I just got here today, and uh, you know my my uh, coaching uh, business has you know really um, hit its stride, and, and and I'm doing some good work and. And uh, you know I'm a, I'm really happy to be back here and and uh, you know Justin, someone though also that I've I've helped with since mm-hmm. his last my last year racing and his beginning in arena cross and all that so um, it was cool you know I worked with him a little bit last year also and then uh, you know he got the call to want to try to work on some things and see yeah. if he can improve on some things so 
today went really well, you know, so um, looking forward to, to see maybe what, what it, you know, it holds for him. Uh, Justin's best race by far, Bud's Creek, 7-7 for sixth overall. He almost got as many points at Bud's as he's, as he's gotten the other races. So <laughs> just keep that going, whatever he did at Bud's, because he's definitely, that's where he should be, you know, every week, if not better. Yeah, I, I believe so, and I believe, you know, he can even possibly do better, too. You know, he just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, thing of it is, like anything, you know, he's, um, you know, been been racing for a while, so he, you got to forget, you can't forget to sometimes work on some things and try to maybe uh, get a little bit better at some things and not be complacent and also, you know, uh, try to work on areas that need work, you know, yeah. and hopefully it can, it can help because you know he's got the experience. So then, you know, you add some, some things like some intensity and maybe some, some brush up on some technique and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you got a whole, you know, revived rider. Yeah. Well, you know he's putting the work in. You know he's in shape. Like, none of that's an issue. Mm-hmm. You know he's got speed. Just something's not right. And, yeah, I'm sure hopefully you'll figure it out, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. sometimes with the, with the pro guys, uh, Ping, as you know, and work with them, you know, you you find one thing and it clicks, and then all of a sudden five other things start coming in line, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's going to be cool. So I think, you know, we're going to try to do uh, once a month through the summer here and and uh, one other cool thing is I got to check out the, the facility at JGR, and that's just amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm a big NASCAR fan, so uh, I think I got uh, Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin's lug nuts today. I was pretty pumped <laughs> up on that. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. I could make a lot of jokes yeah. right now, but um, I, I, just got, I just got back from there. After Muddy Creek, I stayed back, and I'm not a NASCAR yeah. fan. I, I follow it. I, I watched Sonoma a little bit. Yesterday, um, or Sears Point or wherever they were, um, I watched a little bit of it. I'm into it a little bit. I wasn't that big of a mm-hmm. fan, but I was blown away how not stock stock car racing is. Like all the things they do, I'm like, holy shit! Like this is hey, all they do to yeah. go racing. You know what I mean? It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the first number one rule to becoming a NASCAR fan is you got to get yourself a driver. Oh. Once you get a driver, then you kind of get into it. And then, you know, then you learn how they're adjusting on things and, like, what you've seen there. And it, it just becomes a kind of a mini obsession, you know? Yeah, yeah. I do like Tony Stewart. I like the way, like, he handles, like, he's funny and he's quotable. There you go. He's a little, he's a little you chubbier. Go. He's a little chubbier oh, of a driver. there's the attraction. You know? yeah. um, I, I heard he likes the Schlitz. <laughs> Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Budman, I really wanted to get you on the Yo. night to, uh, to talk about you and Nathan Ramsey have something kind of cool and exciting going on and something that I think is uh, going to help out uh, kids. Can you talk about it a little bit? Yeah, I, I would love to. Uh, me and Nathan Ramsey and uh, another friend of mine, Austin Preda, um, we're in the works. We're trying, throwing it together kind of last minute. We're going to try to um, put on a race uh, the 21st of July at Milestone. And we are going to, you know, a lot of kids are shipping off to uh, Loretta, Loretta Lynn's the weekend after that. And, um, you know, we are going to try to uh, I want to hold an event which has, you know, 20-plus one-lap motos um, and try to prepare the kids and that final thing, see if they're ready to go, and you know, hopefully they should be by then. If not, then it's going to be a long drive perhaps. But anyhow, just try to, to, to start to prepare some of the young kids because, you know, some of my coaching business has to do with working with amateurs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, and I know Ping and you too, Matt, there's a big gap between the amateur ranks and and the pro ranks, you know, and uh, some of the kids, you know, they get once a year where they run, you know, twenty two minute moto. 
So ultimately, I want to have this one uh, this year, which is like I said, we're just diving in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, next next year, ultimately, have maybe four events, you know, starting in May, you know, and 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 uh, also maybe looking at something, doing something on the the A level things for the A level riders to tell if there's a gap. I don't know, you know, I just <clears throat> with everything, you know, all all I know is motorcycle racing. So anyway, I see an opportunity to try to help. You know, and, and like I said, bridge the gap. I want to do it. Nathan's uh, very, you know, uh, excited about doing it also. also. And, and one thing also, Ping, you know as well as I do, is, is track prep. You know, how deep national tracks are prepped. And, right. and that's, a whole, that's a whole level in itself. It's getting used to, um, you know, how practice is and how, and the, how the race uh, shapes up with how deep ruts get and stuff like that. So, um, like I said, it, it's, it's July 21st out at Milestone, and uh, we should be having all our flyers out to get signed up, hopefully within the next day, uh, uh, perhaps. So, What are you guys calling um, it, bud? Well, we're, we're calling ourselves Road to Pro, and uh, we don't really have a title like as of yet for our event, but we're, we've got some things in the works and we'll work on it. So, you know, um, if we get that, we'll make an announce on that. So uh, we're going to be Road to Pro, and uh, hopefully that's what we're trying to do, you know. Uh, get these kids on the road and, you know, path to be professionals if that's what they aspire to do. Well, that's why Loretta Lynn's is so revered with uh, scouts, amateur scouts and pro race teams, because it's the only amateur race that has legit track prep. It gets rough. It's 20 minutes. It's not four laps. It's hot and humid, as we all know Loretta Lynn's is. So it's a great idea what you guys are doing. You're really trying to prepare these kids exactly what you're going to get. And let's face it, Loretta Lens is so big for these for career. I mean, it's a good idea. It's huge, yeah. And then, like I said, if we are able to throw some more events next year, you know, some of these guys might, you know, scout as you will, might be able to go and look at one of our event, events and also see how they are three weeks before or, you know, have another look at them, you know, in that light, you know. So, you know, and uh, so hopefully as much as the concept sounds great in my head and, that, and everybody we talk to, you know, likes the idea. We still got to get kids to show up and mm-hmm. race our event. So, you know, but, you know, me and Nathan and, and Austin, we want to do this on the highest level that we can and do it right. And uh, so we're really going to strive to do that. And so uh, I know this first one, we're, we're jumping in, you know what I mean? But with anything, yeah. sometimes you just got to go both feet in and then, you know, kind of uh, tweak on everything from there. Yeah, who knows? Maybe, like, eventually you could take this thing across the country to different tracks and, and you know, call it you know, call it the the, the road to pro pre Loretta thing, and and do it all across at the different uh, tracks that have the area and regionals, and and you know, could really be something. Pretty soon, knock Davy comes out of the whole thing and just take over amateur racing altogether. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a big aspiration. But you know, the thing that is, uh, you know, like I said, with the A guys, you know, maybe having an event with the A guys where they're doing thirty plus twos, you know, right, right. Um, and having a couple events for them. You know, also one thing that's big in our world is the time qualifying. So, you know, our, our event this year is only one day, but eventually it may be having two days where we're running time qualifying one of the days. So the kids are getting used to how that works. That's a whole art form in itself, Ping, mm-hmm. don't you think? It really is. Yeah. I, I never know, had to do it, uh, but it's I mean, a tough deal. I don't know how you, you uh, did you guys have to do that in Arena Cross? We did have a year where we had time qualifying, and uh, they actually put a little bonus money on the end of it. And uh, we lined up one at a time, and we had one, two riders out on the track at a time. And it was a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
What, what, but what? it wasn't. It was like you got a couple laps at it, so you know that you kind of knew what you didn't have anybody in your way and all that. What with everything now, like you got to know when to put it on and how to find tr- you know space on the track, and uh, you know it, it's pretty tricky. It's it's definitely a new skill. You know when you when you and I were racing. You had to race mm-hmm. to qualify. There was no time to qualifying. And I remember going to like Bercy and other races in Europe and sucking mm-hmm. at that because they, you know, all yeah. the French dudes would do one hot lap and come in and look at the board. I'm like, what are these dick bags doing? You know, I'm just out there circulating, dick doing bags. laps. Dick bags. And they beat me every time. I'm like, I would be terrible. I'd be like, you know, yeah. I'd qualify terrible. And as uh, far as how they knew to, how to come across the line on their in lap, you know, how to hit that timing right. line. Start, you know, yeah, with yeah. speed, you know what I mean? Like, they had all those little tricks. I know exactly what you're talking about, Pink. But just, so I never, just I like, never practiced that, going, you know, no. as fast as I can go for one lap. I, I just never practiced that. That wasn't ever, like, a technique I needed, so, It yeah. was not. It was not at all. You gotta and have it, that now. it's needed now, you yeah. know, and, and you hear a lot of people, you see one kid that qualifies top five or six, like, at a time qualifying now, and you're like, people are looking at him like, would you see that kid? You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's, it's a whole part of your day. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, you know, it'd be cool to have those kids start to learn that, you know, and, and have them be able to, oh, I've done this before. I know how to handle this, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, I, buddy man, uh, bud man, I'm going to get you to uh, tell, give us your best David Pingree story here. I didn't want to spring it on you, but I'll give you some time to think. <laughs> uh, one that you can make the air, of course. And, and Ping, so what's your best bud man story that can be told on the air? Uh, I mean, I, both of you probably have a lot of cool yeah. stories that maybe we can't share. Uh, but um, what do you remember about Budman? What do you anything come to mind? Uh, well, the got, two uh, the two got, most appropriate stories I can tell. One, of course, is immortalized in uh, is it is it uh, Moto Triple X? Where'd you stiff arm? Crusty oh, yeah. Demon. Crusty Demon. That's where I was going. Oh yeah. We're we're doing ripping the, around doing out the, in Evans' yeah. backyard and right. the Z50 race. Oh yeah, no helmets. I did the Heisman just, on pink. He cuts the track, <laughs> staring right at me. Stiff arms me and blows me into the bushes. <laughs> and it's of course caught on film and you know highlight right. reel. Right, right. They did, what they didn't show on film was Pingree chased me around for probably 20 minutes trying to get me back. <laughs> <laughs> and Budman just fit that Z50 so well. Yeah, well, oh, I, dude, I, I, oh, it was on, especially when they didn't have clutches. Like I was, I was like the man. As soon as they had clutches and all that power, I was, I didn't know good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it got way too serious, and you know, right. having a couple of soda pops, kind of, you know, that was in my in my realm too. It's <laughs> <laughs> also something that I did. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Budman, so that's your that's your pingree one, the, the Z50. That was my Pingree one, but, uh, you know, and Pingree said he had one more. that He's had a couple, right, Ping? So I was just thinking, what, like, what one of the – you gave me my introduction to arena cross because, uh, you know, when you got into that started winning and stuff, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was dudes that were like, ah, oh, it's just arena cross, you know, whatever. I could go over there and win. So right. I went and did one yeah. in Salt Lake in yeah. 90 – was it 97 or 98? 97 maybe? You were 90, on, 90, 98, you I were believe. Primal? You were primal, Ping? No, I was on a Cowie. Yeah. Oh. You're on a Cowie, yep, 98. You're riding for Mitch. Yeah, so anyway, I show up to – it was in Salt Lake. It wasn't part of the series. It was yeah. like a, a standalone race. I don't remember what the heck it was. But. Mm-hmm. So I went out. I won like the first three motos, and I'm I'm rubbing it in. I'm like, you guys, this is baby <laughs> crap. You know, whatever. I, I I'm, got David, this. I'm David Pingree, If this was it. a series, I'd be leading right now with such a big points lead. I was like running my mouth. 
So the last moto, I think I'm in second or something. Or maybe I was late. I don't know. We were up towards the front, and Budman's behind me. Two corners to go. <laughs> he comes into this tight 180, and he just wasn't going to have me yeah. doing no, it. Yeah, it wasn't that's happening. it. Plows into the back of me and blows me off my bike. And just cruises on, and it got either the first or second or whatever we got. Right, I was right. like, all right. I get it. You're like, okay, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember yeah, that, Budman? Um, do you remember that? We... Yeah, we, we kind of, you know, the more you do that series, you getting certain things down to an art form. So whenever we wanted to pull the trigger on a nice, you know, front-end block pass or know how to hit them right in the foot peg behind there to knock them out of line, you you got uh, you got good at it. And, you know, when, you know, racing with the likes of my, Mad Mike Jones back then, that was a whole whole deal, too. Yeah, yeah, you know? hey, But uh, I, do, I do have one Pingry story that, that's kind of a, Kind of a, a good one, oh, um, you know. Me and Ping, we hung out a bit, and we did practice together and all that. And and we were up at Hangtown, and I think this was '96, Ping, and he was riding for Mitch, and and uh, I had a great day up there. I think I was like five five on the day or something like that. And and Ping just had a miserable day, and and he was just a whip puppy getting on the plane, and and I felt so bad for him. I I, I got him. Went and bought him a scoop of ice cream, and I brought him that. You remember I brought him that scoop of ice cream, and there for there for about two seconds, he ate that ice cream with a smile on his face for about five minutes, and it made him forget about Hangtown there for a little bit. But oh. I remember feeling so bad for him, you know. And I totally and forgot about that, that scoop of ice cream. Made him happy. He does like ice cream. Oh man, he does. Yeah, he, he does. Still like, like... And I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I forgot all about that, bud. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, bud, man, what was yep. – and you don't have to say if you don't want to, but what was your best year uh, financially in Arena Cross? Like how much were you taking home in your heyday? Was it a, was it a, was it a lot of money? Are we talking like uh, – You know, it was, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah? Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't, need, yeah, I don't want to mail you down or nothing. But. It, wasn't, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a million dollars, but, uh, you know, it was it – was, uh, it was pretty good. Was it close? You know? Was it close to a million? It was more close to a half. Oh, wow. You know? Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Mathis isn't afraid so, to just you know? run up in your financial business. No. So well, don't. he doesn't have yeah. to answer. I, I just. Yeah. Well, I, I, knew, I know he asked that, but uh, or Ekman, I think a few rounds, he was putting out on TV how much I was making. <laughs> so, oh, really? Well. You know, but the thing of it is, is like, I raced for all of it, though, which was a cool thing, too, you know. And our base salaries, you know, I was kind of setting the setting what was going on in, in salaries in Arena Cross, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, as I was winning. But you know, the purse was so good, and the payout and all that. Like, yeah. I mean, it was just you know, I was making a lot of money through racing too. So that was the cool thing, also. You know, um, four main events uh, yeah, in a weekend. Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four main event wins sometimes, and I had a nice little bonus. Uh, if I swept all four main events, which I did a few times, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so you know, my base salary wasn't you know was wasn't you know yeah. astronomical. So you know, I did a lot of it, a lot of it from from winning. You know, so uh, well, there was always I, but, I, the reason I asked that was because I remember those times where you're winning, and it's like the, I was a mechanic then, Supercross and Motocross, and it was always like Budman's never going to race here again. Like he's fast, but. Do you know how much money he's making in Arena Cross? And you know what I mean? It was always like, there's no way he's coming back. Like, he, yep. you know, and yep. that, that was always the rumor and the word was that you had no desire to, to race Supercross, Motocross again. You were killing it that much in, in Arena Cross. So, 
Yeah, but I did come back and do it. You did, yeah, you did. And you got fourth, I think, right, in, in 90... Budman did the Nationals for love of the game, man. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I did. I absolutely did. I, I took a pay cut, and uh, and I did it. And uh, it was the best year, I think, and most gratifying, because I came, you know, you know, full circle, and, and, and I had a successful year, and I think I was 30 years old, and our 29 just... Just about to turn to twenty nine, yep. and uh, and I think I ended up uh, fourth. Got a couple podiums, one podium Supercross, and one third in an outdoor moto, and was consistently up there, you know. And uh, I had a great season, and uh, it was a bummer that coming after that season, I uh, I wanted to do another one because I was just getting really comfortable in my own skin with everything, mm-hmm. and, and you know, getting you know everything really dialed in. Because I, it took me a lot to prepare to go from arena cross back to Supercross. It took me a long time to. Felt like yeah. I was prepared, right? And uh, the next year, they they didn't win the, the arena cross championship that year, so they wanted me back in arena cross. And uh, I think they wanted Roger like this. Uh, what's his name? That French Lelos. guy, Lelos. Uh, Matthew Lelos. Lelos, yeah. And Roger took me out to dinner. I said he ain't gonna do nothing, you know, because <laughs> I had raced a kid in Switzerland, and I knew he was pretty fast, but yeah. I knew he, you know, wasn't right. wasn't all that. And I think he had a miserable year and. Uh, and, uh, you know, so, but, you know, I remember, um, uh, Ping, I think you went, you switched to Suzuki that next year too, went to the Motor World team, right? In 03? Yeah, for 03, yeah. 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 Yeah, and I remember, uh, you know, we were out at the test track together a bit, uh, cause you're on Suzuki and I was, I was still going pretty good, you know, so I was kind of bummed I didn't, uh, you know, get that next, next season, you know. Right. Um, but, you know, here, there again, you know, everything happens for a reason and, and uh, you know, I like I said, I was happy. I came full circle. I had a great year. I did every, did my job correct. You know, so that's one thing I'm proud of. Is you know, uh, you know, other than one year, I always did my job and and did what I was supposed to do. You know. Yep. July 21st milestone road to the pros. Uh, Buddy Antonez, yep. Nathan Nathan Ramsey. Uh, good luck with everything. Thank you for coming on. And hey, thank you for coming on for the Great Western Bank Show. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. We yeah. we got to do it again sometime. We, Danny was hilarious, and uh, I just got to watch how he mixes my drink when I'm there next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do have to watch that. <laughs> Terrible bartender. Um, we'll eat ice cream next time, Pink. Yes, then I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you, buddy, for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks, uh, guys. See you, bud, man. Thanks, everybody. Uh, July 21st, Milestone, Buddy Antonez and Nathan Ramsey. Should be good. Well, I wanted to ask him. He just said oh. he gave it everything he had except for one year. What was the one year? You know what he's talking about? No, I don't know. Um, Paul Bumek Show presented by BTOsports.com. We're going to take our first commercial break of the night, come back with uh, uh, Moto Concepts' Mike Alessi, and we'll talk about Bud's Creek with Mike. And then Jerry Robbins coming up. Ping, this is going to be exciting for you. You Big two love stroke two-strokes. I really do. Uh, I don't know if you love 85 CR250s. but <laughs> if it goes fast as he's making it go, I love it. Love it. Did you hear it on that uh, thing? I mean, it sounds it. pretty crispy. Yeah, we'll ask the kid all about it. I'm looking forward to having him on. Uh, uh, but you've been listening to the show. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. Black Ops. What? Easy. What? And, and Optrix. We're going to announce our Optrix winners later on. Correct. And we have a Race Tech Suspension East Coast, Race Tech East Coast Suspension uh, giveaway coming up as well. So uh, thanks, everybody, right. for listening. David Pingree's here. I'm very happy. And uh, we'll have Michael Lassie coming back after the break. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. 
because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pole Time X Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pole Time X Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. 
And our championship-winning athletes, Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer, agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? 
with over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 showy. Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Drop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Drop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.dropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-DROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Drop Nutrition now. Drop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. So tell me why 
have some Sammy Hagar and Van Halen. I know, everybody. Calm down. It's a complete shock. I know. Calm down. But, uh, God, I got to love some Van Halen, Pink. You I mean, get all giddy every time you ah, play something. It's good. It's good stuff. Your song's coming up next commercial, right? I know it is. And I got I mean, you've had some horrible choices. Tonight's good, though. Tonight I can handle you it. You actually like it. Yeah, now yeah, I'm worried. Yeah. This is a bad song I picked. <laughs> I was actually, I really like oh, it until right on. now. Hold on. Tits, I had you turned off. Huh? See, I didn't quite feel the same way uh, that you did. Though. What about this Halo? You don't though? like the song I picked? I didn't say I don't like it. I'm saying I don't love it. So you tell me why this be love? We need an Instagram video of that right now. Steve singing into his microphone. Ah, uh, let me tell you. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. How's that fade, too, by the way? Just... <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we're coming up with Mike Alessi. Smart Tops Racing's Michael Lessie. Uh, looking forward to that. David Pingree's in the house. Love when David Pingree uh, is in the house. He is voted. It's not, it's, it's, it's not just an opinion. It's not, you know, uh, a whimsical take. It's proven fact that David Pingree is the best co-host. It's science. Metro. You can't it's, argue with it. It's science. Look into it. That's right. Um, Pingree's won the voting for uh, uh, favorite co-host. So... Fantastic. I mean, I, and, and what about if you're Mike Mad Dog Mason and you only secured 5% or something of the vote? Poor Mad Dog. What happened? Yeah. I don't know. He's good, though. He's funny. His fans don't yeah. go to the website. No. That's yeah. All yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, <clears throat> welcome back to the show. Uh, Jerry Robbins coming up. Uh, Zach Osborne. We just finished with Buddy Antonis. Suck my pump, Buddy Antonis. Um, I was going to ask you during the break to tell me a story that you couldn't tell on the air. I forgot though, but probably involves. <laughs> I'll tell you one. I got, I got. <laughs> <laughs> can imagine. 90s motocross, folks. Oh, jeez. 90s motocross. Catch the fever. I was there for some of 90s motocross. Never as good as the riders, though. I was always, you know, but I saw some things that I have scarred me for life for 90s motocross. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Troy, Ohio. Uh, if I tell you this story, Shugel. though, you got, I got to swear you to secrecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, I'll just tell tits. It's, All not, right. it's not that big a deal. Just... Let's get to our next guest. Uh, he's the number 800. His starts have not been there all year, except this weekend. He pulled two hole shots. Should have got third overall on the day. Uh, crashed in the second moto. Got third in the first moto. Uh, the 800, Michael Lessie. What's going on, man? Thanks for the show. Thanks for coming to the show. Yeah. Mike? Mike? Oh, oh, Mike's not there. Mike's gone. I don't know what tits did. Maybe the wind up there in Victorville blew the phone Crap. out of his hand. Crap! No, he's in Florida. Oh. Mm-hmm. Maybe the bugs took his phone and carried it away. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> uh, and Jason Thomas is going to come back on for the X-Brand Goggle Tariff segment. July 21st milestone, Road to Pros. It's a good thing. I mean, it's cool what him and Nader do. Road to Pros. Road to Pros. We need to make a video. I bet you there's some, some chicks out there with, like, the Road to the Pros. Boats and hoes? Yeah. Boats and hoes and Road to the to the to the to the Thing. All right, we got him back. The 800, Michael Lessie, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Hey, what's up? How you doing, Steve? Good, thank you. David Pingree is uh, in the studio tonight, hanging out. Hey, Mike. Okay. Hey, what's up, David? How you doing? How's the family doing? They're doing great, bud. How are you? Uh, good. Everything's going pretty good. Bummed about this past weekend, but we're just uh, striving to get better and uh, not let that mistake happen again. Bummed you got good starts again. should be pumped. Starts are back. Yeah, the, They're back. Yeah, the starts are good, but like... 
I pride myself on making sure I finish every single moto, get points in every single race, and just mm-hmm. I'm always there. And uh, it was just it was honestly a bummer that I fell that second moto because I was riding really good. And uh, you know, when I fell down. It was like I got to the bike real fast, and I was pumped to, to obviously get back on the bike and try to secure that third. And when I got to the bike, clutch lever was snapped off, and I tried to get on it, but the bike stalled out, and that sucks. But uh, after I got going, after that, I got it restarted, and uh, I noticed I noticed something wasn't right when I was riding. I couldn't breathe. I was like huffing and puffing. I was like something's not right, and my ribs were hurting, and I I couldn't ride anymore. And I pulled off, and I stopped and talked to Genova, and I was like, dude, I can't finish. There's no way I can't mm-hmm. breathe. I'm like sucking air through a straw right now. And he's like, he's like, that's good. Just pull it back in. And he made the right decision. And I'm, I felt bad because. The team is doing everything they can for me and to be there for me and support me and for me to, you know, bow out that second mode. That's just, that's just not like me. You know, it's, I, you know, I mean, I'm either sick or, or dying or yeah. injured. I mean, that's not like me. I'm going to finish a race regardless if I fall down, you know, but, uh, you know, it's just how it goes. It's uh, unfortunate, but we'll look forward to this weekend at South Lake uh, and try to get that podium again. Ping, I don't know if you saw it on TV, but going up, uh, the hill next to Henry Hill, when you jump down Henry Hill, now you go up it on the before you hit Henry Hill. Yeah, Mike drifted out wide, caught the edge of the bank, and I just caught the end of it. But he caught the end of the like, accelerating, hit the bank, came back, and brrr, just like just pretty ugly crash. It was pretty ugly. Yeah. So, so what's the status yeah. on your ribs? Uh, they're good now. It uh, went to the doctor. Uh, as soon as I got off the plane yesterday and I uh, went straight to the doctor, and luckily the doctor was able to see me because he doesn't work on Sunday, but I called him and I was like, please, please, you know, take x-ray, check me out, make sure I'm okay because I got a race in just like a couple days. And he's like, okay, no problem. And he luckily saw me, took pictures. Nothing was broke, but the left side, there was one rib that was popped out of place and mm-hmm. and uh, obviously a lot of discomfort, and that would explain why. You know, I wasn't able to ride. I was, uh, I was injured, and unfortunately, you know, everything's, was not was yeah I couldn't race obviously but now I'm good now and Doc got me all popped back into place saw the chiropractor again this morning went on a light bicycle ride everything seems pretty good I was a little sore a little stiff right. but uh, sh- should be good by Saturday um, you uh, you got both your starts and your starts have been something that weren't that much on point they were pretty inconsistent and Ping you can probably relate to this as a ex as an ex good starter and a guy who did a lot of motocross schools and teaching riders. Mike told me that one of the reasons his starts were better at Bud's Creek because he didn't think about it as much and didn't put as much effort into it. You know what I mean? Let it come naturally and didn't stress about it and didn't worry about footwork and shifting and all that. And voila. Voila. Two starts. Voila. Voila or voila. Two starts. Two whole shots. Mike, is that uh, basically that's it, right? Stop thinking about it and it'll happen and it happened? Pretty much. That's exactly on point. It's just one of those things where – the harder I was trying, the worse I felt like I was doing, mm-hmm. and I just kind of just let it just come back natural. And I knew I knew how to start all along. It's just I felt like I was trying too hard, and it was it was weird because like the first one I got, a, I didn't get a great jump, but I like started as soon as I shifted a third, I just pulled up and I was just in the first turn, and me and Brayton were there together. But luckily I was on the inside and I just took it and then got to the line first, which was really good. And the second moto, I don't know, just I just had a feeling like. I wasn't even worried about the start when I got up to the gate. I just pretty much already knew that I was going to get the whole shot. And sure enough, I just clicked off, 
the start perfect and came on the first turn all by myself and controlled it up the hill. You know what he's talking about, Ping? Like, yeah, just it's, not, so, yeah. it's so weird when starts are so mental, even though it doesn't seem like they would be. If you are quietly just confident that you're going to get a good start, you typically do. I wish JT was on the line so, right now because he disagrees with my theory about that. And I, I, I subscribe to that 100% because Tim Ferry sucked balls off the start. And I don't know how many starts we did with clutches and, and oil and practicing everything, and they looked good and they were on point during the week, and then we go to the race and they'd suck balls again. It's all in your – I really believe starts – a big part of starts is mental. JT doesn't agree with me, but I'm glad Michael Leslie backs me up on that. Yeah, it, they, they're definitely 100% mental. Honestly, it's like if you go to the gate knowing you're going to get the whole shot, you're more than likely going to get it. You know, what you think about is what you bring about. Mm-hmm. And if you believe that you're going to get the start, you're going to get it. Um, you know, Henry Ford made a great quote. He said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're usually right. Yeah. That's deep. Man. Yeah, it's pretty that's, deep, that's, but that's it's, deep. it applies yeah. to dirt bike starts, that's I'll deep. tell you what. Um, hey, Mike, um, uh, you, you cost me 20 bucks at Hangtown. Um, I really thought you were coming out <laughs> swinging and you'd be a top five guy. Hangtown did not yeah. go so well for you. Um, it was uncharacteristically not a Michael Lessie performance. Looking back on it, though. What what was wrong, or what did you think about Hangtown, or like you know what were you did you do something wrong? Did, you know, talk about Hangtown a little bit and why we didn't see why I'm twenty dollars poor. <laughs> well, twenty dollars poor. I'll buy you lunch or dinner, whatever you want to do. But yes. uh, as far as the race, it just I felt like I came into Hangtown and I wasn't I wasn't one hundred percent ready with the bike setup and different stuff like that. Okay. So, as the season's been going, I feel like the bike is really good right now. But I, I think I believe at a Hangtown, I just I wasn't 100 percent ready with the bike setup, and that's why we needed the, the couple weeks off at Supercross to, to get the bike to where I needed it to be. And uh, anybody who knows motocross is all about setup and getting that bike perfect. So I'm happy with how the season's going now. It's, yeah, uh, it's yeah, definitely much. getting more getting more on a straighter road and better path for sure. But uh, um, looking forward to this weekend at Southwick, have another two good starts and be up front. I know it's going to be obviously Sandy. It's going to be rough and uh, should be nice. I'm kind of bummed. Obviously, it's going to be the last Southwick because I re- I really like Southwick. It's a great track. Ralph and Diane do a great job and a great facility there. So yeah. hopefully, go go out go out on the podium and the last Southwick. Ping, uh, last Southwick. Do you maybe want to come back this weekend? Like, is that something that maybe? No, not even at all. <laughs> Nothing. Does nope. it make you want to suit up one last time? Nope, John Dowd can have it, <laughs> and uh, uh, these guys can. 702-586-7857. You got a question for uh, the number 800, Michael Essie. We got uh, Kurt on the line for uh, Mike. He's been holding for a while. Kurt, what's up? Thank you for holding, and what's your question for uh, Michael Essie? Hey, well, first I, I want to just say I'm at Tucker Rocky Warehouse making a pickup. and a, a trailer full of tires, but uh, hey, uh, Mike... Uh, used to come out to uh, Larry every now and then to our cycle park, and you and your brother and your dad, and I think that was before the Believe the Hype t-shirts. Um, I watched you on the KTMs and, and to this point, and I heard you a while back say something about you just got to look for that next gear to run up with the Ryans. I mean, it seems like you got a great team. You got all the money you need to get the right parts. Have you thought that figured it out or i mean what what is it going to take for you to be up there you know top three on the on the podium well i believe uh first off it's going to take getting good starts but there's there comes a point where it's 
you can ride and train as hard as you want and, and be as fit as you can, but there comes a point where if you're realistically you can't you can't race the Ryans and at this point those guys are just on another level and you have to be honest with yourself and in your heart to know and, and be able to say it that there's no that's not possible you can run with those two guys because they're just on another level and you'd be pretty much kidding yourself if you say that you can and and you will beat them. Uh, I believe as long as I ride in my zone and, and and my speed and I can be a top five podium guy, I'm I'm happy with that and uh, that nothing more, nothing less. Wow. Um, okay. Thanks, Kurt. You're welcome. All right. Um, hey, Mike. Uh, um, I understand, and maybe I'm. Um, you know, maybe I'm breaking something open that I shouldn't, but uh, from what I understand, Mike Genova said that he thinks you're, you're really close to going back there for 2014. Yes, I am. I got a uh, contract this past week and we're working things out and should be signed here within the next couple of days. Oh, cool. uh, okay. Within, a, you know, within a week or, you know, within a couple of weeks, it yeah, should yeah. be all finalized. Oh, perfect. Fantastic. Did you get a Lamborghini? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I laugh, man. The comments of that picture, it's just like, people amaze me they think i really bought one and it's like it was only for the day just a rental you know having some fun and just enjoying my weekend off and people took it so seriously and it was just amazes me but uh yeah just it was nice being down in orlando having a weekend off it was my wife's birthday and uh you know it was my birthday present from the from the team and and all the guys uh uh, for my birthday because i couldn't celebrate it. it was at hangtown Right. And uh, so you know how that goes. You can't really enjoy your birthday on a race weekend. So now, I enjoyed it on a weekend off with my wife on her birthday. So it was cool. It was good. Yeah. It's relaxing. You know what you could do is have Buddy Antonez buy you a single scoop ice cream cone. <laughs> there you go. That's a good way. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. How do you rent those though? Like I live in Vegas. They rent them everywhere. <clears throat> I have a credit card with a thirty thousand dollar limit. Okay. So <laughs> if I but if I give them that card and say go ahead, you know, like I'm gonna. How can they protect themselves against a Lambo? How do they rent for Lambos and Ferraris? What are you going to run straight into a wall? And... Well, I'm just saying, like they gotta, they gotta have the equal amount of the car. I don't understand how you can rent a car that's worth, you know. Well, I'm sure hundred... they have insurance, right? Yeah, but like the, what do the you have to put up? What, what do you have to put up to get a Lambo? I don't, I don't understand. Well, I'm sure, there's a pretty good little yeah, but debit off your card right away. I don't even get how they can do it. Like, I don't think why they even want to go there. I'd always wondered about that. Maybe I should do that. Uh, I'll, go tell do, you I, this. I'll tell you this, though. It was, it was pretty damn fun. I'll, I will say that. It was definitely uh, mm-hmm. it was definitely a lifetime goal, something to drive, and, uh, yeah. some, you know, I definitely enjoyed it for sure. It was, uh, it was definitely a blast. I'd put my credit card down just to see an Instagram video of you getting in and out of a Lamborghini. Steve. I got in. I drove one. I, was, I didn't drive one. I was a passenger in one. Watson, how fast you go? How fast you go, Steve? Watson pulled up one day with the Hart Huntington Lambo. There's some guy, a buddy of Carrie's. It's wrapped yep. in H and H graphics, and he pulled up one time in the Lambo, and he took me for a ride. Uh, yeah, it was no problems, bro. Really? Yeah, no, no. I thought issues. those cockpits are like real little. We, we got, uh, we went. I don't even know. I I remember did, how. Hey, Steve, did did it have the paddle shifters? Yes, it did. Yeah, it did. Oh, those are badass. And uh, so fun. I remember the acceleration. I mean, we only took it around the block or, like, you know, maybe for a five-minute ride. Acceleration was unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Um, yeah. Uh, but you did get a sweet vet. That's pretty nice. I like that thing. Um, yeah, yeah. You got Working on getting that thing back and uh, trying to trying to get her back going again. It's a 76 Stingrays. Yeah. It's a collector's yeah. item for sure, but it's, 
it's going to take some time. We've got to piece it together, new exhaust, some pistons, some rings, different stuff that it's going to need. So it's definitely collectors, but it's going to take some money to put it back together be really nice. Well, that's good that you rewarded yourself. I mean, you work your balls off to be a professional. Yeah, well, and, this is know. how I look at every podium I get every single time I get on the podium, and uh, I reward myself with one thing that I'm going to do to the car right, Monday right. morning. There so, you go. Yeah, you see. This, 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 this Monday it was uh, ordering the exhaust and uh, getting that here, so. Yeah, just piecing it together, having some fun with it. Mike on the podium. This is this, this is a set of shocks right here. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Um, uh, hey, one of the things we talked about in our, in our podcast, and somebody in the chat room brought it up to me right now, um, your factory bike, uh, a factory ride, are, are those days over for you? Are you, do you, you know, I mean, obviously you seem happy, you're re-signed with, with Moto Concepts, but do you go and judge the interest with factory teams? Do you wish you had a factory bike? Do you... Uh, you know, I mean, you rode a factory Suzuki, a factory KTM. You know what those things are like. Would you be doing any better on one? Do you do you think about that much? Uh, I mean, honestly, my opinion is that I'm I'm very happy, and I feel like I'm successful at this where I'm at right now with Mike and Moto Concepts and Smart Top Racing. It's like I feel like this is a good fit for me. It's like home. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's like family, you know. And we do all the team dinners, and we're all together when we go to the races, and it's just. It's just relaxing and it's a fun atmosphere. Right. It's still serious on race day and having fun while we're doing it, and that's what's cool about it. And I can guarantee this that there's not too many team managers out there, team owners that are going to be in between motos, helping wash the bike and cut the bike like the guys are doing this weekend. Right. I I applaud Mike Chinova for doing that. It's like he doesn't have to do that. He's just there to run the team and have some fun on the weekend. And he's out there blow, blowing all the air and the water off the bike with the air done and get it dry quicker so that way the bike can then get done faster and we can be ready for the second motor. It's just it's a great atmosphere and it's it's good to be a part of and I'm happy where I'm at. Um yeah the sport needs more Mike Genovas, you know, I mean there uh, Mike uh he's controversial at times. He says he says what's on his mind. Uh, I think he's got some good ideas. Um Yeah but you know what Mike he, he he's gonna defend himself because he believes in what he believes in is right and yeah. and I Actually, you know what? When somebody speaks their mind and they're willing to stand up for what they believe is right, I applaud them because yeah. you know what? Nobody else can can change their mind because they're saying what they believe is right. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think uh, I'm glad he's sticking around. I'm glad you're resigning there. Like I said, we need more Mike Genovas, and we just saw three teams fold this year, and and you know it's not good. And and uh, yeah, I, I, I can I applaud Mike for for doing what he's doing. You got to yeah. level with me here, Mike. Is there any chance? Okay that uh, Mike Ginobili will be able to build a hot tub that is also a time machine anytime <laughs> in the future. I don't know. I t- you know, I told Mike, it was something cool that Supercross is fill that thing with us some water mm-hmm. and get like, act, like a nice and hot and invite people over. Like, get, come on, jump on in. You know, ask some girls that it would be fun, you know? But yeah, he, that... he didn't he go for it. That would be awesome. I'd like to see Mathis yeah, I, and some uh, Toronto Maple Leafs boxers climb in there. Ah, no worries. What up, ladies? <laughs> dude, know? Mathis, Mathis, I'm watching. I'm, I never watch hockey, dude. I, for the record, I'm not a hockey person at all. But I'm, I got the game on right now, and it's tied one-one. So yeah, I'm at least I'm at least like watching right now. The cup could come out tonight uh, if, if Chicago wins. Uh, the cup comes out tonight. The uh, oldest professional trophy. What? Pink, stop it. Sorry, stop it. Uh, the oldest trophy in professional sports, the Stanley Cup, coming out. Um, yeah. 702- yeah, come on, dude. No more about hockey. I'm over hockey already. <laughs> 702-586-9000. Uh, 
586-7857. We got Michael Lassie Don for just a, a little while longer. Then we're gonna come up with Jerry Robin, who who raced an eighty five CR two fifty and almost almost made it to Loretta Lynn's in the two fifty B class. Incredible. Um do you miss the two stroke days, Mike? I do. Honestly, I mean, I'll be straight up with you. I, I really do miss the two stroke days. I believe and this is my personal opinion, is I feel we went back to two stroke days. And they brought everything back. I believe that the racing would be closer. The injuries would be way, way less. Mm -hmm. And the financial cost of the two-stroke would be so much lower. And it would be more reasonable for everybody to ride and be able to keep their bikes up. The four-strokes, you know, you blow them up, it's like basically turning in the garbage can. You might as well buy a new bike. They brought the two-stroke back. It would be just so much easier. The the, the racing, I believe, would be closer. The injuries would be way, way less. And... uh, and I believe that the cost would be significantly lower. Yeah, the the super the super bikes are too big, too much for supercross. There's no doubt about that in my mind. They've they've redu- yeah. they've re- they've made supercross uh, maybe boring is too harsh of a word, but definitely taking some excitement out of supercross. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, uh, Jeff is on line one for you, and Tit said that Jeff wants to ask Jeff on on the thing. It's close enough, right? All right. This is actually not Jeff. This is Michael Lessie Tits. <laughs> Difference. Am I on? Uh, Jeff, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. And uh, what up, Steve Mathis? Uh, thanks for calling. And what's your question for Michael Essie? I wanted to ask Mike if Olin's has the air fork technology like Bill Poto's running, or is he running conventional spring and oil stuff? Yeah, as far as right now, yeah, just the regular spring and oil. There's no uh, no air fork or anything like that. Unfortunately, it's. Uh, not something that they ha- they hadn't service yet or been able to try, so just uh, just regular straight forks. That's about it. Doing the best we can with what we got, and I believe Owens is a great company, and I'm happy to be a part of their their, their suspension, their company, and doing a great job for me and obviously the team. Yeah, for sure, you're killing on the springs and oil. So good job, man. Thanks for taking my call. All right, thanks, Jeff. Uh, All right, see you later. Uh, yeah, certainly Olin's has been in the suspension game long enough. I'm sure they're working on something, and I'm sure it's not, uh, you know, mind blowing for them to to do it. Um, Mike, thanks for coming on the show tonight. I really appreciate it. I know it's late where you are, and uh, um, good job at Bud's Creek. You, you should have had a podium with your X brand goggles. Um, yeah. Hopefully the a, a EKS brand dot com Pulp Show thirteen save you thirty percent. By the way, I know you don't buy your goggles, Mike, but if you know someone who does, they can use that code to save money. Um, well, sounds good. Um, good job on the uh, on the races, and your yeah, your starts are back, your speed is back. I just want my twenty bucks from Hangtown, and we'll be good. Well, here's a good way to look at. It. I mean, I didn't have no points going in, into the starts right now, and then finally this weekend, I'm 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 bumped already in the second place in the standings for the whole shot. So yeah, I get two more this weekend. I go from four to eight. I'm in the lead over Barsha about two. So. A pink pride like doesn't know anything about this. It's oh, yeah. twenty five grand. Yeah, I saw that. And that's no joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's about my salary right there. Twenty five. That's a nice little bonus. Yeah, no doubt. It's all yours, Mike. That's to buy a lot of Corvette parts. Yeah, there you go, dude. Dude, I, I got a list that I'm starting to make slowly but surely, and I want to make the car really nice, and I want to make it badass. That's only half of Tits' but salary, gonna, but it's going to take time. It's going to, you know, I don't. If I do it all right away. I'm going to be over it real fast, and you know I'll be not really interested in it no more. If I do it piece by piece, slowly but surely, yeah, it'll keep me interested, and I'll have fun with it and enjoy it, and I'll you know appreciate it way more. Perfect. Uh, thank you for coming on. We'll see you this weekend at Southwick. See you, Mike. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks again to the fans and everybody. You want to follow me on Twitter, Instagram uh, at MLS800. 
Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks and, for you and, having me on the show tonight. And Mike's actually one of the guys that will talk to you back. I'm surprised that Mike and all the people that you that you talk back to on Instagram and, and Twitter. Good job on that. I like that. Nice. Thanks. I appreciate. It. I like talking to the fans. It's uh, it's fun. It's interesting, and uh, I just keep it fun and light. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Thank you. Thanks. See you, David. See you, dude. Good all luck. Right. See you, dude. All right, everybody, Michael Essie, Smart Top Racing's Michael Essie. He keeps it fun and light. I like to go depressing and heavy on Twitter and things like that. Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah. At, like, you know, inform people of, like, cancer children, like, <laughs> yeah. the rates of cancer in children yeah. and stuff and, you know, things like that. Dogs yeah. that die. I yeah. just pictures of them. I play that uh, Sarah McLaughlin song a yeah, lot. Yeah, just... yeah, Here's a puppy who yeah. perished lately. All right, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're coming up with uh, Jerry Robbins up next. He is uh, qualified for Loretta's on a two-stroke on 85-250. Um, we're gonna come up, come up with him, and Ping's gonna be very excited to talk to Jerry. I am. Every time we say his name, though, I keep who's that Barry Robbins? Who's the motivational speaker guy? Anthony Robbins. Oh, I keep thinking of that. I'm, is this guy gonna like pump us up? Like, no, he's gonna tell us everything. Matt okay. Foley. Does he live in a van down by the river? <laughs> hey, um, so you haven't been on in a long time. I, have you given any more thought since you've been on about the uh, the so- SoCal Moto? Tours that I've no, talked we, to you about. We gotta I mean, let that go. Like, it's just you never know, like happen. where the orgies happened, where car accidents happened, where somebody lived. You know, parties were held. Emig's old backyard house, where a turkey was thrown into McGrath's old pool at Canyon Lake. There you go. Turkey. Okay. Yeah. See, have you Take thought about that? Rowboat? No one cares about that, dude. Really? I had people on Twitter say they would pay money for that. Here's Brandis's house. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's our Michael Brandis. <laughs> Pulled into Ezra Luss' house and did a burnout in his grass. Right. Yeah. Well, who, is that really interesting right now, though? People would dig it. You might be surprised. Yes. Here's uh, the Krusty Demons of Dirt uh, house. Here's where, you know, Danny Stevenson puked over there after Club Rubber. Here's Club Rubber itself. <laughs> Here's where Danny passed out. You know, all that kind of stuff. Give it some <laughs> thought, man. Uh, here's where Phil Lawrence nailed a stripper. Here's another place where that happened. Here's another place. And over here, and here, and here, and then right over here, over there, too, where you're sitting. You might want to clean that seat up. Uh, here's for Factory Phil. Yeah, see? There you go. Now you're into it. Uh, that can happen. Let's do it. All right. Let's uh, keep talking about it maybe someday. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Next up, uh, this guy's a goddamn American hero is what he is. Jerry, Jerry oh, this Robin. is him right this now. This is Jerry. Oh, I thought we were going to a break. I'm so excited. No, Jerry. Right. Jerry, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? Jerry's from Minnesota. Jerry uh, raced uh, the area qualifier, the regional qualifier for Loretta Wins. He went uh, eighth overall, 17-1-7 in the three motos on 250B mod. Not some cheeseball C-class, not the two-stroke class, 250B <laughs> mod, crazy Jerry, Took an 85 CR250, and although he didn't make it because of that 17th, he still won another moto. I'd vote this guy for president right now. (laughs) Yes, we can. (laughs) Jerry, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on, man. Hey, thank you. Um, You're, you're, like I said, this is a really cool story. You're, you're in as an alternate, right, for the 250B? Uh, yeah, and I made it in for a two-stroke class. Right. So you're going to Loretta's on a two-stroke class. My my sources say that a lot of alternates get in, so there could be a chance you line up for the B, B yeah. class. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't even know where to start with you, Crazy Jerry. Uh, tell, tell us, tell us the story. Why, why are you racing that bike? 
Well, honestly, it's like it's the only bike I have actually. Like uh my my one twenty five transmission was getting pretty worn out and at area it actually let loose and I qualified in schoolboy one and two on it, but uh I started riding it and I it won't even shift anymore, so we so we busted out the, the C R and decided to race that. You have a Yamaha Y Z one twenty five, right? Like that's what you ride normally? Yeah, that's what I usually ride. Gee, so yeah, the tranny went out on that. So of course, the eighty-five CR two fifty gets gets grabbed. Um, oh yeah, I cannot believe uh, that you beat these kids on that thing. Uh, uh, I mean, that's gnarly. Good job. Do you, <laughs> Thank you. Do you, do you not want to ride a four-stroke? Are the funds not there? Have you have you ridden one? Um, you know, what, talk about that a little bit. Oh, I've ridden four-strokes. Uh, like mainly, why we don't have them is because we can't really afford them. And like Mike said, when four strokes blow up, they just kind of grenade kind of thing. So we're keeping it with two strokes for a while, and hopefully two strokes come back. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Well, Jerry, they do. They they did make. They made more than eight, like eighty five. Wasn't the last year. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I know. Hey, but. where where is, is that? Like your dad's bike, or I mean, like, or those are just happen to be the two bikes you guys have? Is it? 85 Honda and a whatever the YZ125 was. Actually, my uh, my dad bought it about uh, six years ago because we take a trip out to uh, Grand Junction, Colorado every year. Uh-huh. And he needed something to ride, and he really liked those when he was racing back, back in his day. So he bought that, and uh, I started riding it, and we got the suspension done. And I felt really comfortable on it, so... I just started racing it, and now here I am, I guess. So are, are you buddies with, with Decker? or how? That thing actually looks like it handles really well. Watching that video, <laughs> like coming down some of those hills, I remember th- how rough those breaking bumps get and stuff, and you were, I mean, it looked like, like Rick Johnson coming down the hills. <laughs> factory, uh, yeah, uh, me and Decker, we're, we're really good friends, and he helps me out a bunch, and I can't thank him enough. And... Um, yeah, Enzo's got that bike working pretty good. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you want to talk to Crazy Jerry uh, about his 85 CR250 rod. Hey, Jerry, so where do you think your bike is really good, and where do you think you want more? Where, where, what are your, the pluses and minuses of riding an 85 CR250? Against? Uh, the, the pluses and minuses. I'll, I'll go over the pluses first. Well, uh, the pluses is that a lot of kids – think you're just like a total spode and you know you like i don't know i can ride it pretty good and you show them up so then you feel pretty good about yourself and uh it actually it works really good and whoops i was very surprised really? and uh yeah. um really the only minuses i have for that is that uh the fork legs stick down like two inches lower than normal yeah. so coming into ruts they like drag really hard so um, that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, so you no- you notice that? Yeah, you notice the drag on that. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. I guess I never thought about that thing, but that was a big thing about upside downs. All right, so Jerry, let's say, <clears throat> let's say you get into the intermediate class, and someone wants to help you out with a bike. I mean, do you like riding four strokes? Um, I don't mind them. I I just four strokes for me. Like whenever I ride them, they're a lot. You have to ride them a lot different. So I would have to, like, take a while to get used to it, I guess. But uh, 
I've gotten offers for bikes to ride at Loretta's, and I've turned them down because I really want to race it, actually, and I can't really let down my fans at this point. No, <laughs> exactly. I agree. I agree. Show up on that damn 85. Um, uh, the thing looks pretty mint condition, too. Where Can you still get lots of parts for it? I don't even know. Like, I mean, it's... Uh, it's actually it's pretty hard to find parts, but uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw, like, Tom Benalkin or Steve Benalkin... But, um, yeah, Tommy used to race factory rider back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And we're good friends with them. And Steve, he has a whole bunch of CR 250s. So he helps us out a bunch with parts. So that's kind of our part supplier right now. It's nice to find a guy at the CR 250 graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> How old are you, Jerry? I'm 16. Yeah. I saw this thing on Vital MX. This is when I first saw like Jerry's story. And I'm just like, this is awesome. I mean, like, it's just it's it's pretty unbelievable. I you won a moto, and I that guy in second place is like, what's going on right now? What is happening? <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Like, I uh, the first yeah. the first moto, I was uh, I was a uh, I was catching Osby, and we were coming to this corner, and I just lost it going through the rut. My front end washed out, and mm-hmm. I was pretty bummed, and my bike wouldn't start, so that's why I ended up seventeenth. Yeah, but in the second moto, I got a, I think I got third in the start, and then I passed for the lead third corner, and I just pulled out a decent lead and uh, kept those guys behind me. So, yeah. So what what did you wind up overall oh, in that class? Uh, he got eighth overall. And how many go to the to the Reddas? I don't know. Uh, top six. Okay, so you're second okay. alternate then. Uh, um. Yeah. Does anybody else find it funny that his two stroke wouldn't start? And that's why he got a 17th. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Was it upside down for a minute? Did it flood? Or like, what happened? Things devastated. Uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, it that's... smelled pretty hot, so I had to let it. I had to it's sit there. It's an 85, Steve. And, I mean, 1985, yeah. man. I'm, look, I'm not for or against it. I'm just making an observation <laughs> that it was funny the two-stroke wouldn't fire. And yeah, that's what I cost Jerry. I that's thought it was kind of weird, too, when it wouldn't right. start for, like, 30 kicks, but whatever. Hey, do, you, uh, do you have a pipe and silencer on that thing? Because uh, FMF's a sponsor of our show. I know they'll give you one. Um, they make them for that far back. So, uh, um, Right now, I have a Pro Circuit pipe on it, and that's it. And we cut down the stock silencer, so we made it really loud. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I, I don't even think we have packing in it. So... <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> Honestly, if if I'm if I'm in a 250B class at, at Millville and Jerry beats me, I think I go to McDonald's the next day. I light my bike on fire and I go get a job. Seriously, <laughs> I, I just go. That's it. I'm out. I'm out. It's, it's time. It's time to quit. Because um, Jerry, I mean, that's this is the phenomenal, great ride. And like I said, uh, but if you need something from FMF, I guarantee you they will. Hook you up because they know they make stuff for that old uh, bike. I know that because I, I I got one from a buddy of mine not that long ago. But he just trail rides. Jerry he doesn't actually race. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, hey, have you this this newfound fame for you has been crazy? Lots of emails, texts, uh, things like that. Pulp Mex show appearances. Oh yeah, it's been off the hook for sure. Like uh, I think Monday morning after Millville, I woke up to like two hundred texts. <laughs> emails, like, this whole bunch of stuff. It was crazy. And still is like that every day. And, like, people over in Europe message me and my dad, and they're putting me on their magazines and their websites, and they're telling me that I'm, like, the biggest kid in Europe. And I was like, 
I don't I don't know what to say to that. I guess. Yeah. So. Now, um, have you been riding the eighty five? You're, you're a two stroke guy, anyways, from your Yamaha. But have you ridden the eighty five for a long time, or uh, how long did, had you been on the eighty five before the race? Um, I've probably raced it about six times before that, but I probably raced it like like we've had it for six years. So uh, I didn't really start racing it full time until this year. Okay. And I think last year I raced it once or twice, so um, not much. All right, we got a. So, so what are you gonna do that thing prior to going to Loretta's? Is that thing getting a, a full? It's probably eight over, six over bore. I don't know how much <laughs> more room, more room you got, Jerry. Uh, I think it's actually still on stock overbore. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you gonna do to it? Do you you gonna, have, are you gonna like you tear it apart and get into it and clean it up? Just pack dial the, it in, or pack are you the guys, silencer maybe? Are you just throwing <laughs> on some new grips and heading out to Tennessee? Um, well, actually, south of the border hooked me up with, uh, um, they're sending me there for a month, and, uh, so we're just going to go down there, train and ride, and then before Loretta's, order a whole bunch of parts, and I guess repaint the motor black and make the thing look, look really shiny, so. <laughs> uh. Mike's on the phone. Mike, uh, Mike wanted to offer you his bike, Jerry, but you've already said you don't want a bike. I'm not letting you take a bike either. So, Mike, thanks for the offer, though. <clears throat> Am Mike? I on? Yeah, you're there, Mike. I was just talking to oh, you. Oh, hey. Yeah. yeah well, I'm a, I'm a two-stroke guy, and I'm enthused about this kid. He's awesome. He is and, awesome, uh, yes. You know, I'm a 47-year-old ex-road racer, and I have all two-strokes in my garage. Um, but if, he, if he's welcome... To my 2004 KX250, and uh, okay. I'll even put an FMF pipe on it, and I'll buy it, all <laughs> Johnny. And uh, but my bike's in great shape. But you know, um, if this kid wants to take me up in the offer, uh, we could hook up and meet up somewhere, and I'll give him the right. bike to Loretta's, and uh, he's welcome to it. I think it's awesome what he's doing. Uh, there you go, Jerry. If if you need a bike, Mike uh, here, I'm gonna give you a KX250. That's awesome. Thank you. So uh, contact me if you need it or whatever, uh, Jerry, and we'll get you hooked up with Mike and, and all that. So Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. All right, guys. Thank uh, you. That's very nice of you. That's very nice of Mike. Uh, Manny, you there? Oh, yeah. What's First up? off, Mathis, there are so many cool 85, 86, and 87, because that bike just got better with every year. It, it, it that, is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with Jody's plan, running around REM and all that on Saturdays, are riding like these bazillion-dollar, perfectly mint-conditioned, damn-near factory Hondas. We need to go find one, break into the garage, and steal it for this kid. Yeah. And, and the other thing is this. I know for a fact, in fact, Hanger's alma mater, um, Wiener over there, I know was trying to get a hold of this kid. Have, I, I want to hear him tell us about a couple of the better phone calls he's gotten as far as offers from gear or whatnot, because I know... The industry is in love with this kid. What about it, Jerry? What's some of the cool things that you've uh, you've gotten since your uh, since your fame claim to fame here? Well, uh, some things I I can't really talk about right now. You guys will see after Loretta's. Okay, and so that'll be a surprise. <laughs> he needs an agent. And, Jerry needs and, an agent. <laughs> and uh, right now I'm hooked up with uh, Fly, and they're sending me a big box of gear. So I'm really excited about that. And uh, that's pretty much it right now, I guess. So um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no people people are definitely into this story. There's no doubt about it. Um, 
I think it's pretty cool. That's a big plug for Max, isn't it? Max and the guys that fly. That's a good plug. Good show. Yeah, good good job, Fly <laughs> Yeah, the guys that fly are really cool. Um, all right. Thanks, Manny. Thank you, guys. All right. Um, yeah, you don't actually – you're 85. You know, Honda really effed that 250 up, like, when they went to the Case Reed near the end of their things. Right, Ping? That wasn't uh, a very good Bro, bike. I was on a 60. I don't know. You you, you know. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Just, just. The KX60 <laughs> had like a little handle in the back of the seat to pick it up. That was real nice. That. Um, all right. So, uh, are you? What you kind of have to do now, Jerry, is like you almost can't get a new bike. You can't. Yeah, I know. You just this will forever. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but yeah, you may just have to get the C85 CR250 and just never give up. Yeah, I know. I mean, I actually really enjoy riding it, and I feel less pressure riding it than I do with my 125, believe it or not. And it's kind of weird, but I don't know why it happens with me that way, but right. it's kind of weird. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm in, so who beat you in the two-stroke class? Like, I'm interested. Who's that guy? Uh, Brandon Gorley, I believe, beat me. I went 1-3. Uh, okay. And then the third moto... I got taken out twice and pushed out the track five times. People are a little, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. I think people were after me a little bit, but I still qualified, so I don't really care. Yeah, no doubt. So. No doubt. Um, where are you from in Minnesota? Camel, the farm town. No, I don't even know where that is. Where, where's that at in, in Minnesota? Uh, it's like 20 miles west of the cities. Oh. All right. I cut my teeth, District 23, Jerry. Really? Uh, um, uh, Elko and oh, yeah? Grantsburg and Kellogg. When he says cut his teeth, he, he means he's got his teeth broken out by roosts from other guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Kellogg is, like, all blue groove. I don't know. I haven't been there in, like, six years. But. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I've raced, raced in that area for sure. Um, how you, how you getting to Loretta's? What's this? Just driving out, putting the bike on a uh, free rail and go out like the old days? Uh, well, uh, I think we were just loading up in the trailer and, Dude. you know, going to South Carolina and then from there heading down to yeah. Loretta's and, I don't know, hang out. What do you think, Pink? This has got to be your, you, got, you have to love Jerry. You, I love you, it. I yeah. love it. I, I want to see him, like, tent camp right by the creek, catch his own fish <laughs> uh, for dinner. I mean... Make start a barbecue yeah, with some rocks. If you yeah. can get a fire together with either a couple sticks or a couple rocks, that would be epic. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that. All right. God. If you could get like a disc man and go jogging with one of those through the pits, like an old disc man, <laughs> a, head, a headband, yeah, a headband. Yeah, and I mean, a disc really man. take it back to '85, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. And just act like you're in '85. Like, don't yeah. even acknowledge that you're not. When people go, "Hey, do you want a new bike?" You can be like, "I, I have one." What are you talking about? You see this bitch in '85? <laughs> this is a brand new '85, bro. When '86, oh my is, god, I should do that. When the '86s come out, I'll look at it. Uh. But right now, this is all I got. You should, yeah, That's just, a really good idea. I might just do that. It's yeah, hilarious. It's, it's fantastic. There, there's butt patch options here. I mean, yeah, yeah. We got we got to get on that with fly yeah, racing. Yep. No doubt about it. Yeah, JT's got. Should I get some like? You know the old Lancer leathers? Oh, yeah. Should I get all the vintage stuff? <laughs> Lancer leathers. Uh, yeah, just don't skip the open face helmet. That's that's probably not a good idea. But everything else, yeah. Um, hey, uh, Jerry, thank you for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is a great story. You're going to get a lot of press from this. Uh, I have no doubt the 
folks, I think there was a, a PayPal account even for you on Vital MX, which is kind of cool. People were chipping in. Uh, of course, you know, some people thought it was dumb, but hey, whatever. Uh, hey, uh, I, I just want to say thanks to like all my fans and all my friends and family that I don't know support me and yeah, thanks. the people that set up the PayPal account. That's pretty cool. So you should you should move away from those tracks too, Jerry. It sounds dangerous with that train right there. Yeah, you know, I'm actually pretty far away. Like my, Jeez. I don't know, it's um, loud. <laughs> uh, no, um, absolutely, keep it up, man. I'm going to follow your progress. Ping is for sure going to follow your progress. Nobody likes two strokes more than Ping. Yeah, and uh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, good luck with everything, and uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Kick right. some butt, Jerry. All right, see ya. Kick see some four stroke butt. <laughs> I will. All right, dude. All see right. ya. See ya. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Robin, everybody. Um, do you did you see what happened in this game? No, I'm not watching. They this just at all. won the Stanley Cup. They scored two goals in the last minute to win the cup. Chicago Black Sticks. They were down by one. How incredible was the comeback? Was that anyway? They win the Stanley Cup right now. That's that's crazy. Um, great comeback. All right. So Jerry Robin, Ping. Thoughts on Jerry? It's the oldest trophy in the in the professional sport. sports. Yeah. It actually isn't. But if I told you the oldest one, it wouldn't matter. It's like the oldest profession. Uh, CFL uh, actually is older. Oh. But, um, you, you don't even know what CFL is. No. Uh, what do you think of Jerry Robin? He's a good kid. Too cool. Yeah, I mean, he's, he seems like a good kid. I guess I, I'm trying to put myself in his position because, like, I'm thinking he's got people offering him bikes. Yeah. But if you take it, no, you can't all take your, it. All your uh, all your juice goes away. You know. You can't take it. No. You gotta stay on the eighty five. You're doomed to stay on that eighty five <laughs> forever. Homie can never get off a two stroke. No. He could probably upgrade to like an O three O four two stroke. Uh, no. You Fuck. don't think he ain't coming on the show, he's got an O three O four. I don't want to talk to his really? ass. No. He's winning Loretta's four stroke classes no. on a two stroke. I want him on that eighty five. Forever. It definitely adds some uh He's on the first overboard, he's fine. He's got five more overboards to go. He's good. Is that the bike right there? Is that no, 86? that's an eighty six. Uh. There's not much difference between eighty five and eighty six. Eighty six has cartridge forks though. There's Jerry. There's Jerry right there. <laughs> Some David Bailey gear. Uh, you can follow Jerry at Jerry underscore Robin 194 on Twitter. Um, and uh, Ping, he's your hero. I, I know. It's going to be amazing. I just love, I loved even the sound of it. Just listening to the sound of that bike rip. Like I said, great. And, I mean, and I meant it. If I'm in the 250B class and this kid beats me, I'm going to wonder what's going on. Well, like, the kids could at least say – Ah, the kid's a good rider, you know. What are you going to do? He's awesome. Maybe he'll be amazing one day, and I won't feel so bad about this. But the dads who are dropping 50, <laughs> right, 80 right, K right. on bikes and trailer, yeah, and Jerry's back there banging two rocks together, making fire, <laughs> <on> it, <laughs> smoking it on his 85, yeah. you are pissed. No doubt. There's wow. no getting those overtime checks back. And, hey, honestly, like, he has to be a bit careful, too, because I guarantee you, like, well, for example, I, I, I offered him X-Brand goggles. You know, he's got a goggle deal. I said, hey, I'll give you X-Brand goggles. I'm sure everyone's getting a hold of him. You know, they all want to use this kid. He's going to be in yeah. the magazines. He has to be a bit careful, you know, what he wants to do. So, I don't know. It's an interesting situation. It is. I, I can't believe it. How will he do? In the 250 class, if he gets in, he's an alternate if he gets in. Dude, that's the best of the best. I mean... It doesn't matter. The fact that he gets in is amazing. You know? Yeah. What about the two-stroke class? Yeah. How does he do in that? Who uh, wins that? I, mean, like, I, 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 really I don't even know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who does it. I, I don't think any of the hot amateur kids do it, but 
He's yeah. That Jerry Robbins is so hot right now. He is hot right now. Uh, all right, let's get to our next guest. Another guy who's hot right now. Um, he had a stellar Bud's Creek. Well, at least one moto, anyways. Uh, he's number three thirty eight in your program. He's number one in your heart. Zach Osborne. He's a regular of the show. What's up, man? What's happening, guys? Zachy Poo. Yeah. What up, King? How are you? Good, dude. How are you? Is there anything you guys need to say to each Pretty other good. before we get going? A good job at Bud's. Yeah, we have a little bro down just to hang out. <laughs> you want to you you maybe play some flag football with him? Clear the air. Oh, brother. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you uh, you were strong the whole moto long in the second moto, especially at Bud's Creek. It was hot and tiring. You had to be fit to do that. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah. Um, you, I don't know. This one sucked again. You slayed the Bud's Creek demon. You think so? I do. I do. I think a win would have would have really slayed it, but yeah, for now. Right. Yeah, you, your first moto, you down in the first turn? Or down right after the first down turn? Down in the first turn and then down again on the first lap. Oh, Jesus. You're, 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 but, uh, you're very inconsistent this year, Zachy. Like, you're fast, but you're a little inconsistent, you know? You gotta straighten that. Not up. really. I mean, no, his points the, are pretty my good. worst finish in the, in the second moto is a fit. I've gone five. No, five two, five yeah. three four. Good job on the second motos. These things are two. There's two a day. Yeah, I know. I just have this like um, my practice mechanic thinks I have an alter ego. Like, oh, two yeah, yeah. people show up for the <laughs> motos. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's you got to be thinking what's going on. There's, you know, just small stuff holding you back, but. Um, still, I think it's been a successful outdoor season in your return to America. There's no doubt. Yeah, so far it's been good. Um, like I said, my worst finish in, in the second one has been fifth, but my best in the first one has been sixth. So yeah. if I can bring my fr- first one up to par, and um, yeah, we'll be right there. Why is that? What, what keeps happening? Um, this weekend, I, I felt like I came in a little more prepared for it, um, a little bit more ready to rumble for the first moto. I did some running beforehand, and then um, just the two crashes kind of ruined it for me. Um, I just had to ride from the back, which is always a, just a nightmare. It's a pleasure. Um, and then, I mean, the second moto, obviously, I did good, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope I have a fix, and uh, we'll go and try again this weekend at Southwick. Do you like the sand? You're, you're, a, you're a sand guy, aren't you? I'm not a sand guy, but I do like the sand. I mean, I'm by no means Jeffrey Hurlings, but I like the sand, yeah. Someone said on Twitter, Ping, that you lost weight. Are you making a comeback? What? I don't know. I was just saying. Who said that? Someone on Twitter. Um, uh, Zach, That's why I don't have Twitter. Yeah, are you ever coming back to Twitter? Stuff like that, no. We miss you. I've never. Uh, hey, what about, um, what about the kid on the shoe stroke? Did you hear that interview? Do you know anything about this? Uh, I know some about it. I mean, I watched on Race yeah. X and stuff. Obviously, it's pretty sick. Crazy, right? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Like when you watch him, he's ripping too. Well, you weren't even born in 1985, were you? No, I wasn't. 1989. So I think four years older than I am. Neither, that was, is neither, awesome. neither was Jerry. That's, that's Jerry's a good 19. Point. <laughs> Jerry was not born when that thing came out. I thought he said he was 16. He's 16. He said 16? Yeah, 16. Yeah. yeah, he's 16. Even worse. Yeah. Or better, however you want to look at it. There's only, this is the way life works. You were born before or after Star Wars. That's the way life works. That's it. 
in, See, in that, the mind of Steve. That's the dividing <laughs> line in life. Do you know Star Wars? Did you grow up with it? No? Okay. Which, which Star Wars? The first one or the third one? You either like David Lee Roth and I hate you or you're Hagar and I love you. We're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's, a, that's the dividing line in my life. Um, so, okay. So, Zach, uh, when's, did you ride Southwick? When's the last time you rode Southwick? Oh, six. Um, I swapped into a tree uh, in that, like, turning left section directly up from the start. Well, I got news for you. Now it goes the wrong way. It goes the other way now. Really? Yeah. Used to go. Used to um, go right after the first turn. It's now left. It's a lot different now. Actually. The first turn. The first turn goes left. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it was when I wrote it. Moving along. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about filthy. Yeah. What about him? He's killing it. Is he got a big ego now? He is killing. Has it. he got a big ego down there at Club MX? No. Nope. Still just steady, miserable, Ang- angry. Yeah, angry Phil. Yeah. Uh, and you're, you're doing well, and Filthy's doing well. Why isn't Troll, Alex Martin? He's not quite turning the corner. Um, mainly Troll, like, at the beginning of the year, like, the first four rounds, he's just had a really uh, kind of shaky situation with the team. Um, yeah. And it's just been a struggle for him. I feel bad for him because he, he's a hard worker, and, you know, we, me, him, and Phil all feed off of each other, and try to get better but it's um yeah it's been a tough tough deal for him and he hasn't really had a practice bike other than a 450 and yep. kind of hard to do at this level you know so uh it's just been a struggle for him so far this year but i think uh once he gets everything headed in the right direction i think he'll be fine i don't want to i'm not you know known for patting myself on the back too much but if you listen to the show and read my stuff like, I don't know who I should take credit for more, Filthy or Zach Osborne. Ping. I've you mean been there. Who's ass you're up farther? I've been there from the start on these two guys. <sighs> I have. True. It's true. Unf- I mean, you can, yeah, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it. I've been there. <laughs> fortunately, unfortunately. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, I was on the Zach and Phil and Ecoletti bandwagon. Well, write for a yourself long time. a bonus check. I don't know what you need to do. Good job. <laughs> All right. Um,. How's the Geico team, Zach? Uh, how do you guys get along? Will Hahn came back this weekend. They have a full team. Eli Tomac won the second moto like he was fucking shot out of a cannon. Um, you got yourself. Uh, Bogle. Bogle's had, had a crappy Bud's Creek, but he's been good. What's the team like? It's awesome. Um, we have a pretty good relationship. Like, everyone gets along good. Um, obviously, when Eli gets in that mode that he's in, um, like in the second moto at Colorado, Second one up Bud's Creek. There's not a lot you can do with him. I told him I was pretty sick of that happening over the weekend or <laughs> it after is weird. Colorado. Eli seems like he That's does. That's not cool, bro. You can't do that. He does do that. Huh? He flips a switch, and all of a sudden, he's just on. But it's not. It's yeah, not he, every time. Nah, he he killed. Like when it, that happens, just not many people can touch him. I mean, he he was on fire, you know. He was like four or five seconds a lap faster than anyone else one lap. Like yeah, honestly, I've seen that. he needs to. What, was he cutting the track? Do you think I don't know how you do that. How do you do that? How do you how do you do that? Do you you cut the track? That's what you do. You cut the track. I'm starting it now. Eli Toma cut the track. Like when I'm out there, and I'm you know at the end of the motor, I was passing people, 
pretty much left and right. You and were. I didn't feel like there was any way people could be going faster than me, and he still was. Do you have a little smile under your helmet as you go by Marvin Muskan and Ken Roxon? I mean, they're good guys. They're good guys, but is it a little extra happy for you? Yeah, it is. It's just a bummer that I said that to my wife on the way home. I said, man, I wish I, I would have been this close somewhere in Europe. I would have been world champion three times by now. I know, right? But, well, no, uh, no, you kept getting hurt, so never mind that. But um, one of the guys on the team said maybe needed a bike at Honda in Europe. No, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, the guy well, done. no, no, uh, um... Uh, I've heard all about how great your Yamaha was. Oil tanks and carburetors were great. My bike was great. Everything was great. I've heard that from your mouth many, many times. So I don't it think that was it. Uh, I don't think that was it. I thought you'd be happy to uh, just watch the like last 55 seconds of Stanley Cup. Are, are you following this uh, hockey gaming stuff, Zachary? Because, no, uh, not at all. It's on a very but I large. I happen to see it on. Yeah, it's on and... a large television here, where apparently the Chicago Blacksticks have just scored several baskets late in the game, <laughs> and won a large goblet yeah. named after a man named Stanley. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. He's like 120 years old. Who wants that thing? Uh, they're all tonguing it down too, like a bunch of hookers. Uh... Watch. Every one of them kissing it. And That's what you sweating. do when you win the cup, bro. And it's gross. It's the cup, bro. You know, why so wipe that thing down? Um. So okay, Zach. Um, bunch of bearded, stinky men. Did you see Phil's interview on NBC? Zach. He's, 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 interviews for anything from the weekend at all. Oh, okay. Why not? I don't have DVR at my house in South Carolina because we live in the boonies. Um. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. You have a house in South Carolina? Yeah. And a house in California. God damn. Geico That's money. That's Geico money for yeah. you, Ping. Geico money. You were there. You guys are killing me. You were there, Ping, at Pro <laughs> Circuit, but unfortunately, those were the days of 25 grand a year. You started at 25 G's. Yeah. You earned your way up. <laughs> Zach. And you were glad to get it. Zach probably has 25 grand <laughs> in his couch cushion. Take your mush and hush. You go ride your dirt bike. <laughs> <laughs> Zach probably has 25 grand in his couch cushions right now. Fell out of his pocket. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I need to pick it up. You would hurry up and let me go, then I can get that done. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Be like that. Um, hey, I had a really funny question to ask you, but I forgot what it was now. Oh. Uh, it was kill, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, all right. Well, um, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. I'm out of questions. Yeah, I appreciate it. I know it's late where you are, um, so we want to get you on um, ASAP. I actually fell asleep at like six o'clock today um, because I don't know why, really. Yeah. Um, and then I woke up at nine, and now I'm buzzing. So, I mean, if you guys get bored, you can call me back again. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can uh, if you're oh, still. Oh, this up. guy's yeah. bleeding on the Stanley Cup. Maybe he's getting a hepatitis shot now. Yeah, he's a hockey player, bro. That's oh what happens. Oh my gosh, could get AIDS. Um. That's fine. Magic's got AIDS. He's good. AIDS isn't the yeah, death sentence. It's, it's not the death it's not sentence it used to be at all. It's actually fine. Um, You're going to have some AIDS people yeah, on great. You real quick. Uh, first the autism. AIDS is flaring up. <laughs> first autism. Put some tussing on it. Uh, all right, Zach. Thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, say hi to Filthy for me and, and Troll. And, um, man, you're, you're riding good. Good job this year. Thanks. Not, 
Not thanks, at Supercross. Guys. Not uh, at Supercross. Thanks for having me on. And um, not wait, wait, weekend. wait, wait. No, no. Supercross. I'm not. When I said good job this year, I didn't mean Supercross. That wasn't good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I, I mean no outdoors. Problem. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah, outdoors. All right, Zach. Thank you. See you, Zach. All right. Thanks. See, see you guys. See Bye. You. All right. Zach Osborne, everybody. Thought there was going to be a little more you and uh, Zach Osborne. We buried the hashtag. I don't know. You try to like make a. I don't, spiel I don't know out of if it. you did or not. Oh, really? He still hates me? Well, they, they, they buried the beef, and then right after that, there was Pink Yeah, no, right yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And he said, I'll be the bigger man. And Pink said, well, literally, you were back then. <laughs> and it started again. It ripped the scab open. Oh, it's fine. I just told him he did a great look at the roughest track all year, hot, Butts no Creek, break. Roughest track all year? Well, I don't know. I'm just trying to make it sound Okay. Better. Trying to add some <laughs> drama to it. And he had an awesome moto. He did. He did. So, um, that shows that he's a very fit guy. Uh, we got the voicemails coming up. We got NFAB banging bars. Let's do some emails right now. Uh, Race Tech has uh, been around since uh, 1984, longest time ever. Paul Feed, they're one of the smartest men in the business. Uh, a growing suspension company every day. Choice of privateers for the sport. Uh, Racetech.com. We're pleased and excited to announce uh, the Ronnie Monk from uh, 612 Suspension in Florida. He has become a Race Tech Service Center, and he's going to offer a rebuild through the Race Tech Center in Florida. And uh, he'll provide the oil and the labor. Customer pays for shipping and any replacement parts like bushings or seals or anything. Labor and oil is free, though. And uh, Ronnie's done suspension for Timmy and Evan Ferry. For Evan Ferry? Oh, yeah. Who's, who made Loretta Lynn's, by the way? That certainly as, needs to be on his resume. As did his dad. Tim Ferry's going to Loretta's. Is he? Yes. Uh, Jason Thomas, Ronnie Monk, suspension sure. skills on point, correct? Yeah, yeah, lots of testing going down with uh, him and Red Dog and Munch Fuel. Yeah, exactly. And Ronnie's uh, down in Florida and he's a race tech service center. And so we're going to do this contest um, to give our winner, just like we did a few weeks ago, we're going to do uh, a winner here. So what we want to do is um, basically uh, send an email into the next show, pulpamexshow at gmail.com. Name two race tech riders and be from the East Coast. That's it. It's easy. We're going to pick a random, random correct winner. Two yeah. race tech riders, privateer, choice of privateers everywhere. And uh, we're going to do a random draw out of the guys who have the correct answer. And they get a 612 suspension, which is turned into a race tech suspension center. They get oil and labor free for free uh, on their suspension. So good deal. Sounds Ronnie Monk knows what he's doing there. And Race Tech's been around a long time. And uh, suspension seminars, uh, springs, oil, forks for any kind of bike. Jerry's 85. Race Tech will have a shit ton of suspension stuff for Jerry's 85. That's their specialty. So, Show at gmail.com. Name two Race Tech email. Name two Race Tech riders and be from the East Coast. It's that easy. Racetech.com. And be from the East Coast? Oh. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, we're trying to promote You're live. confusing the hell out of me. Live I, I on get the it. East Coast. Yes, and, and be living on the East Coast. Currently yeah. reside, reside on the East Coast. Yeah. F you, dude. <laughs> okay, uh, Michael sent this in. Was clicking through your website and stumbled upon the classic commentary videos. I love them. I can't stop watching them. I haven't got anything done at work for days. What a great idea. Thank you. More, please. Thank you, Michael. Uh, we do need to do more. That's nice. They're super hard to do, but Ping's done a bunch. JT's done some. Um, Mitchell, 
Hey, Steve, thanks for reading my email. Sorry I seemed angry, but I was at the point two weeks ago. I honestly have found myself muting it later in the races because there was so much talking. You can't hear the riders' bikes all that much anymore. They play music during the highlights of Moto1. Or in my case, it was just Moto1 I got to see. Also, everything DV and JT Money said were right on. They were both awesome radio voices too, by the way. I know you have a lot of connections in sports, so that's why I'm letting you know that's how we feel. Show is awesome. Keep it up. If you could let me know the best way to watch the races, not from my phone or computer, that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you, and hopefully see you at the WIC. So many people are not happy with TV coverage. Like, oh, right in the face. <laughs> in the face. By the way, the reason why I uh. didn't even move, people are tweeting the answers of your race take thing. Okay, well, what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? Shut I, down Twitter? I, I don't know. Well, Call no, Twitter. It's just, you told them to email it. Oh, they're, oh they're I see what you mean. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, well, listening comprehension is not uh, that high. Apparently not. Same people that complain about uh, the TV show. I mean, seriously, this guy wants more bike noises. I'm sure if they yeah. had more bike noises, one guy would say, I wish they had Weege and Nameg talking more. Like, you mm. can't make people happy in this sport. Can't All mean. four motos are live. JT? JT, what do you yeah, say? Yeah, you might as well you might as well give up on all that. God, right? Uh, okay, t- question for you two. Um, Tyson, did anyone pick up the tweet between Kenny Watson and Dunge about having a good time in Destin, Florida together during the break? I know it's likely they are friends, but do you think RCH was entertaining Dunge to help their cause of signing him? And does the crew, JT and Ping, have any stories of teams going big to sway a top rider to sign them? As in parties, girls, drugs, alcohol, Fresno smooth style. I know some crazy things go on within college recruiting where it's illegal, so I thought motocross, supercross may blow the doors off it for the right rider. Many thanks and love the show. Uh, Tyson, Dungey's going to go back to KTM, according to Roger DeCoster. But I don't think he's going to RCH. Uh, but what about Ping, JT? Do you have any stories of uh, teams recruiting riders that, you know, got some hookers or mounds of blow or anything? No. No. No, I've never heard anything like that. No. I think I think the best thing uh, teams do is is give them the best bike they have. I know at Yamaha when I was there, they built a bike for Davy Millsaps, and you know we built it at the shop and made it all bitchin' factory bike, the best thing we had, and we sent it to Florida. You know, and Jim Perry went out there. So the best thing you do to try to get riders is to get the best uh, bike possible. Yeah, this sport is way is much smaller time than stick and ball stuff. You're not going to have people getting new cars and right. You know right. Taking him out for um, this one's from Kevin. How long did you let Rocky out before he went on the carpet? Maybe he has something medical going on. He knows to go out, right? Be nice to him. Rocky and your wife are the only two that like you for real. Nobody really likes you. You owe Rocky an apology and hope he accepts it. I hope when you when you pee on the carpet, no one gives you a beat down, Kevin. From Peta, um, Peta member or something. Kevin, Rocky has a dog door, and he loves it, and he goes outside and goes out there, and he does deserve to get beat down for his peeing on the podcast because the carpet was freshly shampooed. Um, all right, and with that, that's the race tech suspension email setup. Uh, JT, are you ready for some X-Brand goggle tear-offs? I'm always ready. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. The X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. All right, X Brand Goggles, the goggle of choice of Michael Lessie, Bobby Canari, Jessica Patterson, who, by the way, is racing her last ever WMX this weekend. Oh, yeah? She's retiring. She's going to race GNCC next year. Really? She's 16 points down 
be tough to, for her to get because you know the depth in the WMX isn't exactly there. You know? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. We need huh. what we need to do is we need to hope the Honda chick to win a title for X goggles DNFs or something falls over and can't start her bike. So you're hoping she crashes and in a violent fire. No, nope, just falls over. That's all, right. all you need to do in the WMX. Just fall over. You won't be able to start your bike. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, 16, oh wow, you're gonna get some serious hate mail. Sixteen points down. Jessica can do it, but uh, the other chicks cannot. Um, Xbrand.com Pulp Show 13 saves you thirty percent. Um, the best of the best in the sport wear Xbrand goggles. Why don't you? Just made that. I just made that up. You gonna coin that? Yeah. Good for you. Well, I tried to. Uh, I tr- just hope it I did coin. I did else. coin. Uh, Clear Vision hashtag Clear Vision, and then another goggle company stole it and actually put it in an ad. Good job on that, jerkies. Well, it is super profound, and I mean, no one would <laughs> ever think of that. In a no, goggle. I know. I Clear know. Vision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, X brand goggles. These questions are submitted by who? Who are they submitted by? Uh, Corey Mosier. Ah, okay. I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's go. Three questions. Okay. Fifteen seconds on the clock. I can't find my remote. Hold on. No, wait. Don't hold on. What's your remote for? I can't take this local news. Uh, All right. All right, Jason, you're up first. And you have to answer, JT. No waffling. Fifteen seconds or less. First question. Where does Southwick rank on the list of the sandiest tracks you've ever raced? Really far down. Ah, 2.8 seconds. Very good. Uh, really concise. Where'd you race sandier than that? Oh, God, dude. He's from Florida. Uh, Europe, all kinds of tracks in Florida. Really? Uh, yeah, for sure. Huh. Uh, it's way hard, more hard back than, like, real sand tracks. Jessica's 14 points down, by the way. I got a correction in the text. Go Jessica Patterson this weekend. X-Brand Goggles own Jessica Patterson. Right. Um, look for Jessica also to, to ride the X Games and kill it for X-Brand Goggles. Um, I rode the gnarliest sand track ever, and it's my home track growing up. It's called Austin, Manitoba, and none other than the great Jeff Sirwall, who rode St. Petersburg, right, Jake? Is that St. Petersburg that's all sandy in Florida? Yep. He rode rode St. Pete, and he rode this track in Manitoba, and he said St. Pete was worse. So. Oh, yeah. uh, No, I'm sorry. He said Austin, Manitoba was worse than St. Pete. Okay. So uh, I I grew up on the sandiest track ever. I don't think that's true. I think Cocoa Beach is probably the sandiest, the roughest, sandiest track I've ever been to. Where's this? Cocoa Beach. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Austin's rougher. That's what Sir Wall told me. It's got to be true. Yeah, then. He, I thought he said. I don't think he mentioned Cocoa Beach in there, did he? No, he did. He said St. Petersburg was worse than Cocoa. Mm, in his in his opinion. So. In his opinion. Yeah. Well. He's well, wrong. okay. Well, all right. he's wrong. Agree to disagree. The guy's yeah. raced all three, but he's wrong. And JT, who's never raced Austin, is right. All right, Ping. <laughs> First question. For Ping's you. angry. Uh, no, just because he's been there doesn't mean he's right. Great radio. Uh, okay, <laughs> Ping. Now that was good, Tits. Yeah, that's good. As the star of the highly profitable Motocross 101 video <laughs> and having helped professional riders like Adam Cincerello with their riding technique, who do you consider the best riding coach in the sport? Besides his – he can't name himself. Right. I think that's a given, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, love this guy right here. 
And time. <laughs> I don't know. That's a hard co- I don't know. Can I'm, I not, just, I'm not getting lessons from people. Can like, I, I don't know. Can I just say that there are many riding coaches out there that are complete kooks? Can we just all there, agree? Can we agree on that? I'm more – there's guys that are great. Budman's great. There's uh, Tortelli, I think, does a great job. I'm sure those guys are good. I think that after a while, you become a little bit irrelevant. Trying to learn, like, modern riding style from, let's just say, a Gary Bailey. <laughs> in um, air quotes? In air quotes. <laughs> I mean, he, he did a thing for us where he, he literally said, oh, you know, big problem guys have in whoops. So you always got to have a finger on the clutch and use your clutch in the whoops. And I'm like, that is absolutely not true. You don't want to touch your clutch in the whoops. That's the one thing you don't want to do. Chad Reed would argue with you. Uh, Why in the world would you want to use your clutch in the whoops? To control the RPM of the motor through the whoops. Uh, That's, uh, that's, I I just, I don't think that's accurate at all. But, I mean, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing, but I guarantee you he would have a huge argument. Chad would? Burner burner as well. If he he talks to any media, we'll get to him, but. (laughs) No. Who's the kookiest riding coach? Can we agree? Do we, do we, can we, can we talk about that? Without throwing out any names. Yeah. I got some supplements from A10 Solutions that were really great. And they remind me of one of the riders that I think may be the kookiest. All right. Mm -hmm. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Do I have to spell it out for you? Hippopotamus What's your power? problem, bro? <laughs> What's your problem, bro? <laughs> you mad, bro? Bear trap. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Just saying. Uh, so, yeah. I like, I like Budman and Tortelli, if I had to throw a couple names out. Tortelli's not, I mean, not bad to look at, either. Yeah, handsome man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Handsome hairy bastard. It's a win-win. Yeah, I mean, as you're relaxing. You enjoy just being around him. You get a lot of tips to go faster, <laughs> and then you uh, look at a good-looking man all day. <laughs> I'm married, but I'm just saying. All right. Let's go. Oh, uh, dear. All right. First question for you, Steve. Uh, your Mookie fever has no doubt spiked. Who do you think gets a ri- he, that he gets a ride with next season? Uh, I think he's going to go back to Troy Lee. I believe there's also been talks already about that. So... Uh, but the only thing is, is Mook on a 250F. Stay away, Mookie. But yeah. TLD doesn't do 450. That's what I mean. Yeah, so he's... Stay away, Mookie. They want to put you on a 250. Mookie don't need no 250. Mookie needed 85. How CR much do you think he weighs, that guy? Uh, 300. <laughs> no, uh, he's... 295. He's guaranteed he's 200, huh? Don't you think? I mean, I, I don't know. JT? Hard to tell. How tall is he? He's a couple of JTs. How tall is he? There's like horse hands. He's two JTs. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like three three brick shots. Tall horse, uh, JT. What do you think he weighs? Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah. No. Um. Somebody else. Shut up. That's one ninety. <laughs> okay. All right. Next question. How much okay. did Travis Preston weigh when he won his one twenty five championship on a about, Honda one twenty five? About that, I think. Right. Yeah. It's not impossible. Yeah. One eighty. Okay, Jason. Second question. The starting lines and first corners are commonly criticized as being unfair and unsafe. List the tracks with the best start lines and first corners. Oh, first, we're, yeah, we're talking obviously. Um, best first turn start. Uh, definitely not red, but there's always huge crashes there. Um, well, Binghamton was real fair. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of national uh, starts that go right, and I 
I always hated that. Millville. You know, as much as I hate the start of Glen Helen yeah. or hated it, yeah. it was pretty. I, like there was rarely crashes there, and I, I was always feared my, for my life when I when I went into that turn. But <laughs> it was for some reason yes. it, there wasn't a lot of crashes. Yeah, it was two hundred feet wide. It was banked. Yeah, exactly. it was. It was good. You could pull the whole. You were doing two hundred miles an hour. Also, <laughs> right, right. Uh, that's that's a long time, JT. You got tucked answer in, ho- holding yeah. onto one fork. Yeah, you got to answer that shit quicker, JT. All right, let's go. All right, Ping. Question number two: What was the worst sponsored product you were forced to use during your racing career? Good question. Varna two fifty two stroke. <laughs> what was that? Varna two fifty two stroke. This is my question. Or yeah, JT? It's, no, it's your it's question. Okay. I don't know if JT didn't hear that. I don't know if he's um, drunk. I don't know. Well, <laughs> oh, these were all for me. No. That's fifteen right. seconds, Pink. That's, I, I had I had to use out. Michelin tires one year when they were still a bunch of concrete starts. Yeah. And you couldn't heat those tires up. They were like made of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> so they would get greasy and hot and then they'd cool off and be cold and slippery. Like Oh, Kelly Smith's dad got them working. Yeah, you know, what'd he do? He soak them in stuff? <laughs> no. He he also I mean, they were really hard rubber, you know. I mean they were you couldn't do anything. So he bought this thing probably at a flea market in Michigan. Swap meet. It was a roller. It was a spiked roller. Two spiked rollers. Okay. You know? And it said, like, nails out of them. Yeah. And he made me go behind the se- – well, he wanted me to do it right. I said, I'm not doing this in front of the public. But I went behind the semi at, at High Point. High Point? No. Some of the concrete start, obviously. Troy, maybe. Troy. And I sat there and tenderized the tire with this spike, with these spikes, to get it soft and, and – Problem with that is it rubber just started flying <laughs> off. <laughs> there was nothing left of that tire, and then we rode to the starting line, and he burnt it some more on the starting line. And I'm like, "This is not good. This tenderizer was too much." And it was the we've only o- we've over tenderized. <laughs> we've made a tender. huge mistake. Oh, this is a bad idea. And uh, Michelin was not happy with with us for doing that, and it didn't work. So, all right, all right. Thank you. Uh, question number two for you, Steve. Ping won the favorite co-host poll, but who is your favorite co-host? I cannot answer that on the grounds that incriminate myself. <clears throat> I like them all. They all offer. They all offer something different. Waffle man, I am the waffler. You need to just cut uh, the. No, I, 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 I like the whole thing. Um, why'd you just wink at me, Steve? I felt bad that Mad Dog <laughs> got no votes. Mad Dog's good. What is with the Mad Dog thing? That you made that up, right? That's I actually, did. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I'm straight. I made filthy okay. up too. Yeah. I'll that's make something That's about the work. only one that's sticking, by the All way. Right. Your mom's sticking. Thank you. All right, J- Jason. Third question for you. It's assumed by everyone that Dungey will resign with KTM. Resign. Resign. Or resign. Resign with KTM. But if he went somewhere else, where would it be? Uh, I don't really think I, I can't even really come up with anything. I just think that KTM's pretty much the only option. Uh, I don't think anybody else has that much money. Well, RCH maybe, but the, the the Suzuki I think would hold that up, right? Yeah, but I uh, I just don't see it happening. I, I I really, really, really don't see him going anywhere with KTM. So no, I don't I think guess, so either. I guess you make a valid point. RCH could. Possibly in some alternate universe workout, but I don't ever. I don't see that happening. All right. Okay. Ping. Third and final question for you. Shoot. If you hadn't become a firefighter, 
What else could you see yourself doing? Riding coach. <laughs> yep, uh, doing uh, scraping together to do riding schools and uh, no, I don't know. Um, Being the next Jerry Robin, I would have thought you would have just retired off of your motocross 101 winnings. Yeah, that's time. That, that, all right, it's over. Never mind. I don't have an answer. Don't give me time. Uh, JT, what about that Jerry Robin kid? Have you you've seen that? We've been following that. I want to operate nah. the hoof grinder at a Hormel chili plant. That's what I would have done. The, yeah. the yeah. hoof grinder? Yeah. When they chop down the cow hooves and yeah. you know, grind it up got, into paste it. for the chili. The Native Americans would appreciate them in using all of the Hold on a second. Jerry, JT just said he doesn't like Jerry. What? I didn't say I don't like Jerry. It's a gimmick. I what? said I haven't been following it. Well, so you haven't been flying, following the fact that so. fly racing is giving him gear? You're also nope, a Nazi, and you use your clutch in the whoops. Uh, this is what I've gathered from you in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, JT, hating two strokes and using the clutch in the whoops. Oh. Let's be clear. I don't use the clutch in the whoops, but there are many people that would argue that they do. Well, JT, Jerry qualified for Loretta's on an 85 CR250 and fly racing. He's giving him gear. You know what he did? I'm, just, I'm not a huge fan of 1985 CR250s. Wow. I've never ridden one. I don't I've like, never ridden one. I don't like puppies. What do you want from me? Do you want, you want me to go to a Reddit and work for him or something? One. Hey, who thinks JT's a little on the edge tonight? Maybe a little bit. Wow. Easy, bro. I mean, I know you're in Delaware, dude, but just got to chill out. <laughs> no, you're you're bagging on me about the clutch. Matt's is bagging on me because I haven't been following this, this Loretta Lynn's hero story. <laughs> what kind of a human being are you? <laughs> It's terrible. He's, you're in a bad mood tonight, buddy. I'm really not. Yeah. Easy, boy. Yeah, you are. No, ah, I understand that you're no. trying to make better radio right now and make more money and all that, but I'm really not. I'm not trying to make better radio. I can't make any better boy, radio. You're always trying to make better radio. Um, I can't Great make radio. I can't make any better radio than what was going on right now. Okay. Well, then we're we're all screwed. Then <laughs> we're in trouble. Let's just quit now. Rapid fire, Steve. Yeah. Third question for you. I'm ready. In reference to your comment about Alessi's bike not being as good as a factory bike. Yep. What privateer bike is or was the best and closest to a factory bike? Uh, Phil Lawrence's Great Western bike, bank bike. Yeah. It was like stuck. I know. I, I mean, I don't know. He ran a stock pipe that year. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. I don't think he did. He? I'm telling you, he did. He liked the stock pipe the way it worked better than anything else. I bet he liked that pipe. I think he ran a pro circuit silencer, but he ran a stock pipe. You like laying pipe? He did a lot of that too. Um, uh, JT, can you help me with that? I don't know. No. What, what, what was the question? No. What's your said. favorite privateer bike? Just, no. What, what privateer bike, past or present, was the closest to factory? Oh, <laughs> uh, John Dowd's KTM. Remember when he wrote KTM? When Dowd wrote KTM, like a five twenty. That yeah, that thing, thing was pretty works. We gave him a lot of stuff. Really? I was at KTM then. Yeah, I don't know. All right, that's been the X Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. The best in the world demand on X demand X Brand goggles. Why don't you? I'm not sure I like that segment. Why? I don't. You time it, and you make it rush for an answer, but then you don't really get anything if you didn't make it in a certain time. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Well, we need to reformat that. We we started timing, and everybody started going over the timing, 
And then we said, what fun is that? You know? We like the rapid fire. Rapid fire? Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, there's JT. There's a little giggle out of a little guy. There's a little giggle out of a little guy. He gets, he gets very upset if you don't answer in a certain time. I know. There's no prize nor penalty for doing it. That's what I'm saying. It just seems silly. Uh, How about... What? You start getting like some, you know, licorice or something fun. Ice cream scoops. You answer it quick, you get one. <laughs> you get a little cone scoop. for you. Right, right. All right. Motivate me. We'll Thank work you. on that. Sinjin. Hey, what's going on, JT? I don't know why you don't get off this fucking show. I would not, like, be on the show if I was you. <laughs> why? But, uh, you, you fucking just keep poking him all the time. <laughs> it, it, I, like, even in the podcast, everything, I'd be like, fuck you, Mathis. Oh, and he, but, doesn't, he doesn't poke at me? <laughs> No, he doesn't. Okay, now let me get to my question. Uh, oh, uh, first of all, you know that Moto Triple X fan? That, uh, you, the one I remember I told you was for sale on my local track back in the day? Yep. Uh, my buddy bought it, and uh, he's racing the Nationals out of it, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's actually uh, going up to Mammoth this weekend. You, you know what it actually is? Do you remember uh, the guy that owns TREMX? Yeah. It's his nephew, Paul Mack. Jason, uh, Jason Eck. Yeah, it's his nephew, Colt Neck. He got 25th at uh, yeah. Colorado in the second moto. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, I don't give a fuck. And uh, <laughs> so my question is, uh, oh, and, and I like, next to Ping, I like Mason the best. Uh, fuck French people and stuff. But you do, uh, but you, but you do <laughs> vote, you do believe Ping is the best. Yeah, I think Ping is the best. Yeah, even though he's a cocksucker sometimes, he's the best. Yeah. Um, all right, so I was listening to your podcast earlier about Phil Nicoletti, and you guys are like bullshit and stuff. Do you actually think, like, where do you actually think he's going to go next year? I don't like, know. Get a, like, do you think he'll actually get a chance on a good team like JGR or something, or is he going to get fucked again? Couldn't you see Filthy on, like, a being a second guy at RCH no. or JGR? If I think JGR. If one of these guys needs a guy and they can't get it, like JGR or RCH, both good teams, if they can't find like a good, solid second guy, he'd be a, he'd be the a problem. Is fit. is he doesn't party with the fucking tattooed energy drink people? But so, why does it come to that? Why is it if if they can't find someone good enough? Like I don't like Filthy. Like he's all right, he's cool, he's whatever. I'm not in the bandwagon, but he's a lot. Like I think he's a lot better than Justin Brayton. No, no, no. You don't think so? No. No, I do not. Okay, outdoors, definitely better. Um, Uh, Supercross this year, maybe just to tick off. Brayton just went 7-7. Filthy. Okay, yeah. What what about all those races before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm not not bagging on the guy who I am, but I mean, I don't dislike the guy. But, I mean, Nicoletti, it shouldn't be like, oh, if they can't get someone that good, though, Nicoletti we, will do. Can we get a, a JT opinion on this? Jason Thomas. Waffle, 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 waffle. Uh, about just about the Nicoletti deal in general? Yeah, and, and is he better than Justin Brayton? <sighs> yes. No. no. Fuck you, JT. I don't like you anymore. So I think he's better than Brayton overall? No. Oh, okay, right. but like a little bit, like, like not much off. Do you agree with that? Uh... It just depends. I think Phil's really good, but you have to look at a whole body of work. Like Phil's been really good this year, but Justin's been good for a lot of years. Okay, that, I'll give so, you that. But you know who is better than both of them is Jimmy. Where's Jimmy? He's. I'm not going to answer that. He's in Oklahoma. You you got to stop. He <laughs> might you, be in Georgia as you, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's in Georgia. 
while in Oklahoma. It's, it's an incredible uh, geography. <laughs> I wonder if I can time. go in Georgia with Jimmy. Okay, all right, oh, Sinjin. Dude. I'll talk to you later. All right. Okay, bye. See you. Thanks for coming out. Uh, Jason Thomas, thank you for coming on the show. You're, uh, you're in Delaware. You're angry. It's uh, time to, to let you go. You know, Sinjin always struck me as an ass, but once in a while he's pretty entertaining. Yeah, yeah. He's real hit and miss sometimes. Yep. yep. Um, JT, thank you. I'm sorry to get you keep you up too late and all that. I'm sorry. No worries. Very, See you guys. Very See you, JT. See you, JT. Bye. Love this Bye. guy right here. All right, everybody. That's uh, Fly Racing, Jason Thomas. I don't care what you say. He was in a bad mood. I mean, it's 11.37 there. Maybe he's just, you know. He didn't, he did not dude, br- dude travels more than he did before. No, I, don't, I know. I don't get it. I know. I was going to ask him this last question, but I'll ask you because he's very angry. Uh, Jason sent this email in. I'm a loyal listener to all your podcasts. All of them are great. I have a question I'm hoping you can answer. This will be you, Pink. All right. Riders are always discussing how they need to tweak their bike setup to help improve the results. What exactly are they adjusting? I assume the majority of these changes are suspension-related, but can you expand on some of the more specific adjustments they are working on? I realize there is a broad range of adjustments that can be made, but with every track being so different, it is tough for me to comprehend adjustments during the week to correlate to huge gains on the weekend. Granted, I'm slow and oblivious to bike setup. It just seems like there is so much tuning you can do. Are they chasing a unicorn? No, it's all about comfort, right? I mean, that's the thing. You set up a bike, but it's got to be able to work good at 12 different tracks uh, and in different motos and different conditions. So... Sorry about hitting you in the head earlier. You know, I could tell you on all the bikes I had, I probably had maybe one or two outdoor bikes where I was like, yes, the setup's dialed. I'm totally comfortable anywhere we go. Totally happy with the suspension. Maybe two bikes in all the years I yeah. raced. I find, too, as a, my years of mechanic, you'll try something on a Tuesday before Hangtown, and the guy go, the guy rider will say, I don't like it. You could revisit that three weeks later at High Point, and he'll like it. Yeah. Different track, different day, different feeling. You riders are weirdos. Yeah. There's always, Jason, uh, constant testing and trying and improvement and, and, and going back to what you did try and, and you know. And one thing I've too I've learned too over the years, everything's related. A fork change, a triple clamp, affects a triple clamp, affects the front wheel, affects the tire. Tires. Tire you start running a different tire, that could affect. Yeah, like something. everything's to use a term of Days of Thunder, it's matched. Match set. Staggered special and matched perfect. When you change something, one thing, you have to change another or be cognizant of the fact that one another thing could be changed. So, uh, all right. And with that, let's take our last uh, – our second commercial second. break of, of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Ping, I played this game with DV. I played it with you. Oh, crap. I'm going to play it again with you. What are we doing? DV – uh, You already my, did it with him? I did it like a couple months ago or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Um, what you guys do? Tummy sticks? Um, Weirdos? DV – Probably cost us a sponsorship or two in this time, but <laughs> we're going to roll the dice and hopefully hopefully this works. I'm going to name our show sponsors. I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. And I'll give you some licorice or some ice cream. Ice cream. All right. Yeah. All right. BTOsports.com. Uh, internet sales. Perfect. So you're good at this. Yeah. Fly racing. Bugs. <laughs> you were like right up here, like really high, and then you just no to uh, the bottom. Race Tech suspension. Bumps. How was that Race Tech suspension Cowie you rode at Racer X? Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. You liked it? Yeah. It was It was valved for uh, a guy heavier than me, so a little stiff. But we okay. made some adjustments that worked well. All right. Yeah, they do a good job. Uh, X-Brand goggles. Clear vision. 
<laughs> Atlas neck braces. Vertebrae. And Fab Jeep and truck bars. <sighs> Rock crawling. Showy helmets. Brain damage. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, I didn't mean it that way. Lack of brain damage. Lack of it. That's what I meant to say. Free gun underwear. Uh, bits and pieces. Works connection. Um, a swag. Tech One Designs. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Sweet graphics. Yep. FMF Racing. Donnie. Uncle Donnie. Brat Bar. Nutrition. 810 Solutions. Uh, Internet sales. <laughs> <laughs> what are they selling all kinds of stuff? Brat Bar, Rhino yeah. Supplements, Global Rhino. Okay. Yeah, okay. W Wheels. Our own John Anderson. Bling. Yeah. Uh, Black Ops Moto. Black Ops. And Optrix. Tits. I just think of tits. Yeah. There I don't even go. know what they sell. T-shirts? Um, we'll talk about it later. We're going to come back and announce the Optrix uh, contest mm-hmm. uh, winners when we yep. come back. Also, uh, Atlas Neck Brace is on board with us. Atlas uh, designed and manufactured by racers. Ryan Villapoto, Jake Weimer were Atlas Neck Braces. It's uh, the best neck brace out there. They make child sizes ones, which is something the competitors do not. And uh, they're pretty sweet neck braces, and we thank Atlas for coming on board with us. And uh, atlasbrace.com, check them out. With that, let's go to commercial, come back with Ping's shitty song, and uh, we'll wrap this show up. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. .com. This is Ryan Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOsports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. 
MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and wise and switching brands. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopy 
series of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your, for your bike, the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Waking up to ash and dust I wipe my brow and I sweat my rust I'm breathing in the chemicals
Yeah. Welcome back. Pulp and Mech Show. It's everybody at btosports.com. Hey, Ping, the uh, the bandwagon for Trendy Music called. They want you back on. That's <laughs> nah, a good Whatever. song, though. It nah, is a good song. Yeah, it's good. Much better than your uh, uh, This Is How We Do It, whatever that was. What? That, what was that terrible song you picked? What are you talking about? <sighs> What's This Is How We Do It, Montel Jordan. No, this is how we do it. No, not that one. Uh, no, it was like a, a rap song. Like Ice Cube? No, 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 no. What was that, Tits? What's he talking about? Tits, what was that song? Macklemore, that song? Macklemore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that shot. song was a good one. It was terrible. They overplayed the crap out of it. It was a good one. It came hey, out. 702-586-7857. Call in if you have a question for uh, David Pingree or myself. Uh, Showy Helmets, um, been around a long time. 50 years of helmet technology. Josh Grant, Michael Lessie, Justin Barsha. Uh, Kevin Windham relied on Showy. Showy's premium VFXW helmet. One of the best ones out there, the best one out there. We know Showy, what it stands for, the price, the quality, everything about it is number one uh, in the industry. Uh, removable liners, four shell sizes, Snell, DOT, emergency quick release system, you name it, Showy's got it. Showy-helmets.com. Pulp of Show, presented by BTOsports.com. W Wheels, W Wheels, the, the wheel of choice uh, for many of the top teams out there. Uh, Ken Roxon, Ryan Dungey, Chad Reed, Davey Millsaps, Brayton, Short, Tickle. They rely on W wheels to uh, build them the very best wheels available. Um, if you know W, you know that it stands for quality and uh, also some sweet-ass looking uh, wheels. Check out sponsor deals on the Um All of our guys that sponsor our show offer something for you um, in some sort of discount or some sort of product. Um, uh, we, we support the you should support our sponsors, and we'd appreciate it if you support them because then they'll keep doing the show because I can't afford tits and paying salaries on my own anymore. I need help. And with that, let's get to Optrix, which is our, our next, uh, our latest sponsor to come on board, courtesy of The Tits Legendary. Uh, tits, you've been running a cool deal with Optrix on Instagram and Twitter, yep. and uh, you, have some, uh, you have some things to talk about. I do. Right. you got a lot of stuff. Um, first of all, very exciting for you. We had, uh, Put, we had a contest. Tits loves these guys. Yes, I really did. wanted him to sponsor oh, the show. Trust, I, last time I was on, it was this was all that really mattered. So to I just told him, look, if if they want to come on, you have to handle it. And his reads have been fantastic. He's a very the, dynamic the, individual. Sarcasm. Very in dynamic case you didn't individual. Pick up on that. Okay. All right. Anyway, so we had a uh, what they call a dirty picture contest, right and so we wanted to, everyone to send in photos of them getting dirty doing something that they love. In case you want to know, Ping, you've got this kind of puzzled look on your face right now. Did Moser send one in? He didn't, although he probably could have just sent in a photo of him at work and probably would have been in contention for a win. But, yeah. Uh, no. The uh, Optrix cases are shockproof, mudproof, waterproof, you know, whatever you want. You can put your iPhone. You don't have an iPhone, but you could put one in there and you would not have any problems if you dropped it, ran over a truck, whatever. You love so ping. Anyway, you love ping. I do love ping. How much less do you love ping because he has a droid phone? Ooh, yeah. He's got an iPad, so it's kind of there, but... I'm, I'm testing the waters, dude. Yeah. If you, and if, if this... I, I'm out of my contract in December, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm very seriously considering going iPhone. Well, so we can there's maybe a very good chance that a new right iPhone here. will be released by then, and if so, I'll get you hooked up with an Optrix case. What? You will love it. All right. Okay, so anyway, back to the oh, giveaway. By, by the way, too, uh, can David Villeman go on and on about his Optrix anymore? <laughs> like, Seriously. <laughs> 
hey, he takes care of his. Uh... I just picture you touching yourself, reading his <laughs> tweets and Instagram. I mean, DV is like got my optics. I. To be doing fair, this though, he does it for other people as well, like his unit clothing and 100% goggles and junk like that. So he does it for the whole deal. But, yeah, I like it, of course. Okay. So with, without any further ado, the winners of the contest. Uh, first place gets a phone case and a mount. Sounds like you're farting over there, Steve. Just stop that. JK Knack 3. He sent in a really cute photo. Of what is his, it? It's uh, just a case, just a protective case. That we'll, we'll get to that. All right, we'll get all right, to that. Right. So anyway, it's much more than that. Yes, it is. Second place was Minor Snow. He's actually a quad rider, but we're not going to hold it against him this time around. Third place was Eric B. So congratulations to all of them. They sent in some very dirty photos, and uh, they impressed us. Optrix.com. Optrix.com. Use the code Pulp at checkout. They can get fifteen percent off their order, and they help the show. Win-win. Yeah. Dirty pictures. I mean, did you guys get anything inappropriate? We didn't, surprisingly. We, uh. we, we thought, do we really want to tow this line? But they, they yeah. kept it clean with us, so to speak. You know, every every pick is a dick pick if your name is Richard. That's <laughs> one way to. Guaranteed Mad Dog didn't enter because Mad Dog has a lot of dirty pics <laughs> he's getting, in, his, in his phone. His chubby we've, photos we've, and uh, everything like that. Have you thought about any more SoCal destinations? You want to think of some? Moto destinations? Oh, there's so many. Um, no. Are you done with that? While you're thinking about it, just real quick. The last few hosts we've had on here, when Optrix was brought up, they always say tits, which actually I'm flattered because, you know, obviously I was the one who brought them on and everything like that. But what it <coughs> is, it's a case that goes over your phone. It has a little fisheye lens on there so you can make take cool-looking photos, but it makes it waterproof up to, like, 30 feet, shockproof. You could throw it outside. They, you know, had a truck run over. All right, over throw me it. your phone. Well, this is just a case case, oh. but actually Pookie has one downstairs. I'll show it to you later. Right. You can do whatever you want with it. You can use it like a GoPro well, or does in, it make in it the size of a cinder block? A GoPro. No, it doesn't. The uh, They've, you know, technology has, you know, gotten better if, over time. If you got stupid kids, it, 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 people seem to like it. Yeah. Yeah. I use it all the time in the pool. With his kids. Stupid kids. Yeah, yeah. You or hate just kids, just, just kids people. I'm just it's kidding. Prob- you know what? It's probably Rocky proof. So that that's how good the case itself is. I Rocky could pee on it. Yeah, he could. And up to thirty feet of urine and well, it's gonna be all right. I, I was asking last week if it was good for semen coverage and that's true. We Blood, think it is semen. We think it is probably not gasoline, but you know yeah. petrol wouldn't work. Anyway, it's a case you can use like a GoPro, whatever you want, makes it Super durable, gives you the fisheye lens, like I said, and it's I love them. Shocker! Uh, it sounds like it. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, you could have left that last part out. We get it. <laughs> it goes without saying. Um. Anyway, there you go. All right, optics.com. All right, uh, it's time for the BTOsports.com tweet it tit segment. BTOsports.com industry leader in uh, online retailer. You can uh, punch in the code Pulpamex and save some money at BTOsports.com. And if you know the Steve Mathis uh, show and the Pulp MX show and the Racer X observations column, it's all sponsored by BTOsports.com. Without BTOsports.com, there would be no me. Wait, that didn't sound right. <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's do this. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. These are real live questions submitted by real live listeners, and uh, 
btosports.com. Check it out. And Tits, you got the best ones. Uh, you called through all of them. Uh-huh. I got. I sent you one from a guy from China who yes. couldn't break through the internet protocol of China. Yeah. So No social networking over there. No. You, you would die, Tits. You wouldn't so know what you, to do. So yes. You lose a hand. Um, they cut your fingers off. All right. Let's do this. All right. Um, first one is from at Average Superfan. He says, Bubba was not back at Bud's Creek. Is his problems just physical, or do you think there's some mental issues going on as well? Or I don't know if mental issues is the right word, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Mentally he's not there, just physical? It's for anyone. Pink? Uh, there's something going on. I mean, obviously, he's either hurt and hiding it, or which I don't really think is the case. I think he's just right. uh, confidence down this, the crapper. This could be it for James Stewart as far as a tipping point. He may never win again because he's not close right now. He won Atlanta. I mean, he hasn't even come close to winning outdoors. He's made a comment about him being old. He's been great with the media after the races. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. That's usually a tipping no, point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> His ship is sailing, and so he's, yeah, I mean, trying to take it all in. I don't think it's a purposely thing, but I don't mean it's purposely like, hey, i got to go talk to these idiots. I mean like, eh, what are you going to do? I didn't have a good day today. I'm going to go talk to the media. The old James Stewart would not do that. Um, he was fastest qualifier, Butts Creek. He still goes fast, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, man. But he's all year. He's not really putting it together. Even in Supercross, fastest <sighs> qualifying time, and yeah. then grenade. You know, yeah, win his yeah. heat, and then grenade in the main. Uh, I mean, he's got the torn ACL, but by now that thing should be fine. It's not good. All right, tits. There's a good chance. I told you this before. I think it's a terrible idea riding with no ACL. Some guys do it and get away with it, but Chad Reed rides with a clutch on the whoop, so. Clearly, what do you so, know? So clearly, people don't know what the hell they're doing. Right. Take okay. those Motocross 101 DVDs and throw them yeah. away, folks. I, I'm just saying he could. It's easy. He could have easily tweaked it and be riding with a sore knee, and he's just not saying anything. Right. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But okay. This question is for you, Ping. It's from at Brad GMX95. Oh, I know him. Okay. He says, "What is the most common bad habit among amateur kids these days, on or off the track?" <laughs> We did talk about establishing a 1-800-CALL-PING for those late nights. Uh, Off the track, chasing girls to uh, excess, I would say. Teenage boys, that would be their number one distraction. I still Mm. chase girls like crazy. I mean, uh, if you're not, something's (laughs) wrong with you. Don't we all? I'm just saying. And Tortelli. That's why I said in excess (laughs) because if you're trying to be a, you know, Mm-hmm. professional dirt bike racer you got to have some focus on the track uh i would say overuse of the clutch on a 450 um, yeah i agree and i would say corner speed on a tvdf they they have a tendency to skid into turns and not not roll through their turns okay it's kind of the most common thing i find okay thank you steve mm-hmm. at gun toter 535 he, his question is, he said, during the Moto60 show, yes. you said... Which, by the way, Thursday is noon Pacific. Thursday noon. I need to get you on there. I don't know. Are you on the, what are you what, doing this what, Thursday? This Thursday? You working? You can just call in. You no, don't have to I'm come actually all the way down here. What, what, what? what is I it? I do a, fl- a fly racing Moto60 show. It's one hour. Yeah? It's a look ahead to the race. Oh, Bench yeah? racing. You do this every week? Yeah. Huh. He comes in. Mm-hmm. Noon Pacific, live, call-ins. Huh. Get you on it. Yeah, call me. Um, whatever. Okay. Whatever we got to do. Yeah, back on. Check topic. it out, everybody. We'll uh, we'll FaceTime it. We'll Skype it. <laughs> we'll uh, all right. 
on the show, you yeah, said that okay. Davalos activated a performance clause. <laughs> yes. Well, can, can you elaborate? I or... mean, okay, it's not on wins. We know that. Well, obviously. Uh, I said to Mitch, are you bringing this Davalos back next year? He's like, and you know Mitch well. Yeah. I think he activated a, a performance clause in his contract, but I have to check. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, the only thing I could think of, Tits, and I don't mm-hmm. know what, I didn't ask any further. It's got to be heat podiums, race wins. Podiums, heat race wins, yeah. Uh, podiums. You got two? Two, two podiums? podiums? Why in the world would Mitch have a performance clause that says if you win a certain number of heat races or, or, po- well, podiums. or podiums? I'm thinking podiums. I don't think heat races. Two podiums is enough to re-sign you? <laughs> That's what Mitch said, told Mitch me. getting soft. That's what he told me. He also told me that uh, Darren Durham, he signed at the Supercross last year for another year. Justin Hill's on a two-year deal. Like Baggett's got another year in his deal. Adam Cincerillo will and Davalos will be back. So there's no cleaning house at Pro Circuit, it looks like. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I hope Baggett can get it together. He did at Bods, yeah. I hope Durham can stay healthy. Man. Durham led. He was good. He was yeah. good when he was healthy, right? Yep. All right. Let's Ping. This. Question is for you from at BJ898. Yeah, oh, I know yeah. him. Yeah, BJ. <laughs> he says, what would you do to help Eli Tomac Improve his starts. Put him on a paleo diet. <laughs> just kidding. Rap bar. Now have you ever on paleo? Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't. Uh, I'd have to watch him and see if there's anything I can pick up that he's doing weird or different or wrong. Um, some of it. Some guys like look at Larocco. I mean, you're telling me that guy didn't one of the hardest working dudes ever. He could never get a start. Some dudes just Dude, don't have the reaction it's all time up here. It's all in your head. I'm telling you. And Tim Ferry, when he was on a cowie, and he felt great on his bike, and his wrist was healed, got great starts. You know. And you know. Okay. What, okay. So and then wait, wait, Morocco, I'm not done. I'm Morocco not done. never got good starts. I'm not done. I'm not done. So then Bubba Stewart goes out at Washuga with a knee. Tim Ferry becomes a points leader, looking like he's going to win the title. I think he's like 14 up. Who? Tim Ferry. Okay. Gets to be the points leader. Starts go to shit. Starts go to shit. Now, pressure. And God, this is hurting me to even talk about this. I mean, it's really hurting me. Physically. Physically, mentally, everything. Pressure was on him, and he couldn't get starts. It's all in your head, bro. Yeah. If you think you well, can't get a start, then you can't. Like, that's, that's like Confucius with, once said. That's the thing with Eli. Is he, he can get them. Like, once in a while, he'll get one. Yeah. So, he's capable. I think... Uh, I think he talks himself out of it because he is big and he knows like he's heavier than some of those other guys. So he tells himself, "Oh, I weigh more than Baggett. Like I'm not gonna, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna beat me to the start, mm-hmm. the first start." I don't know. I I have no idea what the answer to that question is. I'd have to work with him and see what he does and see if there's anything we could do. Oh, maybe I just tell him how good he is. Just positive. Yeah. After, look in the mirror. Looking good, and bro. Say something positive. Look to good in your gear. Feeling good. Look good. Feel good. <laughs> yeah. You look good. You been working out? Yeah, man. <laughs> Lift All up right. your shirt. Let me see your abs. All right. Very nice. All right. Uh, this question, Steve, is for you. It's from <laughs> at SB Wagon. It says, what did Short mean when he said, quote, lighten up the front end? Is that uh, literal or figurative? I don't know. When, when did he say that? In my post-race know. interview, Probably, I would guess? yeah. Uh, he, I wasn't even paying attention. Um, he did it himself. If you listen to the interview, he grabbed the mic and said, this is Andrew Short, uh-huh. talking about Bud's Creek, and then he went on and on and on. Uh, okay. Lighten up the front end. 
You want to know if they're literally talking about taking weight off the front end or if it's some sort of like um, a setting just kind of – What are we uh, talking about taking weight no, off the front end? No, I think it would just be like a setting, like a, an offset or a rake uh, on the front end um, perhaps to uh, stretch it out a little bit and to, to not make it so forward. Mm-hmm. So like when you, when, you, when you bring it in on an offset or on a rake, you're setting up more on the top of the bars. You're putting more weight on the handlebars and therefore more weight on the front end. And it makes it easier to turn but maybe a little less stable. Mm-hmm. So if he takes weight off the front by kicking the rake out and the trail and everything, then he can lean back a little bit and let let, let the front end wander a little bit. More high speed stability. Yeah. Hmm. KTM's are a little front end heavy that way. Like you're kind of riding on the front wheel. Oh, mm-hmm. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. outdoors, I could see you definitely wanting to push the front wheel out a little bit. Okay. okay. Uh, this next one is the email one that you had mentioned from the guy who's in China right now. His name is Adam Quinn. Um, he says, in the last 20 years or so, excluding this year, who would be in your mind the most eagerly awaited, quote, sprayed with pump amateur rider to make their pro debut? Who succeeded and who disappointed everyone? I mean, uh, Carmichael was huge. Alessi was big. Stewart was big. I thought Stewart was the biggest. I think Stewart there was, was the biggest. There was so yeah. much hype. And then he lived up to it. He totally did. Yeah, totally did. Um, who didn't? Ben Riddle? I had a Thor guy. Now, granted, he was wearing Thor at the time. The Thor gear guy, when Ben Riddle turned pro, told me Ben Riddle is going to change the, cha- the, change the way racing is done. Like, Ben Riddle is going to take over racing. Told me that. You know, he'd won, like, four titles of Loretta's the last year or something. Um, so there was a major Did he go bust. to jail for, like, yeah, selling he's drugs? Yeah, in jail now. Well, maybe he changed the way you deal marijuana. Yeah, okay, good point. Um... Yeah, Alessi was huge. That was yeah, big at Millville that day. Um, <laughs> he even had the T-shirts and everything. Believe the hype. Yeah. Uh, Riddle comes to mind as a guy that was Bradshaw. I think he lived up to it, though. He got fourth oh, overall. Oh, first that's race. what you're saying, people who didn't? Oh, no, no. I was just, yeah. Um, Bradshaw was big. Uh, yeah, I think that... Um, Riddle comes to mind as a guy that I was told by numerous people, not just that Thor guy, that he was going to be something. You know who uh, who was pretty hyped up? And uh, I don't know that he really lived up to it, is Damon Huffman. Yeah? Right? Two he, 125 West Coast titles, bro. Back to back. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying into the 250 class is what I'm thinking. Well, that wasn't the question, so. Yeah, all right. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. All right. I hate myself. He won best co-host, though. I did do that. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, Eric Lund- Lundgren, uh, his question is, what team or teams will be the first to run the new 2014 bikes? The Yamaha doesn't. I, I was going to I was going to ask if. Uh, the Yamaha guys don't think they are going to. No. No, I thought they would be. But according to the JGR guys, they don't think they're going to be. They The motor is different in the frame, mounting-wise. And so they can't get a motor developed good enough to get it working. So, um, it seems like that would be easy. Like, how long ago do you think they got one? I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm point. riding ours Wednesday. Yeah. So, I mean, they're here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. They it could be. They could be, like... they could be lying to me too, because I've I've accused them many times. I'm like, you're just gonna put the, put you're gonna put that that for, that frame is supposed to be better, flex wise, uh-huh. 2014 frame. I mean, you're gonna be putting that thing on. And they're like, no, 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 no. We wouldn't cheat. We wouldn't do that. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. It seems to me like you could. Make that motor easily make that motor fast enough to make the guys happy. Yeah, it's a four fifty, right? They, Put a pipe on it. Have FMF make you a pipe in a hurry. 
get yeah. some. I mean, yeah. if the bike is that much better, then right. The Honda's the same. The Cowie's the same. The Suzuki's the same. So uh, the Yamaha would be the one guy I would think would try to get it, but apparently not. Tits. So. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. He says. All right. At Craig523. I know um, that guy. <laughs> you know a lot of people. All right. Uh, Steve, you never say how the arena cross race went for you on the KX250 with fogged goggles. No, I didn't. Uh, first time ever riding a big bike. Rode from my underneath my brother's name at a 250 Pro Arena Cross with Rollerball and Jim Holly and Jeff Hicks. I'd never ridden a big bike before, but my dad and my brother got into an argument, and my dad forced me to ride. I was an 80 rider. Where was this? Edmonton, 1988. So I rode an 88 KX80, uh, but my dad told me never take my helmet off because they didn't see how young I was. So they asked all the riders to go out for the starting line for the anthem, and I had the helmet on with a pair of Jones goggles, and I walked out <laughs> for the anthem, and I was the only guy with the helmet on. And then uh, they fogged up really bad because I was probably breathing really heavy, and I couldn't see my way back to the pits. And my dad said, don't take your helmet and goggles off. You know, we'll get busted. So I was, like, looking up and then <laughs> trying to look down with my eyes, walking back to the pits. Um, and then I drew number close pin. Number one for the heat race. Rollerball lined up next to me. Holly on the other side. I'd never ridden one. Uh, first thing in practice, first time, got on the 350, and I'm like, bruh. I'm like, oh, this thing's quite a bit faster than my 80. I make a left. First turn was a left. And there was a tabletop, and I went to go jump the tabletop, and I'm like, yeah. And all, I didn't loop out, but all I saw was the white. Staring at the lights. Up staring at the, the lights, ceiling. and I saved it. Uh, I didn't qualify for the main, shockingly. Uh, but I, you know what? I also beat some dudes. Like, I, was, I wasn't a bad rider. I beat some guys in the LCQ, like, straight up. But I didn't make the main event, and I was 14 years old, racing a 250 Pro Arena Cross. That's Good awesome. times. Yeah. Good times. Were you that kid that could grow a mustache back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps I show you this video of me on an 80. Yeah. From Saskatoon. Do you remember me. Billy Feltz? Yeah. He was a cowie mechanic for a long yeah. time. Well, he was a... A pretty Real fast, fast 80 rider, right? Team Green yeah, kid yeah. back in the day. And I remember we'd, I'd come over to California for like Golden State races and stuff when I was on an 80. And he, that dude would be in my class, and he had a full mustache. He'd rock it. He'd grow it out. <laughs> big, full mustache. Drive himself to the track in his truck. With the 80. And race the 80 yeah. class and kick my ass. You're like, officials, please. <laughs> officials. Um, all right, tits. How many more of these do you want to do? Because I got a whole bunch. Ah, I don't know, bro. That's your job. You're the producer, remember? That's true. The producer, Tits Legendary. All right. Um, at Average Superfan. Somebody said, in the chat room said Justin Buckaloo. Uh, that's, that's someone that Buckaloo, yeah. maybe. Do you remember how bad he fought arm pump? He was yeah, so fast, yeah. but he couldn't get over the arm pump. Yeah. yeah okay. good, good job on that. Steve. Um, or He did Payne. win a Supercross, though, right? Yep, San Diego. Yeah. Yep. Will Mike Brown be able to keep his number? Will he get enough points? He's doing three, maybe four. What do you got? What do you have to get now? How many? Twenty-five. Points? Twenty-five points. Yeah, he got one this weekend, and the field's deep, bro. In case you haven't heard, I think number three is going to become available. I do too. I hate to say it, but yeah, I think yeah, I think three may not may not work out. <sighs> yep. Uh, you know what we didn't talk about is how damn sad it is that Southwick's going away. And, yeah, yeah, and we didn't. Yeah, whether or not. That will be replaced with another sand track. I mean, you think about it. Every other track's like the same, pretty much the same. Right. I mean, varying types of dirt, but like yeah. that was the only one that was like, ooh, Southwick, okay. 
this thing's different. A whole different animal. If yeah. they've got those kind of tracks in Florida, why wouldn't? I mean, I, I don't know. There's a lot that goes into having a national, you know, besides the track. I know. It almost seems like the track is the last thing. I had, I, you're right. You know, hence uh, Lake Elsinore or Miller. Miller. Yeah. And I've heard from guys who live in Utah there that uh, the dirt there right now yeah. sucks. Okay. Like they have to do so. They've got to bring something in or it's going to be a debacle. Can't be worse than Elsinore, right? Yeah, I know it is. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's that bad? Yep. It's yeah. just gumbo. You know, like you put water on it, just. Your shoes stack up. I'm like six yeah, feet yeah. tall. Yeah, walking across the track. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but I, I had no idea they had. I, I knew Florida was sandy, but like, they have oh, tracks no. that are super, super deep sand. Oh yeah, Come, you ever you ever rode Croom back in the day? No, never did that. Never. You did Daytona and all that in Gainesville, but you guess you never went there early. Yeah, or I stayed with Ricky for a little bit, but we would go to. Uh, well, when I was at Ricky, we went, we went to a gnarly sand track. When Tim, Red Dog and I went there, no, we the one we went to like three different tracks, his farm or ranch or whatever the heck it was. We went to some local track just down the road that was cool. It was kind yeah. of sandy dirt, but not like yeah. it was more loam. Okay. And then uh, there was a little sand track, but it was like packed sand. Okay, it wasn't deep sand. You got to be nuts to not know sand tracks in Florida. Well, I just never yeah. been there. All right, Tiss. We got a bunch more, but I'm going to go without with just one more. All right, uh, I think it'll be a good one. At Red Haze one one nine, probably not going to be. I know, probably not going to be. I know. Okay. Him. Okay, he wants each of you to replace three tracks from the from the AMA with the like he wants a GP track instead of an AMA track. Choose three that go and the three that you would want in. Assuming I mean, it's like a have, world round. We haven't. I mean, I haven't been to enough tracks. I don't know the tracks over there. I mean, I guess to bring Lomel in. Yeah, Lomel. Yeah, that one in Italy they just had Majora. Yeah, How do yeah you say that looked pretty good. Yeah, that, that place is badass just because right. of the pictures. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I would. I would. I would get rid of Texas, which they did. Um, I think Elsinore's all right. I don't know. Maybe this Miller thing. We'll see how that works out. I don't know. That's a, that's a, tits. That was a dumb question. We just haven't been to enough GPS and been over there. I went I to Toysh- I've been, been to Toshental, Lomel, Donington Park. Sounds like a lot. Uh, what other GPS have I been to? God, I'm thinking of. You want another one? Uh, I've been to another more, a couple more GPs. I didn't remember the tracks offhand. None of them that I've been to personally, I was like all blown away with. You know, obviously Lomo was pretty cool, but all right, yeah, give me one more. Okay, this actually one is uh, for Ping. What? This is actually from Nate underscore Shebig. Oh yeah, Shebig. Yeah, yeah, you know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is a better feeling, giving your first successful CPR or winning your first Supercross? <laughs> Jeez, come on. Supercross. Yeah, CPR is not that cool, really. Saving lips. someone's life. Get your lips on somebody else's breaking lips. Breaking some old lady's ribs. Uh, it's not what people think it may be. Well, frankly, saving someone's life. No, yeah, Supercross. But see, here's bro. the thing. Supercross. Just because you get somebody's pulses and respirations back doesn't mean they go on to live a healthy life again. Potentially saving someone's life. What's, what's the question? Anaheim won. Supercross <laughs> winner, bro. <laughs> You got, you got, think about when Ping won too. Single, SoCal, chicks' panties dropping. I mean, there's nothing better. It would depend. Well, yeah, there's one thing better winning the 250 main. (laughs) It would depend on the situation. If you brought like a, you know, young adult or a pediatric you could bring back and they were healthy, you know, you, that that would be pretty amazing. That doesn't happen. Not better than Anaheim. (laughs) No way. (laughs) 
No way. Uh, Anaheim does feel pretty good. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. All right. Eddie Ray. Eddie Ray? Yo, what's up? Hey, what up, man? Thanks, thanks for calling. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just uh, passing my time driving. It's been the easiest drive ever, driving up to uh, Windsor Locks. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Topwick, yeah. Listen to the show. 14 points, bro. 14 points. You need help, yeah. right? You need help. Yeah. You know, whatever. It is what it is. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. If not, hey, what do you do? Right. Right. Won't be won't be the first time we came up short, <laughs> but it will be the last. <laughs> right, right, right. So, anyways, okay, I got a question for you. Er, well, earlier, Sinjin, your number one caller, called in and said, "You know, what about Phil? You know, where could Phil end up?" My question is this: Why does Phil got to go anywhere? What's wrong with Team Infab? Why does he got to go to the JGR? Why I don't see him. You know what I mean? It's like it's funny, like how like this weekend, why again? says uh, Phil's out there on a team on a shoestring budget. Would Phil have done any better if he was on a JGR bike? No, but I, I Phil told me he's not making any salary. Ah, but you know what? It's, it's Phil's, I mean, Phil's there to make salary next year, but I'm just saying, for this year, like, it's almost weird. Like, people seem to think that MFAB Pilot Racing is, like, some sort of, like, Low ball team when in fact like we have good equipment, we got good packers. I mean, look at the teams that are folding up and no, you know, no, absolutely. That style of Yamaha is going strong. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you one hundred percent. I just so I, there's. I mean, it's just like they think that you know Phil should be, you know, almost trying to move to a better team. You know, they make it sound like I'm, I mean, sure there are better teams, Factory Honda, Factory Kawasaki, but I mean, going to JGR, you know. I don't think Phil's, I mean, maybe besides getting a huge salary, but I don't see anybody really trying to pay Phil a lot of money right now. Right. I I, I do believe a factory team is where every rider wants to end up, you know? Right. So I mean, more of my thing is like it, it almost made it sound like, you know, he could go somewhere, somewhere better, but obviously Phil's not going to make it to next year. Factory Honda, Factory Cowie, you know, and I mean, I don't know about all, that. I don't know about that though. Like, you know, I mean, Jake Weimer's probably a better rider, but is he that much of a better of a rider than Phil Nicoletti? You know, a guy like uh, Brett Metcalf, for example, who was a factory rider. Phil's be- Brett's probably better, but is he a lot better? You know, I mean, I think Phil's a good rider. Just, I mean, it, this is me just calling. Obviously, you know, I'm gonna. Yeah. Stand up for obviously the impact Ty Loop team. You know, just that uh I it just sounds like people discount the fact that, you know, we have I mean Allen's building because I mean, we had one little heartbreak which wasn't even ours, but I mean we're on I mean our team has kit suspension, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have good engines, Allen's doing a good job building motors. You know, I think we have a solid team and uh you know, just I agree. kinda throwing no. it just kinda throwing it out there that Maybe Phil's in a spot where he, you know, maybe just needs to spike, you know. Right. Well, he's in a good spot. Yeah, absolutely. You know, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing against the NFAB Tyler Yamaha team for sure. There's a lot of teams that are down from you guys, and there's a lot of teams that are sideways moves for you guys. Right. You know what I mean? There's also teams that are better than you guys. Right. So, um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, 
you know, everyone tries to talk about getting off the team that the guy's on, you know. And and Allen and I are friends, and Josh Summy was the same situation where Summy was killing it, and Allen's like, well, why can't he just stay here, you know? So right. Um, no, I, I get what you're saying. Absolutely. Um, and I'm, I'm just more. I mean, right. I know y'all are. Be, I mean, obviously, I know you're. You. I mean, obviously, a supporter of the team. It's just weird. Like this weekend, Wyan says fills out there on a team that's on a shoestring budget. You well, know, when in fact, I mean. You know, the the team's going very well. The team's not like, you know, we're not, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul yeah, yeah. from race to race. No, you know no, hey, I mean? and look at all the teams that are folded this year, and you guys are strong. And, and Yamaha should be thanking you guys a lot because there are other two teams they went with, 11-10 and Velocity 3. They're no longer around. Um, right, and exactly that's what I'm saying. I look at, I mean, look at what, and you also, it's a first year team. We're building, you know, I mean, who's to say what's in what's in store for next year? I mean, yeah. we're a first year team. Hey, we got top tens in supercrosses, three guys in main events, and now look at Phil. Like, you know, what, what? he got sixth place in uh, in the outdoor national. And like, I, hey, this is me not calling you guys to say stop being up. Just that I think it's like, you know. I bet you there's a lot of riders out there that would love to get on team, you know, in fact, I live Yamaha. Absolutely. That is Absolutely. You know, to a better team. Uh, well, what we really learned from this ping is Jason Wygant's terrible announcer. What an ass. You know, Don't this... say that. <laughs> By the way, what's up, King? How are you, dude? Um, I'm glad, uh, I mean, uh, you uh, won the uh, best uh, co-host. Best co-host. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's huge. Hey, you know. <laughs> That's the one more thing to add to your accomplishments. Eddie's a every Eddie's an avid listener, and he's going to be dropping in at one show coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie, Eddie's going to be good. Um, so he, hey, he doesn't know the co-hosts. When we were talking about coming on the show, so uh, being after Southwick, right? You know, I got to get back to California. I Jessica's race bike is on the semi, being the last WMX. You know, like I have to get Jessica's bikes back to California. So I'm driving me and Pedro, one of the other mechanics. I might have to stroll through Vegas on Monday night. There you go. Perfect. So, you know, we're going to we're gonna drive straight back from Southwick on Saturday. As soon as the race is over Saturday, yeah, yeah. we have to get, obviously, we need the race bike back for right. X Games. Um, yeah, maybe we can make that happen. Hey, what, uh, we were just talking about this, I think, before we hit, before we came on the air. We love Chris Blose. Ping loves Chris Blose. I love Chris Blose. Blose is a good dude. I don't care what anybody says. No, nobody's saying he's not a good dude. But what's going on with Chris he, Blose? He's not a good dude? No, no one's saying he's not a good dude. No oh, one's saying I know, that. I know. Uh, I, I, I've all, hey, I do listen to the show, and I've always heard how uh, Team says, you know, Chris is awesome guy, but he was dating Miss Supercross. <laughs> so when I heard that one time, I was like, you used to date Miss Supercross? He's like, yeah, you know. He said, but nah. I'll tell you what, this is a first year. Obviously, you know, I've worked for Jessica and Jessica only for a long time. I came back and worked for Chris. And you couldn't ask for a better guy to deal with that. He's not a complainer. I mean, he, he tells you what he wants. I never heard him one time all year blame anybody but himself for the situation. You know what I mean? Like, Chris Close is just an all-around good guy. Like, Okay, all right. You know, he's a great guy, but he's got no, no points this year. Yeah, no one's arguing that, but I'm looking at his scores right here, and it's just zeros <laughs> Zero. all the way across. What is going on with Chris Blows? Hey, you know what? I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay, all right. You know, he, here's the thing I've said. I've watched Chris ride outdoor. Like, he goes to Paula to practice, and I'm telling you, 
I don't know if he was like this with you, Ping. Even at Supercross, you take him to the practice track, that guy hauls balls. Like, he is fast. Like, you know, when at the beginning of the year, when everybody was like, I can't believe they hired blows. I can't believe y'all hired blows. I even coming in, and I even admitted to Chris, I was like, you know, when I came to the team and I was going to work for a writer, I actually wanted Phil. But thank God, like, I ended up going, you know, like, Phil's picky, but Phil's a good dude also. We have great, I mean, we have great writers on our team and people who appreciate what we do. But I ended up going with Chris and, you know, thank goodness. I watched that guy ride at, the, at, the, at like, the test track, and I was just like, this guy's going to kill it. And then, you know, time to go racing, and I don't know. You know, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, like King said earlier, if he, if he knew the answer for that, he could, you know, sell it to these riders and go live on an island. Right. But, you know, I don't know. And then, like, even getting ready for outdoors. Like, he was pumped. The guy, like, he's excited about outdoors. He goes to Paula. He goes to the track. He rides his butt off. And he's fast at the test track. And I just don't know. You know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I almost scratched my head. You know, I'm scratching my head that this guy goes so fast at the test track and at the practice tracks and then goes racing. And, you know, he's almost, like, real conservative. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, but in the in the big picture, you know, Chris is, uh, you know, Chris is an amazing person. And, like I said, I think, you know, between, you know, also how many other riders out there, besides their racing career, are juggling in a, a successful business. You know what I mean? Like, he has, a, you know, obviously a successful well, business at Phoenix Ping did his, that he's running. Ping, Ping had his male gigolo business when I was racing. That's not easy. Well, Pimping ain't easy. Some day, you know, some people can pull off two, uh, two careers like that. But Eddie, you gotta, you know, you got to um, be special for that. Would you, would you pay Ping money to take you around Southern California to all the different hot spots where famous moto celebrities had incidences and accidents and this and that. Ping? Absolutely. Somebody else? Nah. <laughs> right. Is somebody else that they're going to take me around? Yeah. Nah. Ping, but, just because I think you get, you know, I, you know, yeah, I think, well, I heard y'all talking about that earlier. I think it'd be a, I mean, it'd be a good idea. You'd probably, you know, see you'd attract a certain crowd. You know what I mean? I don't know how long it would last. You know, I mean, you can only go on that tour really one time. <laughs> well, so, hey, whatever. There's a lot of people you know, in this but world. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you did it one time and charged a huge amount, it'd probably be a really good idea like yeah. to, to do something like that. And I'm sure <laughs> Ping knows about all the hot I mean, Obviously, he knows about all the yeah. hot spots. He'll take you all to all the tracks. I see him out there all the time training his many superstar kids. Yep. So this I'm is, sure uh, he'd give you a very in-depth and you know very knowledgeable uh, tour around from the funny side to the serious side. So, yeah, See? I think it'd be a pretty cool idea. I'd go on it for sure. See? Hey, everybody, this is uh, the In Cahoots Country Nightclub where uh, Casey Johnson once ate a couple free tacos and then threw up in the back of my truck on the way home from an out of club. Perfect. Perfect. There you go. What about the one down in San Bernardino, uh, the country club? The, the the boogie or no? Which one? And there was Club Gotham. I remember that one over there in Riverside. Or I just remember back in the day when we'd come down there, and I remember – there was a there place. Was there was a place there called. Some, there was some clubs for sure. It was. I mean, I was yeah. never there back when right. you know a long time ago. But you know, ten years ago, fifteen years maybe, ago, maybe some of the tour can include Havasu. <laughs> if you, there you go. <laughs> now I'm sure they pay for that one. Yeah. This is Kokomo. So, uh, this is Kokomo <laughs> right here. Emmy so, lit up a big. Oh yeah, I think it'd be a cool <laughs> idea. I, I would definitely. Uh, and right here. And right here. I'd get in line. I'd get in line for it. Uh, all right, hey Eddie, we got to run. Thank you though. <laughs> 
All right, boys. Hey, good show. Thanks, See man. You. Thank Have you. Uh, right. Talk to you this weekend. Jesse Patterson. What did he say? 14, 14 points down. Yeah. Uh, Lips, all the way from Australia. What's up, Lips? Good, guys. How are you going? Good. How are you? Good. I've got a question for Pim. All right. What's going on? Uh, I want to know if he's... Hey, go mate. Have you ridden the new Sarah F250 yet? No, I haven't. The 14? Yeah, mate. No, we uh, we should be getting them here in the next few weeks, but have not ridden it yet. We we start with the Yamaha this coming week, the new 450 Yamaha, and then um, all the other intros are kind of fall in line here. Do you think the um, the new the Sarah 250 will be a lot different from the current model? Yeah, it's well. I mean, the whole frame and chassis and everything looks just like the 450. I, I'm a little shocked. I mean, that Honda TVDF was. I mean, you, you could ride that thing, and there was nothing to complain about. Other than I'm uh, at the moment, and I reckon it's like I, I can't think of a better bike I've ever ridden in my life. It's right? unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. I mean, other than saying, well, maybe you could make more power or something, that'd be better. But like. As far as that chassis went, it was really hard to pick it apart. So I hope they didn't uh, get in there and mix things up too much. Because I've got um, some mates with the 2013 Sarah 450, and they don't really want to jump back on a 2012 model because they're afraid they might be a bit disappointed. Mm. Um, my Sarah 250 that I have at the moment, um, we just put like a head and a cam on it and a piston. Uh, softer rear spring and clicked it in. It's like it didn't really need much, and it's just it's fast as hell. It handles well. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And uh, I, and the only thing I was a little bit nervous about the new Sarah Two Fifty coming out was if they went that that air shock in air, air fork. Sorry. And I know they're not doing that, so I reckon that's a pretty pretty good good thing too. I, I don't I don't reckon I've a lot of mates I've got that have had that air suspension. They haven't been very happy with it, and no one's certainly said to me, well, it's better. Any, You know what I mean? So yeah. it's good that they haven't put that um, air fork into the new 250. Um, but, yeah, I wanted, you know, because, like, when I looked at the spe- the specs of the new Serif 250, like, I saw they've done that fuel injection similar to the KXF 250 with the, the twin injection. Yep. Um, and I remember I heard Mitch Payton talking on your show, Steve, saying, and when they had the twin pipes on the 06 Sarah 250, it lost a bit of bottom end from the twin pipes. So I wonder if maybe they put the twin injection thing on to try and help that problem. What do you, what do you think of any of that? Well, I know when the uh, the dual exhaust actually helped the bottom end, and they would give you a better response and an initial power down really low, but you'd lose a bunch of top end. That was the downside to those. So we ended up. Uh, when I was working at Troy Lee, we went to a single system, and it was better literally everywhere except the, the, the like the initial turn of the throttle. That was the only place the duels were better. So um, I would be really curious to see, like I know I just saw FMF is now making a single exhaust for the 13450, and it comes with a, a left side plate too, so kind of a, a unique little kit there. But I'd be really curious to see the, the dyno charts from – what they're making with the dual and what that single makes now, because my yeah, guess I, is it's I, the I same. I totally thing. agree, and I think like you say that, and like you said, you couldn't find any real benefit, and you're talking about a lot more price just to have two pipes. You know what I mean? Like, where's the win? Well, their, their win is what they say is it brings the weight into the center of the bike. It's the dual exhaust is for handling; it's not for anything else. 
Um, it's it's bringing those all of that weight closer to the center, so the bike feels more agile. That's their reason. That's odd, and that's just the advertising spill bit of bullshit, really, because like the ninety five percent of people that can ride that fast, well, that don't ride that fast, I, I really don't think you're ever going to notice the difference. Like, do you know what I mean? Like five percent of guys that race A grade and the pros, yeah, that's fine, that's that's great. But the most people that are buying them, I, I really don't. I, I find it hard to believe that anyone's really going to notice that. Do you, or do you think it will be that noticeable? Yeah, there's definitely some marketing shenanigans going on there, probably. But yeah, you know, people want new new tricks and cool stuff and whatever. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that one thing that's done that's come out and smashed everything and was an improvement, and no one ever said anything bad about it. Was purely fuel injection. I mean, it's amazing. You can hook your computer up to it, and you can you can really make a difference. And it's and it takes five minutes. Like it's it's you, there's no backward step there whatsoever, and it's amazing. Um, well, now clearly, you, clearly you are Sorry? not clearly you're not reading motocross action because the carburetor is much better than fuel injection. Absolutely. When jetted <laughs> yeah, well, right, when jetted right, <laughs> and going up two teeth on the rear. There's nothing and, better, and having and having handholds in your, fin, and, your fenders and wearing an orange helmet. It's much better then. All right, lips, we got to run. <laughs> Thank you, man. Hey, Steve. Steve, by the way, so Kenny Watson is actually sending something out to me. It's happening. I do not believe that, but it's true, and I'll send you a photo when it happens. Do that. All right, lips. Thank you. Bye. See you, All lips. Right, see you. Uh, lips got a lot of questions. Lips was chatty tonight. He was all the yeah. way from Australia. It was on well, both. It's probably daytime over there, so he's, you know, morning. He's he up was on shipper. hold, too, for a long time from Australia. Really? It's kept him on hold forever. Uh, Joe. Yes, sir. What's up, man? Thanks for listening. What's going on, guys? Hey, I, was, I had a question for Ping. I didn't know if uh, Yamaha sent out any mind-blowing uh, invitations for the 450 release this year like they did last year. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, they actually had something uh, something good to promote this year. So why? What was it That's last good. year? You don't remember last year? It was no. like, you know, come ride the best motorcycle in the world. You <laughs> no, know. I don't remember. You don't remember that? We no. were laughing on it. Oh. But I do. I did uh, tweet something the other day. Did you see Suzuki's PR for the new bike? No, but it's probably they their their number one thing was new mapping. Yeah, that's all they changed. They're number two, new graphics. Yeah. They went to the <laughs> graphics second. Second. Hell yes. They didn't even talk about, like, revised valving, you know, bullshit uh, valving changes, bullshit grips, bar. Nope. <laughs> Mapping and gra- and graphics. I mean, they just – they may as well just well, say you, we – Well, you know the guy in their, you know, department that has to do the copy for that. He's like, okay, uh, so what'd you, what's new, guys? What can we yeah. do? Ah, uh, we 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 remapped I mean, it a little bit, and seriously, then yeah, like, got some stickers. Like, I don't know, man. I cannot believe they went with the set graphics on the second. The side sentence. plates are yellow. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. I need you. I need you to take these two sentences and make them into two paragraphs. <laughs> it was amazing to me. They they. I admire the honesty. Not even bullshitting anybody with valving changes, and we've positioned the bar mounts, and we've we've changed the you know nope graphics. Yeah, graphics second best second thing. Oh well, it's a good bike. Yeah, but yeah. honestly, um, what have you guys heard about the new bike? I mean, good, bad. I mean, obviously, it's Yamaha. You what mean? you've heard? Which one? What you've heard? No, the the new uh, Yamaha. 
I've heard that it's skinnier. They addressed the whole issue with the tank and shrouds being too wide, the noise, the the yep. sucking sound from the um, throttle body is, is reduced just the way it sets in there. I know someone who's ridden it a lot, and they tested it, and they pre-proed it. They were working with Rinaldi. They were working with Yamaha Japan. They said it's good. They knew that they admitted they weren't a Yamaha lover. It wasn't doc, Dr. D. You know, you couldn't get back to say bad things about Yamaha if he mm-hmm. – a Yamaha – well, Attacked not him. to anybody else. Yeah. Um, Dr. D got hurt, by the way. I know. I saw that. Um, yeah, I heard that. This guy was like, yes, I know the old bike was flawed. It was flame. It was the biggest problem is frame flex issues. That's what made it flawed. Motor's strong. We all said the motor's strong. Uh, right. It's a little thick. Uh, they stiffened up the front. They flex in the rear. He says it's better. So, Ping, you'll be the all judge right. of that. We'll know this week. I I think it. I I don't like what they they did with the side panel, where they made oh, it like made it black. Small. No, they made it black on the front to like where your leg goes. You know that subframe is like a weird, real weird. Uh, yeah, isosceles triangle or something. Wow, yeah. look at you. Yeah, yeah. Trigonometry and I don't whatnot. think all all three sides are equal though. But anyways, um, <laughs> so I don't like the, what they did with the side panel. I think that looks ugly. But other than that, I think the bike was a big improvement looks wise. So yeah, I'm kind of curious to read what. What Ping says and watch the videos and whatnot. Just, I mean, I'm, I got a I got a Suzuki now, but I mean, I've, I've I got a a 2000 Yamaha two stroke, so I still got a little Yamaha in me too. But I'm I'm just curious to see what they say. Look, I mean, I'm just listen. It's kind of getting old, getting old hearing what everybody says about the bike and all that kind of stuff. I just kind of like to see them more on an even playing field. So. Joe, the only yes, pers- the only person you trust is David Pingree's review on RacerXOnline.com. Absolutely. That's it. It's the only person I would trust. Absolutely. Ping? Absolutely. I, I tweeted him, actually. I, was, I, I said I'm curious to, to see what he says about the new bike. He always gives an honest opinion. So. Are, you a, are, you, are you a guy that, like, bleeds blue? You're just a Yamaha guy for life? He no, said he no, 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 no. What part didn't you hear him? He said well, he I thought he said out of YZT50. He's got that, but he's also got a Suzuki. Way to right. listen to the guests. Well, sorry, you know. <laughs> Way to listen to the callers. <laughs> No, I got I got a an old two stroke, a two thousand YZ two fifty and a two thousand twelve Suzuki. Alright. You like that Suzuki? Oh yeah. It's a good bike. Oh yeah. It's a I love that bike. Well, but I new, love both of them too. Get some new graphics and you'll have a twenty twenty fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking I've been thinking about upgrading, so yeah. upgrading to the to the well, are they still are they, fourteen. They, they so. actually made pretty good changes in thirteen. They fixed the tranny and some other issues. Okay. So if you could go find a a uh, deal on a 13 somewhere at a dealership. That'd be your ticket Get right after there. it, huh? Yeah. Nice. All right. Thanks, All right, thanks, boys. Joe. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Uh, that's Joe, everybody. Hey, we're going to skip our last commercial break of the night because we're running late, and I apologize to our sponsors. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. Want better starting? Want better throttle response? I do, always. Yes. BlackOpsMoto.com. Yeah. Look into it, bro. Optrix, uh, they're all on board with us. Um, And like I said, we're going to skip our last commercial break of night. Very rare that we do this, but it's necessary because David Pingree's in the house, and we need more ping all the time. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening on this night. Thank you to Michael Lessie, Buddy Antonis, Jerry Robin, and Zach Osborne. Uh, And with that, let's go to our uh, last segment of the night, the NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars 
Banging Bars segment, NFAB Yamaha, supporter of the sport uh, with the NFAB Yamaha team. Eddie Ray works for NFAB Yamaha and uh, loves it, clearly. As well, uh, Chris Bose, Phil Nicoletti, Bobby Canari, Jessica Patterson. Canari's back this weekend, by the way. Is he? Yeah, from Canada. Where was he? Coming to, oh, yeah, he's Canada. in Canada. Uh, but NFAB Jeep and uh, Truck Bars, um, they've been around for a long time. They're an industry leader and they manufacture the strongest, most durable, best looking Nerf bars available in the industry today. Nothing for Ridgelines yet. Sorry about that. What is going on there? Don't worry about it. Fine. N fab.com. They've been making parts for trucks since the 1980s. You don't think they got it figured out? Who's this? I, bet, I bet they do. If, if I had to bet, I'd, I'd say they have it figured out. They do. What yeah. do they got I can use for my Tundra? Anything, bro. Tundra? What do they got? You name it. They oh, got it. I mean, I don't Bars, know steps, grills, anything. The Tundra is a man's truck, so they got it. Okay. Yeah. You want some NFAP stuff? You can get it free? Yeah. Uh, uh, free-ish Free-ish yeah. This Bangin' Bar is brought to you by Look, it's, it's this simple, bro It's this simple uh, The Bangin' Bar segment I thought about I thought about it for a long time <laughs> um, And I don't even care I thought of some good battles I saw at Bud's Creek It doesn't matter <laughs> I'm gonna just pretend I'm gonna just move on with the show, okay? I'm just going to move on with the show and ignore the immaturity coming from... My shorts are talking. It's weird. I thought that was just the couch, but no. <sighs> Carry on. The NFAB Banging Bars, dedicated to Jerry Robin for his incredible rides at the Loretta Lynn's Regional, getting to Loretta Lynn's in a two-stroke class, getting to an alternate um, in the two, 450B class that's incredible mm. jerry is banging bars taking names and kicking ass on his 85 cr250 he is dedicated i'm dedicating this whole show to jerry crazy jerry robin and his 85 cr250 goddamn american heroes and nfab supports american heroes and nfab and public mech show support, support jerry robin that's been the nfab banging bar segment dedicated to jerry robin all right is there no outro Never has been. I was setting the whole thing up for an outro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, there, there never has been. I was I doing a dramatic pause yeah, for the outro. No, I got it. I, I just, Crap. I got nothing for you. Okay. Well, Jerry. <laughs> you're, sorry you don't get an outro. You don't get an outro, Jerry. Do we have any two-stroke sound we can throw in there? But NFAB no. supports you uh. in, your, in your quest for Loretta Lynn's greatness. I believe, Jerry, you will get in Loretta Lynn as an alternate, and I believe you will kick ass. With your fly racing gear and your 85 CR250. That's only on its first overboard. Um, voicemails. 702-586-7857. Call in anytime with the week off for the show. Had a lot. I got a lot. And uh, I whittled through them. I think I got five minutes worth of voicemails. Something you, like that. You have double that. Really? Yep. I meant to only have five minutes in there. <laughs> There's probably some ones that probably shouldn't be in there. Uh, but these are the best of the best dedicated, dedicated to Greg McCreary. Who loves these voicemails so, so much. All right, here we go, folks. The best of the best this week. And I, I use that term lightly. Hey, Matt, this is Joseph here. I'm listening to, I believe it's show 133 with uh, Phil Nicoletti, Dave Osterman. And, uh, yeah, show 133. Um, got to the part where you are uh, making sure that you receive your credit for creating his nickname, Filthy Phil. 
Uh, I would like to throw my nomination into the ring, filibuster, uh, in our Congress here in the states. A filibuster uh, is what happens when a congressman or a senator uh, they delay a vote by speaking continuously, and they've been known to speak for one, two solid days, and. Uh, finally, everybody just gives up and leaves, and this important vote doesn't happen. So, basically, they're tenacious, and they stick around, and they are always there. So, that's what Phil's been doing this year. He he shows up, he sticks around, you know, he spoils things for other people, and he's always there. So, I nominate Filibuster. Probably won't take, but maybe he could have uh, he could have his butt patch uh, on his Pants, rock filibuster one week. Anyhow, that's my nomination. Uh, that's super ridiculous. Filibuster? Well, hey, that's Irv Braun's nickname. Yeah, yeah good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just talks until everybody leaves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, does. Yeah, he doesn't have to make any sense as long as words no. are coming out of his mouth. Yep. Accuracy is not really when, when, when. All right. All right, guys, great show. Uh, listening to uh, the High Point um, conversation you're having with uh, Villeman. I uh, hear you guys talking about how, uh, you know, M- Marvin's doing so much better on certain tracks because he's a con- more of a conservative rider than maybe a rock center or whatever. But so how does that play out, too? Wouldn't that tell you then that, like, a Dungy should do, you know, much better on, like, a high-point track that's dry slick and, and be able to run more with Villapoto? Or is it just that, you know, Villapoto has, you know, put his balls on the front number plate or on the front fender and he and he just is so aggressive, so fast that it doesn't matter how smooth he just he's just too fast. Um, so love the show. Want to hear what you guys have to say? See you later. Bye. He's, he's, yeah. Bill Villa, is just too fast. You balls go, out. Yeah, balls out, bro. On the handlebar. Balls out. Hey, how's it going? My name's Chris. Uh, just a hey, quick Chris. question about the motocross nations this year. It's looking like it's going to be one of those few, uh, very rare years where Mitch doesn't get to send one of his guys. Um, so I'm curious, who goes in the 250F class for USA? Is it is Tomac a slam dunk, or uh, is Osborne a legitimate pick since uh, he's comfortable and experienced in Europe? Uh, just thought um, would be nice to get your thoughts on that. Um, anyway, thanks a lot. What do you think, Ping? Designations team. Tomac has an inside battle to that. Baggett, you know, came on at Bud's Creek. I, it's between those two. When do they got to pick it by? Unadilla? How many nah, rounds do we got? they don't got to pick it by. They usually do it by. Oh, jeez. Uh, they usually do it by then, but they don't have to. Yeah, I, I think you got to see what happens with Tomac and Baggett here. Um, I think those are your two guys, though. Yeah. Uh, even though Blake hasn't been awesome, you know, yeah. he is, seems to be ramping it up right now. And um, he's been there, you know, he was just there last year, so he's got that yeah. in his pocket. Mitch had no guy at Colorado, 2010, I think it was. Trey Kennard on Trey Kennard Road. Someone, well, he sent he yeah, some guys. No, he had Rattray, no uh, Porcel, I think, or whatever. Yeah. They had a bunch of guys. Um, Dean Wilson. That was when he rode for That's Scotland. Right. So pretty much Mitch's whole team was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, someone mentioned putting Barsha on a 250F. Maybe. Nah, well, yeah, I don't think you're going to do that. No, okay. Tomac and Baggett are both good choices. Yeah, yeah. You could no. pick either one and not feel bad about right, it. Right. So why would you, why would you okay. do that? Right. You know? Your team is Villapoto, Dungy, and one of those two guys. Okay. Am I right? 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 All right. All right. 
Steve, I just wanted to call and say thanks for everything you're doing for the fans here. Uh, enjoy the Pulp Show and all your other work, and uh, I love your sense of humor. Little wisecracks like the one uh, last week about the guy called in Rudolph, and you said he wants to know where his prancer. That's funny, man. I was laughing. So uh, keep up all the good work. Love what you do, and uh, thanks again. A real easy way to get your voicemail played. It's just basically blow me in the voicemail. <laughs> Talk about how awesome I am and funny I am. I'll play it every time. Every time. Every time. All right. Everybody needs a little. Yeah, I'm a little taken back on how DV could sit there and say that the field's never or has always been as deep as it is, as it is now. I'm not sure what races he's watching. I don't know. But anyway, what about when Ricky raced and he had two undefeated seasons? How deep was the field then? I mean, wasn't was it pretty deep for you, DV, when uh, – Ricky lapped you in the mud at Millville in 06. <laughs> Great radio. Stop being such an arrogant prick. <laughs> Great radio. Hey, Steve. Because you got to be quicker on the, the I was the stop. waiting for, for it to I know, on, but on the stop. I'm the stopping because you always miss the beginning of the next one. I, I give eh. you three seconds or something. No, you don't. I think I do. There's a three-second gap in between them? Yeah. I don't think so. I think your mom. Three-second gap in your mom. <laughs> okay. Oh. It's Josh from PA. I give you guys a call every now and then, and I am a hardcore fan. Um, I'm just listening to last week's show, The Archive. That's pretty much what I do all week. I have it just on my iPod, and whenever I have time, I play it with headphones, and I listen usually to every show a couple of times. So uh, it, it uh, definitely makes time go by. But anyway, on my question real quick. Um, you guys were talking about Caroli on the last one, and TV says, I had New Year's with him, and he swears he's riding a 350. Well, my, my question is, do you really think that Cairoli would have, like, a micrometer set and that, you know, he would even actually know that, that what he really is riding? I mean, with KTM making that push for that 350, I think that would probably be a pretty dark cap secret. You know, they, they would want everyone to believe that, so... Maybe, maybe uh, he he really does think he's on a 350, and maybe it's uh, maybe it's got a little more than that. So that's just my thought on it. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I'm just kind of curious. Um, I just I have a hard time believing that's a that's a you know actual 350, but whatever. The dude crossed his head either way. I just wanted to get your take on it. Anyway, uh, guys, doing a good job. Um, DV is the best uh, co-host you have there. He definitely adds Sorry, the man. most, keeps it the most interesting. So that's my vote. I already voted, um, but that's just my opinion. DV really, uh, I wish he was on every show because <laughs> I've listened to every show religiously for the last few years, and uh, I really, I really think that he's the best co-host there is. Wow. I really was a big fan of him, but it was TV's uh, honesty and the fact that he he just doesn't go with the flow and lay down. He really could argue his opinion. I like that, and uh, I like his attitude, I like his personality. So more DV because I'm telling you what, uh, best co-host ever. I really think that he really brings it uh, like no one else does. You guys have a good one. We got it. Did you know that you're playing this for him? Is oh that yeah. Why you left on that? Oh because yeah. yeah. That guy, 
in two and a half minutes said what he probably should have said in about 30 I know. seconds. Maybe he needs a filibuster but nickname. I wanted you to, were just waiting for him to crap on me. Well, I wanted to, you know, we 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 praise Ping for winning the vote. And, here's, <laughs> and then take me down a peg. Here's another little. Sit, you're pretty and just, then punch all, me in the it's face. It's right, really good right, radio. Right. Mathis, listen to the show and the archives, and I just got almost to the point where the guy called and bitched you out about his autistic kid and you making jokes about it. And you know what? Fuck that guy. Sometimes stuff is just funny. And unfortunately, society says that when you can be upset about something, then you should be upset about it. So you shouldn't apologize. You didn't say anything wrong. And fuck him for calling in and crying about it. Don't wish anything bad, any disease on any kid, especially autism, and uh, really feel bad for that guy that his kid is autistic. However, lighten up, dick. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I think this country needs more guys like said, him. People just take things way too seriously. No. There, there's no such thing as a sense of humor when it comes to certain things, and that's sad to me. Like, I would not want to be a stand-up comedian in this day and age because people are filming you. They just get they and just get you, roasted. You try to make a joke about anything and yeah. that's what's I mean, you're there to pay your money to laugh at jokes and mm. whatever the guy on the stage feels is appropriate to make you laugh, he does. And then there's always some asshole that's offended right. when you're paying money to go, you know, laugh at somebody. It's like you can never comedians this, are supposed to have free license to uh, you know, free reign or whatever you want to call it, to say things. Free speech, that, like Jerry speech. Robin. What? Jerry Robin free speech. is free to ride whatever bike he wants. That's true. And you're free to say whatever you want. As long I, I as just, you know, it's uh, in, in, in this in this world we live in, it's like, and, and also, too, you know, uh, somebody today on Twitter said I was on Dungy's balls. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like you try <laughs> to pay funny. someone a compliment uh, and you're on their balls. Yeah. You try to criticize someone or, or write a little critically about someone and now you're, you know, you're, on the you're a hater writing, and you hate yeah. them. And it's just like what what we're in our world is politics too. Like the two parties can never agree on anything because they hate each other so much. You know, it used to be like, ah, okay, the Republicans and the they have some valid they, points. Yeah, or, you yeah. know, let's figure it out. Let's compromise. Not anymore with nope. the with the CNNs and the Fox News and the it's divided. You, you, it's so divided. Everyone, you know, if you're not going my way, you're a fucking asshole, and I hope you die. <laughs> like that's what we're, that's where our problem is in this world, in my opinion. Yeah. We've overcorrected, man, with the political correctness. Oh, yeah. You know, like, if you watch an old movie, which is a classic. Oh, 48 uh, Hours? Well, like, you watched 48 Hours the last little Watch while? Blazing Saddles. Right, yeah. I mean, classic movie, but you could not make that film No. Today. Could not make it because. 48 Hours, Nick Nolte is uh, just ruining Eddie Murphy for racial joke after racial joke. I mean, you just, I just, I don't know. It's a terrible world we live in in that in that sense. And like the you know the old Amos and Andy stuff, which is even way before my time. But yeah, that's out of line. It, it, obviously, there needed to be some correction. But man, can we not laugh at ourselves? Can we not just laugh a little bit? I mean, no, that's just it, man. I mean, and you know, like I tried to make some jokes about autism live on the air, and maybe they were in bad taste. But I don't need the fucking idiots writing my sponsors and yelling at me. You know, like sorry, bro. You're gonna get another email. No, I don't think so, because I'm not criticizing. Just, just saying. Oh, because I, uh, I did call I, fucking idiots. I think yeah. I told you this. I, I got a bunch of heat a couple of years back because uh, I made a joke. I don't know if it was on radio or if it was something I wrote. And I said, oh, yeah, that's retarded. I just kind of made that yeah, comment yeah. Like, casually. And I got 
Same, like this chick yeah. did with you. Just some dude called me in. His daughter was that's mentally a, retarded or something. And that's a hot button word. Laid man. into me. And I'm yeah. like, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I didn't okay. mean it. I mean, I didn't mean anything derogatory to anyone. I, it was just a, it's a figure of speech. I'm sorry. It's Maybe it's it shouldn't time. be used, but it just is. And You know, what do you say? Yeah. You're, just, you're not winning that argument. Yeah, this no, guy's you're not. really no, you're pissed not. and bummed no, out. Yeah, and, you're not winning. He's not going to go, well, you know what? You're right. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I yeah. get it. Yeah, never. You'll it. never win it. I hate that and about you know, this world. You, you get it. It's personal to them, and no, I know. They're not, you know, to them, well, they they're sensitive about it. But it's like, frick, what yeah. are you gonna do? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Bud's Creek uh, pre-race podcast or podcast mm, worst one I ever heard. Worst one you ever heard with Georgia Lindsay and Jason hey, Thomas. Hey, Stevie, Uncle Steve, this is Mike Jones calling from Sacramento, California. I want to talk all about Mookie today. Hey, Mike. Uh, just curious. What do you guys think his ceiling really is? I mean, let's be honest. This is what, his fifth national on 450. It's probably only going to get better. His results uh, don't show how good he's been. He had that bummer engine failure at Hangtown. A couple of crashes late in motos when he's running strong. I mean, he'd be way up in the points, you know, if in, if some butts, candies and nuts or whatever. But he's uh, doing quite a performance right now. Also, I wonder uh, what do you think he'll do on a 450 in Supercross, uh, Assuming that he'll stay on the 450, I don't think he's going back to 250 now. Wondering what this uh, possibility there in the Supercross classes. Maybe he'll uh, keep it a little more calm and be a regular top 10 guy right away in the series. Um, back to the, the motocross. I remember David Villeman saying to all these guys that uh, the field is stacked as a cop-out. He's kind of proven that, isn't he? Uh, rookie into the class, Justin Barsha, rookie into the class. There's some guys running up top, Ryan Seitz. Still running up top, so all the uh, Jake Weimers, Andrew Shorts, and yada, 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 who are, are just saying it's tough. Uh, the Brock Tickles, per se, maybe they just need to step their game up to stop whining about it. But uh, thanks for the time. Oh, one other thing, too. Blake Baggett and the James Stewart went getting his first Ebbia. How much does that have to do with it? It's got to have something to do with it, right? Have a good one. Thanks for the time. Great show. Great content. Appreciate all, all the stuff you put out. Even Tits, man. Tits is actually even becoming funny lately. That's impressive. He used to be right. pretty bad. But uh, keep up the so-so work. Tits, we appreciate it. Bye now. Hey. No comments? Hmm? Uh-huh. What's up, Mathis? This is Jay Mark. First time oh, caller, long time. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah, comment on Mookie. He needs to stay off a of 250, which means stay off a of Troy Lee bike. Or any team that rides 250 only in Supercross. Big enough on a ride a 450 now. I think we've seen him on a... Here's what what I'm curious about. Yeah. Well, what his brother's done in the past and the relationship that his family has created with different teams affect Malcolm. JGR, for example. Let's say this new Yamaha is kick-ass and they need a good guy. Right. Malcolm would look like he would be a guy they would look at. But do they go, "Eh, you know what? We dealt with Big James. I think that, yeah, I do. Yeah. That sucks. Do you? I mean, I if it if it was a night, I don't know how it was at all. Yeah, just saying, no, if it no, was no. a nightmare, I don't know either. But if I'm, we're assuming that there was issues with, with JGR and James Stewart, obviously. You think they so. definitely, definitely, you consider it because yeah. you know it's right. not like uh, he's not around. Big James is around. It's Big James. Everybody loves Big James. Everybody loves Big James. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would. So, what was his other question? You just want to say how good I was doing. That was all. Oh, yeah. That's all. That's all. Tits heard. <laughs> Clearly, he's yeah. medicated. Oh, what was what was his limit? Like, what was his ceiling? Where could he go? What's yeah. his potential? I don't know. He, I, 
I tell you what, he's had some good rides this year that where things just went wrong. I mean, he caught a rock in the water pump at Hangtown, drained all the antifreeze out of his bike. Coolant. Sorry, I get made fun of when I say that, but I'm from Montana. It's antifreeze. It's a clutch. Um, it's, I'm from Canada. It's a clutch lever. <laughs> it is, and it's decals. It's decals yeah. and a clutch lever huh? and a YZ. <laughs> Zed, yeah. It is a YZ. It is YZ 125, bro. You and the Australians, man, they love it. All right, let's go. Think we're losing. Um, I just got to say, the, the TV coverage of the Nationals <sighs> is, is terrible. To watch four motos on three channels. Oh, really? my God. I mean, you got to stop defending them. The coverage oh, is terrible. It's ridiculous. But, uh, I got to change also, the channel. Uh, I mean, when was the last time you had to watch three oh. channels? I mean, seriously. Oh, uh, I'm tired. In addition, John Villeman, his straight-up uh, no BS commentary is always enjoyable. Uh, Berluti's awesome as well. Ping's fine. I mean, he's all right. Uh, JT rocks for sure. Keep him on. Apparently, he uh, for you. I thought that I'd miss K-Dub Watson, but I really don't, Ping's unfortunately. Fine. But, uh, you know, okay. if he shows up once in a while for a call, that's, uh, that's cool with me. And uh, keep up the good work. And, uh, hey, the field, the talent is deep. Putting, so, uh, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Putting that collar. Yeah, Weimer's got to do a better job. All right, later. And Weimer's got to do a better job just out of nowhere. <laughs> it's putting uh, Ping in perspective, he's vanilla ice cream of the co-host. It's fine. It's fine. We'll take it. You only have vanilla? You really went out of your way to dump on me in this last segment. No. We don't want you to get your head to get a little too big. Yeah, that, you did that, win the yeah. contest. No, yeah. pretty soon you've been demanding a raise. Because that's, that's, that's what I do. I get. We could barely forge you out of it. I mean, we know the negotiations between us. Went down to the wire and were tough. I oh. can't get anybody to just come in here and fart in the studio. Hey. You crying you know, now? That, you that, crying? That... Did I make you cry? No, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, did, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, Team 2-2 had some tablecloths stolen at High Point. <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, I know we didn't do it. Uh, the team manager, Dave Osterman, uh. put a uh, put a um, post on Vital MX. Oh. He was very angry about that. Um, he wanted them back. Well, I, we found them. We found the perpetrators. Here's Are some audio. Here's some audio from the perpetrators. Oh, hold on. Here we go. You have your table off. Here are our demands. If you meet the demands, then we will return the team. If not, we'll sell them on eBay. What two plus tickets for you? Uh, what? It didn't download all the way. Is that for real? These guys stole. These guys got the man. If not, we'll sell them on eBay. We're two plus tickets for Hannah, too, and they turn us across 2014. Two signed jerseys and Chad Green. Three for number plate sign. So, what we do is we have some kids holding up the tablecloths. Look at the one kid. He's got a mask on. Oh, shoot. It's for real. Like they, they, like, uh, I, I thought was, you were just joking. That we, that got, was... we got a kid with, with mask on. He doesn't want to be identified. They had the two two tablecloths. They want a reed jersey and I couldn't the audio number is not plates. the greatest. Number <laughs> plates. Number plates. These are the kids. Wow. They have these tablecloths. That's what this world has come to. Yeah, so they've they've sent it to Taking me to put out hostage. You know, to put it out for the world they for it the World Wide Web. Yeah. Oh wow. So you da- send it to Dave? I don't know if Offerman is going to um meet those demands or not. I'm not are you sure. kidding me? Hell no, he's not. Um So we just beg those kids not to harm the tablecloths. We begged them. Do not harm the tablecloths. It's not worth it. Do the right thing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do the right thing. It's uh it's terrible. 
Okay, everybody, the uh, the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com, and Fly Racing, and Race Tech Suspension, and X-Brand Goggles, and Atlas Neck Braces, and Fab Jeep and Truck Bars. Ping, we'll try to get you hooked up on your Tundra. Let's do it. Your Corolla? Let's bro that thing out. Your Corolla? Not so much. No? No. Uh, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, thanks to FMF, uh, Jerry's got a pro circuit, though. I think Jerry should go FMF because FMF will have it. They make it. I don't know if Mitch I like still the makes fact that, that he's got a stock silencer just cut down, no with packing. no packing. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, we you, cut it down so it's real loud. I don't <laughs> know if PC makes older bikes, pipes. Yeah, I don't but, know if they go back to eighty-five. I know they've they they do it. Yeah, because I think FMF does still stamp that stuff. Stamp it out. To check with Peyton. I know we got a. We should check with like Mitch. Like a ninety-one RM. You know what? I'm going to ask Mitch, and maybe he can hook this Jerry guy up with a spare or something. You know. So. Um, Remember we did that remake on that kid's old RM two fifty. Yeah. Pro Circuit had all the stuff for that. They did. Yeah. And it wasn't special or nothing. They just like no. here you go. Yeah. Uh, Brat Bar A ten Solutions Tits loves the A ten Solutions Rhino Global. I do. Supplements actually. He speaks highly of them. Yeah. Um, w Wheels, W Wheels, Dungey, Roxon, Moosecan, Chad Reed. What more do you want? Black Ops Moto, better starting, better throttle response. Bolted on, an easy mod, not that expensive. Makes your four-stroke run better. Optrix, thank you, Optrix, for coming on. Um, we got a call? Yeah. Let's take this last call. Real quick. Last call of night. Mm. Ackerman, what's going on? Hey, uh, good the TV coverage sucks. Um, I mean, you guys got to do something about that. Uh, well, first of all, Ping can't do anything yeah. about it. No one listens. Okay, to and I mean, the YZ450, what the hell? Why, what's wrong? It sucks. But, oh, I mean. Okay. I mean, I don't know. You think it's, and, I mean, you think. And why be- can't they go to the national anymore this weekend? Uh, something with the the landowners and the club, the, the veterans and the. You know, and the club, the, the promoters, I don't know. You know what? As, as always, Ackerman, these things boil down to money. You know, and how come David Villeman's your favorite guest? King is definitely, or why isn't Villeman the best guest? Villeman's Ping won. Well, Ping sucks. Oh, uh, wait, Ping's there right now. Yeah. Ping should have won. He's it. He did win. Yeah, he won. No, he's good. Yeah, he deserves to. He, right. He Ackerman, you like, you like Mad Dog the best. Freestyle guys stick together. All I know is I don't like that guy that uh, they told whoever that he, uh, I forget who he was, but um, he said he hopes he, they break their neck or whatever. Uh, that was bullshit. Yeah, it is. It's Sinjin. Not classy. Yeah, that's an idiot. Yeah, not classy at all. But, uh, well, on, guys. Have a good night. All right. Thanks, Ackerman. Hey, see you, Dave. Right, see ya. Yeah. I don't know if he's on your side or not. What the hell just happened right yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, he was like talking shit on me, and then he I was think like, he, oh, I, I, think you, I think he knew that you were there. So, all right. Yeah. Love this guy right here. <sighs> Jerry Robin, Buddy Antonis, Michael Essie, Zach Osborne, all on board. Um, don't forget, support the show with our sponsors. Uh, get it on the Pulpamex app. Amazon, buying from Amazon, go through the Amazon banner on Pulpamex so I can afford to pay tits. And I afford to pay our, our co-host, David Pingree. Ping, thank you. For coming on, you 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 were gone too long. It was good to be back. You were gone too long. I don't like that. I don't like my ping not being here. 
I just don't like it. I know. Well, am I creeping you out now? No, I I love to come back. Um, we got to get your schedule sorted. We got to get you here more often. You add a, a splash of reality and a dose of humor and a pinching of class that we just don't get. Speaking of splash, what is my plash? Oh, uh, my plash Yamaha. Yeah, it is a prepaid credit card. My plash. I don't know what the name. What uh, yeah. in the hell is that mean? Ask your buddy Ryan Morris. I never knew that before. Prepaid credit. It always card. sounded weird. To There's me a lot of things that tits that you don't know about the more. I kept thinking they. It was a typo. My splash. That doesn't make a whole lot of more sense. <laughs> right, right. My splash. Yeah. <laughs> you guys forgot the S. <laughs> um, uh, ask your buddy Ryan Morris. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to. Jeremy Martin, Cooper Webb, Kyle Cunningham, team manager. Mm-hmm. They're doing good this year. They are. Oh. The team might be coming around. All that crap you talk. I know. Well, hey, you know what? I've been giving them props. because, And you know what? Did you see the new Yamaha 250? When do you get to ride that thing? I don't know. I'll find out probably you, you this see week. It? No oil tank? No carburetor? Uh, oh, yeah. It's a, it's four a, valves? It's a modern four-stroke. Yeah, five. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. knock me down, bro. Yeah. The, and you know what? It's going to be good with that thing. That direct injection with the fuel injection above the cylinder yeah. goes right in. That is going to help the 250F a ton. That throttle response, that instant power. Why? You know? Gravity? Yeah, because of the way they put it in, the way they inject it right in. You know, there's no lag time. There's no sucking into it like a, you know, like a traditional EFI uh, unit behind the cylinder. Yeah. It goes straight in. You watch. That 250F, that's going to be good. Yeah? It'll be good on a smaller bike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't really know the design. I mean, I know it comes from the yeah. top, but doesn't it still have to go through some type of chamber to get down to where? Yeah, but it's gravity into it. It's short. So you think gravity right there. helps there? I think the location of it helps, yes. I think that's why you see it. Does the YZ450, does it or does it not, have great bottom end and throttle response? And that motor's an animal. There's and that, no question. that's one of the reasons why. And it's going to help the 250F. Hmm. You watch. Stamp it. Stamped. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Paul Mike Show presented by BTOsports.com. David Pingree is awesome, and I hope he comes back soon. Tits, thank you. Good job. Yep. Uh, don't forget, listen to the Fly Moto 60 show this Thursday, noon Pacific, one hour of a lot of this more talk. If you like this show, you like that show. It's that simple. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.